0: Hello, I just saw the most anticipated movie of the year, Deadpool. It was glorious. Once in a generation, a movie comes along that your whole family will love. If your family is a f***ed up group of f***ing kissing inbreds. Plus, Ryan Reynolds looks so f***ing handsome in his red leather suit. I give it four golden girls. It's the best picture of the year. So go see Deadpool.
1: Right in your face, popping off caps, leaving trail of guts. Sitting on my chair, scratching my nuts. Don't stop when I shoot full water. Was on your ass, is grass, and I'm on the lawn. Hot lead to the head, and I won't stop. What your crew gonna do when I hack and chop? All these bitches are prima donnas. I stuff my face with Jimmy chimichangas, tacos and beers. I was keeping it loose. Hang on for a minute while I'm dropping a deuce.
0: Episode one hundred twenty-six
1: There's already like seven million broadcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a warm brad. But it's all been done before. And we don't wanna be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. To toss it, good at taste. It, do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Erase it, let's embrace it. Tupperware party. party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counterculture, pushovers. Pop culture. Leftover. Leftover. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftover. sure. And the only talent is the band that. Leftovers X go give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non-stop pop problem, staying still. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder. Yeah.
2: Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And, and we're, we're the
3: Leftovers. Leftovers. Shit.
2: <laughs> wow, nice. Yeah. There you go. That's how we're going to start it from now on. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> little panache. <Shit. laughs> All right, welcome to our, uh, welcome to our Deadpool review. Uh, if you're a brand new listener and you just tuned in to listen to the uh, Deadpool review, and uh, after you listen, you give us a one-star review on iTunes, because we're cursing too much, I just want you to remember, you just got out of watching fucking Deadpool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we I, may curse more than Deadpool, though. That's, yeah. D- didn't we hear, like, there was, like, 84 F-bombs in the movie yeah, I think that's total? To,
4: That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And if, if you give us a one-star fucking review for cursing in a Deadpool review... Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah we might give you 84 F-bombs.
2: <laughs> what a, you know, you, you've got to be a serious fucking asshole. <laughs> to go see that movie and say there was just too much cursing in the review.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I I can handle a little bit of cursing but I you know, they just took it overboard. Uh,
4: also, a uh, warning to our new listeners, we will talk about nonsense for 20 minutes before even bringing Deadpool <laughs> oh, up. Oh, God, yeah, I know. <laughs> for sure. So please God, don't. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> so please don't fucking crucify us for
2: that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> it took them 30 minutes before they got to the advertised canteen, <laughs> Suck a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. The <can-tank. laughs> Yeah, so. That's how they talk. Yeah, this is our Deadpool review. No Frank this week. No. no. Yeah. I called it last week Oddly. when I said the day before he's going <laughs> to go back out. You were correct. Did we advertise last week that I Frank did. was going to be here? Yeah. Oh, we did. I, I we said, did. I said, uh, yeah, Frank said he wants to be here. And I also said they he'll probably let us know the day before <laughs> that he can't make it. It's a good job. He almost made you look like a total fool if you wouldn't have yeah. had that disclaimer. I know. I, I'd Babe Ruth that bitch. Nailed I? it. Yeah, you did. I you fucking did. called it. <laughs> God, he did. Anyway, so Frank's not here, so deal with that. I yeah, guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Deal with it. And it, it I way- just
4: heard the sound of ten thousand iPods shutting off <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so,
2: at the end of the episode, uh, we're actually going to be finishing. We're going to we're going to start with Deadpool. Yeah. So, but uh, but we're, we're going to be doing good pop, bad pop, and uh, emails this week. At the end of the episode, I think, depending on time. Yeah, we're starting late this week. Yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. You'll have to. You have to wait. Tune oh, in. Now, see, that's the thing. It's the thing. i was like, I just came to listen to Deadpool, and mm. so like those people that came just to listen to Deadpool. They can listen to it, and when we start talking about good pop, bad pop, and emails, they can just shut it off. I don't have to listen to people asking me. So, when do you guys start the episode? When do you stop? When do the emails stop? Yeah. Do you think you can give me a timestamp for when you start talking about Deadpool? a timestamp when I put my foot up your ass, bitch. How about that? You like that? Sure. Fucking whiny ass bitch. God so happy Happy valentine's day yeah. happy valentine's day guys I'm not getting any V on valentine's day <laughs> absolutely not no no V on valentine's no day no V yeah. no V for me <laughs> maybe if I watch that the old 80's TV show V
4: oh yeah That's there the you only. go
2: oh well, hey, hey Marina Backerin, she was in the uh, the reboot of V mm-hmm. yeah 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 You'd still, rather be here podcasting, still not giving me any vagina. <laughs> oh, I'd rather be here podcasting than getting some ass. Oh, for sure, you can get ass any old day, <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> any old time you want to. Yeah. You know,
2: uh, I, you know what? You know who we need to fucking salute this week? Who's that? Is the fucking guy that was able to pull off getting fucking married on Valentine's Day? Oh yeah, Ugh. you knock out two birds with one fucking stone. Yeah, man. Oh, wedding anniversary
4: and Valentine's. Yeah, day? you're done. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, uh, think about that shit.
4: Good Point. Yeah, that guy can't go to Walgreens to get his gift the night before, though. Like you really? <laughs> yeah. I
3: got
2: her a nice card. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got her a bear that sings.
2: <laughs> We've all gotten gas station roses. haven't yeah, yes? yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. You got to Sometimes I've gotten
4: a Walgreens like Valentine's coffee uh, cup a few times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they
3: don't know the difference, do they? <laughs>
4: uh, I think they might, but Jake gives her the old Valentine Valentine's Day Funko Pop.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it cute? <laughs>
2: I got you guys Valentine's. Uh, did you? I did. All right. Here we go. Yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake's been uh, talking to us about giving us a gift here. Here you go. One for you. What, oh, look at this. What's that? I got a uh, Star Wars uh, Valentine's with some chocolate candy. I got the uh, the old Nestle Crunch. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Brought, brought you guys some Valentines. Thanks, Jake. Rule the galaxy, my Valentine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I I bought them because they were supposed to come with Star Wars tattoos. No tattoos in the fucking box. Sealed sealed box, no tattoos. I hope,
2: you know what, Jake, I hope somewhere in the evening later on, it's it's me, you, a bed full of roses, uh, a little bit of Bon Jovi playing, Mm. and then I get to say, let me finish what you
5: started.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, now I want to run this podcast as late as possible.
4: That's beautiful, Thank you, man. And and Brian, I also brought you a gift. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you now. Oh, wow. One of my coworkers is um, trying to make some extra money and started doing original art and selling it online. Oh, wow. And I thought I would support her, and I bought a piece to give to you because I thought it was really cool. It is a drawing of the Millennium Falcon that she did.
2: That is amazing.
4: Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. The detail on this is awesome. Yeah, her name is Amber Keister. That's an original piece of art from her. Fuck. Nice. And she's doing all her stuff is real pop culture based she did a jurassic park picture um she's actually doing me an x-files picture sometime in the next couple months yeah
2: wow i'll post this on facebook this will go in my comic book room yeah i thought it was really cool that's very cool what do you know what planet that is i do not endor maybe it's green yeah yeah it could be yeah that's a beautiful pic it's
4: very awesome nice what was her name again amber keister does
2: she have like a instagram or she's
4: on facebook I don't know if she's on Instagram or oh, not. Oh, yeah, now now all of our listeners get the stalker on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of them. So.
2: I like pictures,
3: too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank
4: but, you. Yeah, no problem. I've been hey, meaning to awesome. bring it for the last couple of weeks, and I keep forgetting, but finally I remembered.
2: That's Beautiful. great. I really like that. Thank yeah. you.
4: Yeah, no problem, no problem.
2: All right. Yeah, but the guy, uh Valentine's Day. Yeah. Fucking Smart engagement move. and fucking... Very brilliant. Fuck yeah! I he agree. Can knock out all the gifts in the same day. Mm-hmm. I bet she thinks it's like really romantic at first. Yeah. Until like later on, <laughs> it's cheapened. <laughs> he's like he's like the frugal, uh huh, <laughs> Valentine's Day guy, penny pincher. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Always attractive. Um, that
2: is a great idea. It is a good idea. Yeah. I don't know. It's life like, hack. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is totally a life hack. That's like the ultimate life hack. <laughs> yeah. Top ten life hacks. I didn't. Ha- you know what? I didn't have to get anybody shit this year. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Less all pressure. My- oh my god! All the fucking money I saved this year. <laughs> yeah. Were you an all out on Valentine's Day type of guy? Oh, dude, I would. I would go all out on Valentine's Day. I, I I've I've fucking I've uh, I've bought so much nice shit for fucking women that have fucking uh, shit on me. <laughs> 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 I bought like a couple years ago, two three years ago. I got like a fucking like a uh, floral arrangement, you know, mm-hmm. for a girl, and uh, it was fucking like uh, they made the flowers look like little puppy dogs, and they put them in a basket. Oh shit! Oh wow! Yeah, dude, I went all fucking out. I even had like a fucking painting made for one of these girls. Wow. So damn. I had a, had a guy paint something for her. Should have had him paint like you're a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna rip my fucking heart out, you stupid bitch. You should put that in like invisible ink. So later oh, on, like, I knew
4: you'd do <laughs> it. Look at that painting in the blacklight that I got you a few years ago. <laughs>
2: pull a fucking seven on her. Yeah, <laughs> pull it off the wall and shit. <laughs> I know you're gonna rip my heart out, you damn bitch. <laughs> Yeah. oh, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah they're fucking people and their romantic people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their other romantic people. It's no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a holiday where you're forced you're forced. You, like, society forces you to be romantic. It doesn't matter what's been going on all year. You two can have been, like, throwing fucking shit at each other in the fucking kitchen and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking glass could have got shattered all over the fucking place, screaming, <sighs> kids are crying up in their fucking bedrooms. <sighs> or maybe, you know, like, kids are crying themselves to sleep, as <laughs> mommy and daddy are throwing shit at each other. You're out every fucking night, you smell like this, you got fucking lipstick on your collar, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, number one, who gets fucking lipstick on your collar? <laughs> <laughs> What, what kind of, no, no, if you're cheating on somebody, tell whoever you're cheating with not to kiss your goddamn collar. That is stupid. No shit. Chicks love that collar. <laughs> guys coming home smelling like fucking, you know, uh, who are these fucking guys? They got two fucking women. I can't even get one <laughs> to date me on the regular. These guys, these guys got like two, three.
4: Yeah, and then the next day after all that fighting, you got to give him roses. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because we're forced to because it's Valentine's (laughs) Day.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bullshit
3: commercial holiday. (laughs) It is. It is. It is. Yeah, I've even had the opposite where it's been like I've been brilliant yeah. up until Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and then I fucked up on Valentine's Day, and that negated all the great stuff that I did for her. even the day before. Yeah,
2: that's bullshit. Wasn't
3: enough because I fucked up on Valentine's Day. Yeah.
2: That's some bullshit.
3: Yeah, it is. Fuck, I hate this holiday.
2: <laughs> yeah, wait, you're forced to love them. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let me you're, show you. Yeah. With a card or fucking I don't know. Come on. Oh, I wrote you a poem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, you can't. It's like, it's jewelry, right? You got to get jewelry. Jewelry
2: is right? probably the best way to go.
3: Yeah. That's the one that, that's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. And like
2: every year it's like a different fucking like type of necklace or mm-hmm. something. What color? Well, that's popular. There's a different style every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Like, like a few years ago, it was like that necklace that wrapped around, like two little things wrapped around each yeah. other. And that was to show your love. Yeah. I guess like, I guess that represents her e- fucking legs behind your ears. Or something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it represents, but it's fucking, it's fucking stupid yeah. right <laughs> right and then you got to get the latest one you yeah. can't get last year's fucking model no they, <laughs> they tell you every year what to get basically mm-hmm. this is what's in this yeah is this is what she's what's in love. this is what's in yeah and if you don't get this for her you don't love her right exactly she's seen the commercials yeah she's <laughs> yeah she's waiting <laughs> yeah. that's why you keep them
4: locked up in the cellar <laughs> Well, mine are already dead anyway. Oh, good. <laughs> so, good point. Good point. Yeah. Jay's
2: ahead of the game. Yeah, <laughs> they love it every time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If it's your first time listening to the show, Jay gets off on dead. Right. Yeah. Let's just
4: get that out of the
3: way
2: <laughs> for the new listener.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we should play Jay's, play Jay's bumper.
2: Oh, yeah, we should play Jay's bumper. I don't have it. I don't have it no. queued up. Oh. I don't think. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> that's alright. I do have yours though. Oh, nice. Thoughts. Let's do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day.
3: Jake. <laughs> Jake's so thoughtful.
2: Aww. I made that one just for you guys. Alright, guys. You, you know what? Let's talk. You know what? We're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna talk about some Deadpool. Yeah. We're gonna jump into it. So we're gonna talk about uh, Deadpool. It is time now for uh Pop Culture Leftovers movie review. Pop Culture Leftovers! All right, I, I think I played that prematurely. I, I think, um, that's, a, that's another argument that you get on Valentine's Day yeah. when you can't last. True. I had to buy all this fucking pharmaceutical uh, shit
3: just to have well, a good well, Valentine's
2: one Day. One of the one of the, like you know like seriously one of the worst things I hate about having sex is that having, to, having to ask them like like. Audibly, I have to vocally say, hey, have you come yet? Right. You- <laughs> <laughs> they don't show that in movies. No. 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 They no. don't. It's, like, it's part of the regular act of sex. It is. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like, people just, they climax at the same time every time in a <laughs> fucking movie. I'm more self-centered. I
4: was just asking, can I come yet?
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <tired>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Let's, uh... Yeah. Let's talk about Deadpool. Uh, this, this is a movie that we've been uh, that they actually have been wanting to make since back in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Here we are, sixteen years later. Uh, back in May of two thousand, Artisan Entertainment announced a deal with Marvel Entertainment to co-produce, finance, and distribute a film based on Deadpool. Uh, in February of two thousand and four, New Line Cinema attempted to produce a Deadpool film with writer David S. Goyer. Oh God! Working on the spinoff <laughs> and actor Ryan Reynolds. In the title role, do you think you know? On you think on Valentine's Day, Ryan Reynolds? Uh, do you think do you think any time in Ryan Reynolds' lifetime, in his lifespan, when he had to put on a condom, do you think he called it Reynolds rap? <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. As like a sure. joke, he was being snarky. I'm sure. I, I, I have to say yes, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I bet he did for sure. <laughs> 100%. Anyway, Ryan said – he he said himself became interested in the character after finding out that in Cable and Deadpool, Deadpool refers to his own scarred appearance as Ryan Reynolds crossed with a A. (laughs) Sharpay. That was a line in the movie. Yes. He said he he looks like he's crossed with a A. (laughs) Sharpay. Yeah. Uh, I can't get over the David S. Goyer. Isn't that crazy? I'm sure that would have been a laugh riot. Well, he was actually attached to it. The script, I think, recently, and then fell off.
5: Uh, hmm.
2: So, uh, six years ago, the screenplay was written, and then a couple years after that, they filmed the test footage uh, that uh, leaked during Comic Con. Mm -hmm. It wasn't leaked at Comic Con. Comic Con just happened to be going on, right? Mm -hmm. And then the the Deadpool footage leaked two years ago.
3: Okay,
4: yeah,
2: I feel like that was like
4: one of the. It was a leak, you know, quotation mark leak. Like I feel like that they
2: Ryan Reynolds got on Jimmy Fallon. And he said that only four people had access to the, um, the footage. And I think it was – maybe it was, it was him, and I think it was uh, the two screenwriters, and then maybe Tim Miller? I don't okay. know. Maybe not Tim Miller. I'm not sure because they hadn't announced a director yet. So whoever did the, that uh, sizzle reel, and one of them four leaked it. Mm-hmm. And so I th- it could have been Ryan Reynolds or anybody – who leaked it? But it was it Great was timing. it wasn't like it wasn't shown at Comic Con, I right. think. No, you're it, correct. Yeah, it just leaked during San Diego mm-hmm, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So uh and makes then, it even more suspect in my opinion. Yeah. Uh the internet exploded and uh people went crazy for it, and so here we are. Uh I'm tell- like this is an amazing journey journey for a film. And to think of like, you know, like uh what we got in Wolverine Origins, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that Deadpool to what We have now so sixteen years. Yeah. sixteen years they've been Crazy. wanting to do. How this. many
4: Deadpool ones have there been in the last sixteen years? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have
2: there been? I think there's only been four volumes of Deadpool, though. Right? Oh, really? But
4: then, like, <clears throat> God, a, a countless amount of miniseries. Mm. Like, I think I read at one point there were like nine Deadpool titles going on yeah. at once.
2: I think. I think they just started like the fifth flagship Deadpool title, though. Okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, I'll probably hear about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's uh direct uh Deadpool is directed by uh Tim Miller. Uh this is Tim Miller's featured directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Uh Tim Miller I found out is like uh like fifty something years old. Yeah, I saw a picture of him and I was like, damn, that guy's old. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Well I was listening to a uh one of Kevin Smith's podcasts and he was he, he like tweeted to Miller and he said talked about how, like, Tim Miller was, like, this young guy, and he, you know, he just assumed, and then Tim Miller, like, tweeted him back and said, dude, I'm older than you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag, how does Twitter work? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's produced by Simon Kinberg and Lauren Shuler Donner. Uh, writers and producers were uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. It stars Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool. Uh, this is Ryan Reynolds' fifth time in a comic book movie. He was previously Marvel's Hannibal and Blade. Trinity, uh, Wade Wilson in X-Men Origins, Hal Jordan in DC's Green Lantern, and Nick Walker in Dark Horse's R.I.P.D. Mm. So this is his fifth. Uh, time in a comic book movie. Uh, did you guys hear the story? I thought this was interesting. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds related. Did you hear the story about what he did for a fan of Deadpool recently? Uh, right. Let's see. Hold on. Let me turn my volume up. I don't know if I'm – am I good? Yeah. Am I good? Okay. Uh, there's This girl, she got her wisdom teeth out. Uh, the drugs were still kicking in uh, on the way home from getting her wisdom teeth taken out. So they knocked her out. She's up, and she's got, like, the fucking cotton in her mouth and shit. Oh, I didn't know. And uh, she thinks that she... For some reason, she's, like, grown crazy and, like, hallucinating, and she thinks that she missed the... The Deadpool movie wasn't even out, but she thinks that she missed the premiere. Okay. So, like, her mom is, like, recording her on, like, her... Smartphone. Okay. And she's like, I missed the Deadpool for me. (laughs) And she's crying. And her mom's like, No, you didn't, honey. It's okay. You didn't. Deadpool's not out yet. And blah, blah, blah. And so she's freaking out. And so, like, her mom, uh, uploads this online, I guess. Or somebody uploaded it online. And Ryan Reynolds, um, actually, uh, like, I think he took a picture of himself with, like, cotton in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then he contacted her and then flew her and her brother out to the New York premiere of Deadpool. Wow. That's awesome. And yeah. got, like, pictures taken with him and everything. So I think they even got to, like, walk the red carpet with him and shit. shit. So, That's fucking amazing. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Karan Sunny, uh, starred as Depender, the taxi cab driver.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Uh, Ed Skrine. Is it Skrine? Mm. Screen. Screen? Maybe. Oh, you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't fucking know. Jay fucking trying to pronounce anything. Screen. Ed Scrine. It's a e. It's e i. That's usually i. It's usually pronounced Scrine. So I'm guessing it's Scrine. I don't think it's Screen. <laughs> screen. Gosh, I, I should screen your fucking <laughs> answers. Yeah, most definitely. You'll never learn. Yeah. Ed, Ed Scrine stars as Ajax. Scrine t- sounds like a like a dirty part on the body, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yeah, my Scrine itches. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've got an itchy Scrine. Gosh, oh, man.
4: <laughs> you got to wash your scrying. I know, I know. <laughs> Easy to miss. Yeah, stinky old scrying. <laughs> yeah. Find, like, balled up wads of toilet paper in
2: the scrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: That's horrible.
2: Michael, oh, Jay, you've been there. Michael Benier was a warlord. Uh, Stefan Kapiskik. Is Colossus the voice of Colossus? Okay, uh, Colossus in the movie is seven foot six inches. In the film, uh, they had a different actor play him uh, physically. Uh, Andre Tresoto, uh and he's actually six foot eight. So they, I think, they had him in like huge, like almost <laughs> like heels or something. Okay, right.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Daniel Cudmore. Who portrayed Colossus in X-Men 2 and X-Men Days of Future Past. He turned down the reprising role in this film. He turned it down? He said, uh, he was, he, uh, he was replaced with this Andre Tricotto. Uh, Cudmore was unhappy with the idea of only doing motion capture work while another actor dubbed over his lines. Mm. So he didn't, he wanted to do all the lines. Thank God. I mean, I, Klausus has a Russian accent. Yes. And, he, yes, and they never did that properly. I didn't like that. I never liked that. Yeah, he was terrible, awful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blah, blah. Brianna Hildebrand was a Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I mm-hmm. uh, found out that she was named for the song, uh, named after a song by the uh, the band Monster Magnet. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Uh, Marina Baccarin, uh from Firefly, V. Gotham. I don't know, a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's Vanessa. TJ Miller starred as Weasel. Uh, Kyle Cassie as Gavin Merchant, the guy he kept calling Mr. Smith and shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Gina Carano as uh, Angel Dust. Um, Man, okay, do you think they made the right decision with Wonder Woman? Or do you think it should have been Gina now?
4: Mm, What do you think? She was like the big brute that was like Ajax. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she was the best actress.
2: Well, they didn't. Give, it's what they gave her too. I don't yeah. think. She, uh, I mean, can you say that Gal Gadot is that great of an actress yet either? That's true. That's true. We don't really know that. Mm-hmm. Hors, I, physical
3: prowess, though, I think so. Physically,
2: she yeah. looks like the. She looks like Diane Princess Diana. Scary.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't, I don't know. Leslie Uggums. Uggums. That sounds like <laughs> That name. sounds like a word like Al Bundy gives the tits. <laughs> Let me feel the Uggums. Well, he's got. A, he's got like an issue of Uggums that he hides from Peggy. Was
1: it Peggy Bundy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, yes, yes. It was
2: Peggy. Yep. You know, like, I don't know. It was a bud. It's got like an bud. issue of Uggums. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the, under his the bed. porny mag uh, jugs? Jugs. <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. her children. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like Uggums, though. Uggums. Yeah. Jugums. But Leslie Uggums was Blind Al. That was uh, elderly, the the blind woman. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. his roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jed Reese was uh, the recruiter. Uh, and uh, that's it. Yeah. No, who was Gavin Merchant then? That's a cast. I thought you said Gavin. Who was, uh, who was, uh Kyle Cassie was Gavin Merchant. Who, was, who the fuck was Gavin Merchant if uh, this Jed Reese was the recruiter? He was the Mr. Smith dude. Yeah. Who the fuck was, uh, Gavin? Fuck, I don't I know. I don't know. Hmm. Was he one of
4: the people in the in the opening that kind of went on and on that he was...
2: No, that. Was yeah, 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 yeah. He was the guy in the, the pizza guy. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, he was the the fucking uh, chandelier pants motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. I don't know why I put him in the fucking <laughs> credits there. <laughs> Cover your bases,
4: yeah, I
2: suppose. Uh, synopsis: uh, This is the origin story of former special forces operative turned mercenary Wade Wilson, who, after being subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers, adopts the alter ego. Deadpool, armed with his new abilities and a dark, twisted sense of humor, Deadpool hunts down the man who nearly destroyed his life. Deadpool has a runtime of 108 minutes and an estimated budget of $58 million. And I found this interesting. The film was shot in 48 days. Wow. Jeez. like a month and a half. I mean, usually films are three to six months. That's a fucking gorilla shoot. Damn. 48 days. I think the budget is kind of like indicative of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what we're going to do now? We're gonna we're gonna do the we're gonna go into the movie review here shortly. Um, but uh, the first thing I want us to do before we jump into that is rate Deadpool. So we're gonna get our thoughts on Deadpool. What we're gonna rate it out there first. Uh, let us start. Uh, you know what? And if this is your first time listening to the show, you might not be familiar with our rating system. So I'm gonna play that bitch right now.
4: Spoiler: It's confusing. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> not.
2: You gotta <laughs> be a fucking idiot. In that <laughs> True. The rating system
1: is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party.
2: All right, toss it, taste it, Tupperware. I'm going to start off with uh, leftover Jason. What do you think about uh, Deadpool? Um... I just want to say that Deadpool, uh, I
3: think I've even said it on the show, is not one of my favorite properties. Um, so going into this, I was already kind of like not excited necessarily about this. Um, but I fucking absolutely loved it. It's a Tupperware. Um, and the reason being is I had so much fucking fun at this. I, I, I let all those preconceived notions go. Um, you know, I was of course there for the first appearance of Deadpool. I have that copy. I loved him then and then I thought it kind of took this making fun of what I love turn, but I didn't get it. And, and that's on me. I didn't get it. And now I understand, like, seeing it in motion and seeing this character, you know, rather than reading it on the page, I fucking, understood what is so great about this and it is now like taking the place of many other comic book properties that i loved i want to read everything at this point of this character i want to read all the back issues and all the great stories about him because i fucking had a blast at this movie so total tupperware not even what i expected i expected to maybe taste this and be like yeah that was okay but I, I, I had a blast.
2: How did you guys see it? Just like, regular. I saw it in IMAX. Yeah. Me too. I, I didn't it.
3: see IMAX. I yeah.
4: Climaxed in IMAX.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really surprised. I, I just, I just, you know, I had a blast and I, I was willing to not like this movie going into it. So
4: very impressed with it. Well you were willing to not like
3: it.
2: I was willing to not
4: like it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a strong conviction.
2: I was ready and
3: willing uh, to toss uh, it. Yeah. Been, I was. I I've been was. there. I was. I, I, just, I just thought it was a joke, but I, I get the joke now.
4: In on the joke. Yeah. I, um, I also Tupperware it. I, I was super impressed with this. I've been an on-again, off-again fan of the comic <laughs> book myself. Um, some of the Deadpool runs are some of my favorite comics I've ever read. Um, just like Jay, I also have, I think it's New Mutants 87. Yep. It's the first appearance. Mm-hmm. I, I was there when that came out. You know, I was there when X-Force 1 came out. And yep. I was there for the first two miniseries and everything and read a few of the runs. You know, the Kelly run, the Christopher Priest run, the Daniel Way run. Um, and I think they very nearly nailed this character perfectly on the screen. I would say a 95% perfect translation of from comic to screen of the essence of this character there were a few things i think they kind of missed and got wrong Mm -hmm. and this isn't a perfect movie but i definitely had a shit
2: ton of fun it's an easy tupperware yeah i i'm I'm also i'm just going to jump out there and say i tupperware this movie too yeah um it it was it was so much fun like you said like they didn't get everything right Mm -hmm. but they got They got every. I think everything else they got right. I mean, his, his origin story was changed a little bit. Yeah, which is fine though. It works. They mm-hmm. they do that in these movies. That's not my biggest complaint of what what they kind of
4: changed. That okay. bothered me.
2: Oh, what, what, oh, you're gonna get into that later yeah. as we unpack it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I'm gonna temper with this. I think honestly, uh, this is another one of those comic book castings where they just nailed it. Mm-hmm. And I know it, it 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 wasn't that way in like the you know, the Wolverine origins movie, it was great until they, they, until they, until until they, yeah, the Merc with no mouth. Exactly. Until they fucking sewed his mouth shut. It was really good. And like, like, even in that movie, like, where he's doing, like, the—I thought it was cool when he's using, like, the katana swords and he's cutting bullets in half and shit like that. I think that's cool, too. But I'm glad they went away from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was still using the katana blades in this one, but he wasn't, like, cutting the bullet in half and killing two guys at one time. Right. He was doing that with the guns. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was cool. They kind of, like, they did want to take it away from that fucking movie and didn't want to, like, do a lot of the same things, the mistakes that they made in that movie. Even the cool shit from that movie, they didn't incorporate into this one. Right, yeah. But Ryan Reynolds is now Deadpool.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Just Absolutely. like I, th- I think I think there's there's certain actors that 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 just embody that character, you know, uh fucking Robert Downey Jr is Tony Stark. Uh I think uh um Patrick Stewart is Professor X mm-hmm. and then I think Wesley Snipes
4: he- is Blade. <laughs>
2: And I think Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, good on him too. I mean, he was basically a
4: laughing stock as a comic book character before mm-hmm. this movie between Deadpool iteration one and yeah. uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. He yeah. Was, yeah, He was basically a Ben Affleck Daredevil.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, which is like, a, yeah. Do you think Ben Affleck can uh, come out from under the Daredevil? Fucking oh, no, jeez. Mm. No, talk about it. later. <laughs> But anyway, uh, you know what? What we're going to do is we are going to – we're going to break down the movie and talk about the movie. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break before we do that. Mm. Deadpool. That's a movie we saw. Hey, it got... <laughs> I, I do want to... Uh, Frank did give it a Tupperware. Okay. So I did text Frank. Frank texted me back and said, yeah, it's a Tupperware. And then he's like, yeah, I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It still would have been a chopper party, (laughs) even without Frank. That's true. Yeah, he don't count. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to jump into Deadpool. There could be spoilers from Deadpool. This is not a spoiler-free movie, so if you haven't seen it, I don't know why the fuck you're listening. Yeah. But uh, here's our spoiler warning.
0: This is
1: a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning. Today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dick hole.
0: You have been
4: warned. Spoiler pussies. All right. I always want to spoil other movies when I hear that spoiler warning. Oh, uh, it, yeah. You like want to do like a Hyundai's type of thing? Yeah, Bruce Willis is dead at the, in the whole movie of The Sixth Sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rosebud
2: is the sled. Uh, 20 years later, here we are. Yeah. So I, uh, let's, let's talk about Deadpool. I, I don't know if we're going to break it down scene by scene. No, how we gonna? All, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think we need to do that. How are we gonna do this? God damn it! I'm drinking this. I'm drinking this fucking. Uh, I'm not used. To, I usually drink the rum, and now I'm drinking like this Mike's harder, the Deadpool edition. So fitting. Yeah, it's fucking me up. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. God damn it! It's it's not Mike's hard lemonade. It's Mike's harder. It's like eight percent alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> he stepped it up for Deadpool. Of, I'm getting fucked up. Thanks a lot, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, Damn. we would have broke it down scene by scene if not for Deadpool. Oh, no
2: shit. God, now I just want to end this fucking episode. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm fucked up. Here we go, Roz. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. All right, hey, uh, somebody jump in so time Somebody say some shit.
4: Yeah, I, I thought Deadpool was great. I was saying earlier that they 95% got the character right. I think one of the things that they didn't get right is they, they made him a little bit too likable and perfect. Like... I feel like in a Deadpool comic it wouldn't have had such a happy ending. Like Deadpool never gets the girl and gets happy at the end. Like yeah. Deadpool in the comics would have fucked that up somehow by the end. And that that kind of was like, ah, oh, wow, Deadpool did okay in this. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit against the character. Or somehow in the comic he would have fucked that all up, said the wrong thing, did the wrong thing, right. but not got with the girl at the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was one of the few misses with the character that they did.
2: Yeah, I was hoping that he'd get with Depender. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the the they seem to have a good thing yeah, going.
4: He's just so likable, and she's like, "Oh, I think you know, I think you're fine." And they were like the happy couple at the end of the
2: movie. Oh, We just jumped straight to the end of the <laughs> movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm you're glad welcome. I played the spoiler warning. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jake just just goes – Jake's like, you know what? Let's take the review right to the end of the
4: movie. Let's do that. It did though. It just kind of – that's like one of the few things that rubbed me the wrong way about the movie was how everything tied up so perfectly in a bow at the end. Yeah. And that seemed very anti Deadpool to have that kind of an ending.
3: Yeah. I, I thought it was funny, man, and I, I really did like the uh the romantic, you know, thread throughout. Oh, I liked it this. too. Oh God,
2: it's it's a, what's great about this movie is it's like not only is it like a comic book movie, yeah, but it's also a romance movie. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's like it accomplished what Fantastic Four couldn't do, what Josh Trank was trying to do, like that whole body horror shit. From yes, the Fly. True. This pulled it off. Oh, I, I agree. That, I agree. The body horror in this, they fucking pulled it off, yeah. man. It was awesome. I liked him being a creepy stalker. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, did you guys? Did you guys? Did anybody else think of like Dark Man? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I totally. Thought I was Dark just man. waiting for like a pink elephant to show <laughs> up. I want the pink elephant.
4: <laughs> That's my favorite scene of the movie. Vince's <laughs> fucking fingers. A
2: lot of things were true to the comic, like his, a lot. his like uh, him, like playing skee ball. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Deadpool loves skee ball, and so I, I thought that was so awesome. Yeah. that they incorporated that.
4: I'm a huge fan of the Joe Kelly run. It's one of my favorite runs in all comics, and yeah. I was surprised at how much of that translated over. I don't know if Kelly's getting any credit for any of this, but I mean, he created. The character of Weasel. He created the character of Blind Al. He
2: created the main villain of
4: this movie, Ajax. I mean, yeah. that's all from Kelly's run.
2: Yeah. Uh, they didn't use uh, Dr. Kilbrew, though. No, they did not use Which Dr. Is Kilbrew. is fine. I think that's fine that they just basically combine the character of Dr. Kilbrew with Ajax, really.
4: I, I agree. I agree. Um, this is, I mean, one thing that really blew me away, this isn't so much about Deadpool, but what is it, Megasonic?
2: Megasonic, Megasonic teenage, War- teenage, Warhead.
4: teenage Warhead. Her costume was amazing. Yeah. Like, to all the people that say they can't pull off the actual comic book X-Men costumes in yeah. movies, yeah. yeah, they pulled it off here. I thought, I was like, wow, her costume is so great. Yeah. She looks like an X-Men, more than any X-Men character in any X-Men movie. Absolutely. I thought she looked like a fucking X-Men. Yeah. And she's some character that was in... One issue of Morrison's um, new X-Men series that he
2: kills off in the same issue he introduces her. And she didn't even have the same powers in this movie that she does in the comics. Doesn't she have more like kind of like a telepathy mind power in the comics? It's been so long since I have read that. And it's one fucking – she's in one fucking
4: issue before she's dead. Yeah so I yeah her costume blew me away she was a fun character in the mm-hmm. movie
2: yeah I, I loved her I thought she was great I love like the I love fucking like Deadpool just shutting her down yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like oh so what's it gonna be soul in silence or snarky co- comment or whatever you know what I mean all the Sinead O'Connor references <laughs> were fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> uh, Ripley from Alien 3 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great
4: I loved all the pop culture references in general I thought they yeah. did a really good job with that that's classic Deadpool I loved the uh, spoiler alert before he referenced 127 hours. Yes. <laughs> it was a really
2: funny moment. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where like, where, like a lot of the stuff that, that uh, worked in the trailer, you thought like, oh, okay, that's all we're going to get. but mm-hmm. No, like, they saved so much more for the movie.
4: They did, they did. I was worried about that actually myself, that we were seeing all the funny gags in the uh, trailer. Right. But there was a ton of funny gags that yeah. were not in the trailer.
2: I was worried about the interaction between, I'm a big fan of T.J. Miller. Yeah, I think he's great. Um, but I was worried about like him and Ryan and Reynolds when they were in scenes together mm-hmm. that it that it would be too much mm-hmm. yeah and it wasn't it, no i it, agree it worked out really well yeah, he
4: was great as that weasel character. I saw him on, I think it was Conan O'Brien this week. Yeah. And apparently, like, all the insults was all, like, ad-lib. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. And they did, like, that forever. Like, he he just came up with one after another after another after another. And then yeah. they just picked what to use in the movie. Exactly. I, I'm hoping we get a lot of that on the Blu-ray.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, the, a lot of the outtakes, uh, they did interview him. I tried to play it on last week's show, but mm-hmm. it didn't upload some of the stuff that didn't make it into the film. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Fuck it. I'll never play it, but whatever. (laughs) Did you guys see Liefeld in the film? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In I the bar, see, yeah, he was in the bar. Deadpool says something to him. Well, he says, um, he, he comes in and remember that the the big burly guy that they, the Duck Dynasty looking, the bald dude, dude yeah. yeah, Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he calls him Buck. Yep. and then the next he says Buck, and then he says Liefeld. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I guess I didn't see. I've seen the movie twice. Oh wow! So I've seen it twice now. I saw it in IMAX, and then I went back and saw it again in standard. Okay, was it just as good the second time? It was fantastic. Yeah, but the problem the problem I had was like I saw it. open opening night at Mm -hmm. seven o'clock and Mm -hmm. saw it with a great crowd and like the energy in the crowd was just awesome. People clapped at certain parts. Mm -hmm. Everybody was laughing. And then I saw it like on a Saturday at like one o'clock with Mm -hmm. another crowd. And it was just like, crickets, totally different. You know, like there were some people that were into it and then some other people that weren't. (laughs) So I think this is a movie that like really feeds off. Like if you have like a crowd that like the people that are there at Mm -hmm. seven o'clock fucking IMAX, they are there because they're fans, and I really felt the energy of the crowd. But I, I still loved it the second time. Yeah, I really wanted to go on Deadpool Day. I had a buddy that was like, "Oh, don't go on Deadpool Day. I got to work all
4: night." And and if you wait till Friday, I'll go with you. And I'm like, "All right, you're a friend. I'll wait." Yeah. Next day comes, not answering my calls, not returning my text. Uh, I go see it by myself anyway on Friday. Yeah, I'm like, you motherfucker. I could have just gone on fucking Deadpool Day and saw it with the opening night crowd. Yeah. I missed that just for your ass to fucking not even answer the fucking phone. It was a
2: great experience. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could have been. I, I love opening night experiences for movies. And, like, the volume in the theater. Like, they crank it off mm-hmm. that first night. Oh, yeah, they do. I'm telling you, like, that that intro, um, that Watchmen intro where everything, like, slowed down. Yeah, like, I love that. I mean, the first thing, like, you see, like, you know... uh, that was a hot chick, yeah. a, a some douchebag, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the coffee- a British accent villain, yeah, 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 and then like the coffee cup said Rob L, yeah, it was Rob Liefeld, yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. I
4: like the Green Lantern reference, kind of in the in the intro. They yeah. crammed
2: a ton of shit, they a showed- ton of funny jokes
3: into that intro. They did, yeah.
4: they did. It was really clever too. Yeah, uh, there was like some ass hat. Written yeah. by some asshat or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah,
3: it's nice. Like that intro. Like you can gauge your crowd by that point. If people are laughing at the intro right. already, you know it's a good crowd. <laughs> I, I had a good crowd. It was like Saturday at like six o'clock or
2: whatever. Uh, and they, I think they took. I think they really took advantage of the soundtrack in this one. Oh, I, yeah. do I do too. I don't say. I don't. I'm not saying it's up there with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But in a way, it, it, it's it, it's great.
4: It's on par. It, it accomplished the same thing that Guardians of the Galaxy did. I think where it they perfectly picked mu- music selections for different moments and everything.
3: And He, yeah. he almost had his own soundtrack. Like yeah. like the 6 million dollar man, the g- 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 he had this kind of synthesizer thing going on whenever he was like doing his thing too, which yeah. was
4: cool. I loved the Juice Newton Angel in the Morning. Yeah. <laughs> from the beginning. I my favorite mo- Mr. Sandman. My favorite soundtrack moment was near the end where he was passed out with Vanessa and the Chicago song oh, was oh, in. Uh, yeah. You're the ins- you're the <laughs> yeah. inspiration. Yeah. That's so good. I was like as soon as it started I'm like oh what a perfect song choice and yeah. little animated characters are popping up and Yeah, everything. that was cool. That Dude. was a great moment <laughs> of the movie. There
2: is a uh, I mean uh the let's see here. Yeah, there's a there there's tracks on the uh Deadpool soundtrack. Uh there's one called Liam Neeson Nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I actually looked
4: at this on iTunes too. I was thinking about buying it, but it did not have the Chicago song on Uh it. Well,
2: I want to thank one of our listeners, Scott Shooty. He sent me the entire album. Oh, Oh, nice. I'm jealous. For free. So thank you. I'll send you the email, Chief. Sweet. So yeah, I want to thank him. Thank you, Scott. Riker XL hooking me up. Uh, but yeah, the soundtrack was absolutely amazing. And it's funny. Like I think like some of the songs, like they use DMX in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like it's, it's indicative of the budget that they
5: have in this movie.
2: Really is. I feel
4: like that's the kind of shit Deadpool would, would be killing people to though.
2: Yeah. Like it, it made sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I- Well, I, I, I like, like, X gonna give it to you. Yeah. Like, I felt like X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mutant. <laughs> yeah. Agent X. I loved, uh, the breaking of the fourth wall in this movie it was absolutely uh, phenomenal. The double breaking. But yeah, yeah that's, like, that's, like, that's like 16 walls.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that was a good joke. That was a great joke. Did you guys have any moments in the movie that you laughed really loud at that no one else laughed at? No. Yeah. no. I had that experience during the uh, Zamboni killing scene. Oh, that's great. Thank I man. was laughing so loud and like everyone yeah. around me was like cricket. <laughs> I was like, he's killing him with the Zamboni. <laughs> and I was laughing before they panned back to see how far away the guy was. Yeah. And then that just killed me all over again.
2: Uh, what did you guys think about the uh, – he, right before he picks up the Wham album, they show like the classic Deadpool figure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, from the Wolverine origins movie. <laughs> yeah, that little... was
4: super funny. That was yeah. great. I love the Wolverine reference when he when he says rhymes with Pulverine.
2: <laughs> yes,
4: <laughs> it's very funny. Talking about cleaning Pulverine's balls.
2: Yeah, and how shiny oh, they were. Fondling his balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was using the Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what? It was like uh, uh, Hugh Jackman came up a couple times in this movie, like when they th- when he was like packing his ammo bag, and yeah. then later on when she goes to mask him and he's wearing like the the Hugh Jackman <laughs> the, the Hugh Jackman face that's stapled yeah, into his head. That's super <laughs> hilarious. Uh, the references like that killed me. Um,
4: the when he referenced McAvoy and Stewart, yeah, that, yeah. that killed me. Oh, um, that was I was super... just gonna
2: say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was, was brilliant. That was a great. He gets confused by these timelines or something like that. He says, "Oh, I, I love it when he cuts off his arm and like." All all you see, is like the the middle finger. There.
4: <laughs> oh, that was one of the funniest gags in the whole movie. Was yeah.
2: the the arm
4: growing back, the and tiny fo- hand fondling Blind Owl's face with it. Oh, this is gonna feel so big
2: in my little hand.
4: <laughs> that joke killed. Yeah. That joke killed me. That that was another joke that I laughed really. I was in a dead crowd. Yeah, like I, I'm like, this is funny, people. I wanted to turn around. and be like, What's going yeah, on? Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, uh, what did you guys think about the the Stan Lee? Oh, great cameo. It was, it was funny. It was funny. In the – Jay, and I want you to notice – I want you to tell me if you notice this because I saw it in standard. Jake, you saw it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. I saw a totally full frontal vag. No, I did not. In I did the, not notice that. In the IMAX, there was totally full frontal vag. Bad shot in that strip scene. Yeah. But then when I watched it again in the 2D, I totally missed it. Yeah, I didn't see that. Did they take it out of the, was that like shot in IMAX?
3: (laughs) They needed all that space. I don't know, that's weird.
2: The badge only fit on the IMAX screen.
3: I don't know. Yeah, I think she was just topless, but I didn't see any badge.
4: Right. (laughs) I like the framing of the movie. I, um, I get bored a lot of times with like, oh, here we go with the origin story again. And I thought this movie kind of avoided that boredom with its very interesting framing job of the origin. How we started right in the action and we kind of cut back and forth to the action a little bit. Yeah.
3: That was something that I thought was funny, too, was, like, a lot of what we saw in the trailer, like, that was actually a huge scene. Like, yeah. the scene with him in the car on the bridge was actually a very long, drawn-out right. kind of scene. And I fucking thought that was funny. That yeah, it was, so, like, over half
2: the movie, basically, yeah. to get through that scene. I, well, I love, I love like, the, the fact that he's only got 12 bullets. So, yeah. 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 And each time they show him, they, they count down each bullet. That was
4: great. I like how he even says, count him down with me. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a great line. And I was. Like, he tells the audience to count him down. And then Absolutely. And then
2: he picks it up for us. And I'm like okay, yeah. yeah. I was right there with him though. This is a beautiful comic book movie, and I don't think that it would be doing gangbusters the way it has been if it was not rated R. If right. this was PG thirteen, this would basically be the equivalent of getting RoboCop in PG thirteen, or oh, I agree, or getting you know like an Expendables movie in PG thirteen, Total Recall in PG thirteen. Yeah. I think the fact that people are going and they're flocking to the theaters is the fact that they know what they they're hoping they know what they're going to get. Yeah, uh, with an R rated Deadpool um it's think, a new experience it really is it really i, I think i do you guys think that this is going to influence other studios oh, yes yeah, absolutely i mean numbers were huge it was what about marvel what about marvel studios Do you think that kevin feige is looking at this do you think, or do you think that every Marvel movie that's going to come out is going to be PG thirteen? No, I think I think we'll get an R rated Marvel movie. Do you really? I really do. I think I think they're saving it just for the Netflix stuff. I think that's as close as R rated as they're going to ever get. I think they like money, you know,
4: and it's like this movie's made so much goddamn money. I mean, this movie opened had a stronger weekend than Man of Steel, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I mean,
2: they like money. Mm-hmm. I I understand that, but like, what properties are they going to be able to dip into? The R eight blade. Yeah, I was trying to think. Of, I was actually trying to think of that too. Maybe Ghost, Ghost, Rider? Ghost Rider was my
4: next go to. Yeah, I feel like you could have. You could have done it with Doctor Strange, you not in, like, the you same way as you
2: Deadpool. Yeah, you could have. Uh you, Well, you could have made, like, characters look more horrific.
4: Yes, I mean, exactly.
2: But the thing is, it's like, and they could have done it maybe with Punisher, but now they've got him in the Marvel stuff. hmm So. Even the Marvel Netflix stuff, though. And the, you're the not Netflix hearing
4: F-bombs. Stuff,
2: yeah. That's true. Right. Like, you're not hearing Punisher, like, say, fuck this and fuck that. Can we all agree, though, that we're glad that X-Men rights did not revert to Marvel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Fox has been taking care of it since uh first class, I think. Yeah. Pretty much every
4: X-Men thing since first class I has agree. been fantastic. Yeah. So, and I love that this didn't shy away from being known that it took place in that same universe. Yes. Like, that was a good move, I think, on Deadpool's part. Yes. I'm excited of the possibilities of Deadpool being
2: incorporated into the X-Men universe. Me too. Like- yeah, but see that—that's what I'm worried about because the X-Men movies are PG-13. They only get one f-bomb. So I feel like if Deadpool does show up in like a regular, you know, Fox Studios uh, X-Men film, that it will be just for a cameo appearance, so he can drop said f-bomb and then kind of bounce out, kind of like do a quick. Like a quicksilver scene. Yeah. I think he'd
4: be funny in the whole movie. I think I have a, a solution for that that's very Deadpool. Okay, please enlighten me. I think you beep out his F-bombs. And he acknowledges that that that's happening.
2: Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <There> you,
4: <go. laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: why the are you doing this? Yeah. Like
4: bullshit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. If this is, I guess, PG-13. I can't, whoop, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that would be a perfect way to do it. Yeah, I think that'd be really funny too. I would great. love that.
3: Like, that's one of the things I really uh I took away from this, and not being a big fan of the comic book series, like I said. Like, I took away from it that. Breaking the fourth wall and, like, realizing that he's this character in a movie mm-hmm. made that humor even more funny for me. Like, I got it at that point.
2: I should let you – I should let you – I've got, like, the first arc of uh, Deadpool uh, where uh, Jerry Dugan and Brian Posehn are writing. Oh, I'd love hmm. to read that. I should let you check that first volume out. I'd love to read it now. Actually, you
4: guys have to read the fucking Joe Kelly stuff. I'm telling I've you. read
2: some of it, but I've not read all of it. Uh, that's that's
4: where it's at. Yeah. Like that's where the character gets defined. Yeah. Like feel created the look and the right. fact that he was like a smart mouth guy. But the whole breaking down the fourth wall, real you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff all came in the Kelly run. It's hysterical. It's
3: it's one of those weird movies where like um it, it it goes outside of the movie because you're following like what Ryan Reynolds has done to like bring this character to light. And, like, his, like, personality is, like, totally imprinted on this. Like, I don't think anyone else could have pulled it off as nicely. Like, he was born for this role. I agree. So it's kind of weird seeing, like, how that is incorporated into the movie as well. This outside external stuff that we all talk about is actually a part of the movie, too, which made it all that more fun
2: for me. Jake, which uh, did – was it Kelly that turned Vanessa into copycat?
4: Mm, no i don't think so okay do you you
2: think that they'll do that in these films
4: i don't know i don't know i don't it doesn't seem that way yeah it does not seem that way right so i feel like they could they would have set that up a little bit beforehand or whatever yeah so it is interesting yeah that's an interesting question though i wonder
2: i mean obviously Vanessa. it didn't didn't allude to it at all (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah because she has like in the comics she has like shape-shifting powers and stuff like that yeah they dropped all that yeah they dropped all
4: that yeah, this movie was very good. It was super funny. There's just tons of scenes that I really liked. Like like I said, I loved the framing. I loved the Spaceballs moment where we kind of, once we get back to where we started, we fast forward to where we haven't been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, it goes too far and he's masturbating with the unicorn. Yes, <laughs> yes. I thought that was a clever moment. Oh,
2: that's great! It I, was
3: very smartly written for like a raunchy, funny movie. Oh God, just
2: just from the beginning of the movie where he's in the fucking cab. Yes. Yeah, he's in order to get to like his mission. He's fucking taking a cab. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I love Deadpool whispering
4: in the loud whisper. The loud the loud whisper always cracks <laughs> yeah. me up anytime yeah. it's used. Like, hey, why are you whispering? We, everyone can hear what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, when he was doing that with Colossus, was
2: like, oh, you know, I can hear you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he just keeps doing it. Yeah. I thought Colossus
4: was great. Oh, yeah.
2: He was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. I I was worried about that. I love it when when he breaks the fourth wall again. He's like... You know, every time I come here to this huge mansion, <laughs> yeah. I only run into you two. It, it's almost like the studio could only afford two X-Men. Yeah. I loved it. It was just great. Yeah, it
4: was great. I love the first fight with Colossus when he's breaking all of his limbs on Colossus. Oh, God. <laughs> that was hilarious. I thought, I thought that was classic Deadpool. Like, I feel like he's just doing that to impress Warhead yeah. at one point. Like, he knows it, he can't, you know. Yeah. He's not thinking, oh, this second punch with my left hand is going gonna, is gonna to get him. Oh, this kick's going to get him. <laughs> right. He's he's being class clown there in front of warhead i yeah. think and that's classic deadpool oh
2: i loved it when he like did the double triple quadruple take yeah and, and you could hear <laughs> 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 he <kept laughs> looking. stupid shit like that just fucking cracks me up ryan reynolds was just made for this yeah yeah he was great even
3: I, in a mask like mm-hmm. you could see his personality come through and how much he liked the character oh, God. when
2: they started uh, in the final battle yeah we're fucking a uh, uh, negasonic teenage warhead. Fucking was like blasting people, and they start playing that Chicago. Yeah. The inspiration song, dude. I was so into it. Dude. Oh, me too. It me was, too. In my opinion, like that's the the use of that song in those scenes was better than the whole fucking like uh, Chris Pratt dance scene in oh, yeah. the Guardians. Yeah, in my opinion, I thought it was better. I Absolutely. Did. Maybe at the end. That, d- the beginning, the Guardians music n- kills me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about at the end for the climax of the film. Yeah. But uh I think it's on par with that too. Where, I think so too. Where he's grabbing the aliens yeah. and singing into him. That was fun. I like that. I like that too. I agree though. I think
4: this is this and Guardians of the Galaxy both just use music like yeah. like excellent. I yeah. think on any given day I would say one used it better or worse. Yeah. I mean it's pretty much tomato tomato, I thought. Right. Yeah, it was great.
2: Great use of villains. I liked Ajax. Ajax was fantastic. I like Angel Dust. I'm a little upset that they didn't use his last name. They should have incorporated his last name. What was his last name? Francis Fanny. Oh. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they should have. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was hoping like okay,
2: like he finds out his first name is Francis, mm-hmm. but like by the end of the ne- by the end of the movie, he's like, oh my god, your last name's Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would have been great. That would have been funny.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I liked I, I liked Blind Al a lot. I thought they did a great job with her. Yeah. Yeah. She was a fun foil. I liked the joke about hiding the cocaine.
2: Yes. Yes. Lots of blind <laughs> jokes. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the cure for blindness. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's that. What do you say? There's 160 kilos of cocaine in the house, yeah. <laughs> right next to the cure for blindness. I like. And Weasel's response: You want to get fucked up? Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like, Yeah, I would join you, but I don't want to.
4: In the comic, that relationship is a lot creepier. Um, Deadpool is basically keeping Blind Al hostage against her own will <laughs> the entire time. And she's like basically like, get me the fuck out of here the oh whole time. God. And that stuff's really funny. I
2: just love how like, you know, she's supposed to be more in tune with her senses and she's tripping over shit. <laughs> yeah. And she she can't build that fucking like whatever that fucking arm wall was. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Ikea. Yeah.
4: He just keeps fucking with her. Yeah, I wish, I wish Deadpool would have been a little creepier. That is another, like, a little bit of a character thing that I wish they could have, maybe in Deadpool yeah. 2. Yeah. Like, just make him a little,
2: a little less likable. Well, see, that's the thing. You, you've gotta, in a movie, though, it's hard to pull that off. I've only seen them able to, be, be able to pull off, like, characters that are, that keep you invested in the show or yeah. the movie that are unlikable. Like, like Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. Such a weird character, but still you're kind of drawn to him. Yeah. And then, uh, also in the movie Nightcrawler. Yeah, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's character is so fucking creepy, but that's your main character. That's the guy that you're following throughout. It's it's really hard. Yeah, he's your title hero character. Yes, yeah. It's 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 a it's a tough balance, man. I agree. I I
4: British TV shows really nail that a lot of times. Like (laughs) a lot of main characters. Like I think of like Rimmer from Red Dwarf. Like, he's totally unlikable. But I've, never se- I've never seen Red Bull. Uh, but he's like your favorite yeah. character if you watch the show. Really? But he's just okay. a giant fucking prick. <laughs> and, like, yeah. and, you, and you recognize that. There's when you nothing
3: watch it. unlikable about Deadpool's character for me. So, like, I understand, like, maybe the comic book, he is a little bit unlikable. Yeah. But there was nothing that But I not
4: heard. in a bad way. Yeah. Like, that's just part of the charm of the character, mm-hmm. is that at the end of the day, he's a prick. Yeah. And I didn't think Ryan Reynolds Deadpool was ever much of a prick.
3: Yeah, I can see that. Really? Yeah. I thought he was like very even likely. like
4: when he's like um, stalking the guy that's stalking the girl. Yeah, like comic book Deadpool would have fucking shot that guy in the head. Yeah, he wouldn't have. That guy wouldn't have got off without a with a warning. Yeah. I, I feel like he was a little bit like not pricky enough.
2: Well, did you guys notice on the uh, uh, on the the pizza guy? Did you guys notice what was on the pizza box? I did not. Uh-uh. Uh, the pizza box came from a pizza parlor called feige's famous oh i heard that there was a i heard nice. that there was a reference to him in the movie but <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't catch it
4: i thought maybe that was a lie no fucking awesome. it's totally not a lie that dude. is hilarious it <clears> was
2: awesome hilarious. you saw it on the side of the pizza box and then when he flipped it open you saw the the top of the box i would have yeah. loved a verbal
4: reference from deadpool
2: yeah that would have yeah. that would
4: have just killed me that would have been great but it might have been a little bit too inside baseball for the general audience yeah so you know bringing up kevin feige like, right. Kevin Feige wouldn't allow this or something like mm-hmm. that, and then he like dropped f bombs and shoots someone
2: in the head. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping that like more than like just the toy that he would have referenced the actual Wolverine Origins movie a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah. yeah, made
4: a joke about sewing his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> that would have been good.
3: But I, I did love uh, like the one of the one of the main things that I really loved because I love Colossus was the Colossus interaction. You have this. You know you have this very moralistic like more than I think I've ever seen Colossus trying to teach him how to be a good guy, and mm-hmm. I love that, like he doesn't really want to be a hero because he's having fun whatever he's doing, you know he's not bad, he's not good, and then you have Colossus there trying to like tell him, oh, you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't do that, and even Colossus's fight scenes were fucking hilarious too, yeah, fucking
2: yeah, bundled. that's one of the things that's like uh angel Dust was kicking his ass, oh for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was cool. Do you think, uh, do you think, I, at first I felt like maybe, like, honestly, at first I felt like he was holding back because it was like, oh, okay, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to hit a woman. Uh-huh. Or kill her or anything. But then later on, I mean, as she's kicking his ass, I think he's like going full on out trying to- He had to. And, yeah. I love it with the boob slip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've got, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved it when, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, when she, uh, when, when, uh, he was laying on that scrap metal and she used her nuclear blast to push him to the top of the- Oh, I love that part to the, and- the decommissioned helicarrier yeah. and she pushed him on top of that oh my god at the beginning uh, another scene that I loved was when the fucking guys on the motorcycle yeah and he turns him into fucking sign pizza <laughs> oh, yeah. and he fucking splats on the sign I thought that was fucking amazing that was fucking Dude, amazing. I, I literally during that whole opening fucking sequence with that fucking action scene I am smiling mm-hmm. oh yeah my fucking face hurt from smiling at how beautiful so well done so well done how they were just giving justice to this character in this movie. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely it phenomenal. It jumped
3: from the pages of the comic books. Like, they did such a well job of translating what a fight scene was. like. That's
2: what I'm worried about. Okay, this movie uh, is doing gangbusters. We'll, we'll talk about the numbers here later. But it's doing really good in the box office. Mm-hmm. They started off with a very, I don't know, just $58 million for a comic book movie is not a lot. Yeah. No.
3: No, not nowadays. It's
2: a big budget. But it's not huge. Are you guys worried with the success of this one that when the the sequel's already been they've greenlit it. Oh, yeah. It's being fast-tracked, and I I'll, I honestly think that we'll probably get the sequel in two years. Oh, I do, yeah. too.
4: I do, too. I have
2: thoughts about that, too. Do you think that with a bigger budget that it could hurt
4: the franchise? Yeah. That's what I, I'm worried about. I don't, I don't know. I, I actually think Deadpool 2 could be a lot better than Deadpool 1. I really think the sky's the limit for this franchise. I feel like now that we've got not that the origin story was boring but it was a little cumbersome
2: yeah but now I'm worried about studio execs realizing like what they have
4: yeah but I think they the studio execs also know what made like why this movie so popular I, I feel it's all over the press that this I, is a I, different kind of comic book I movie I hope
2: you're right that's what I'm worried about I am wor- I am worried about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 oh me too I've read like uh, you know I've read uh, comments from uh, James Gunn he's very vocal on Facebook and, yes like, people will ask him like oh you know i hope you come back and do guardians of the galaxy 3 it doesn't sound like he's gonna come back
4: no no it does not i feel like this is the swan song for him
2: i do too because like when when he replied to uh to a facebook uh post somebody said you know oh, yeah i hope we get you know, guardians of the galaxy volume 3 it'll be the first marvel like marvel trilogy where like the same director did it mm-hmm. he pushed it off on the russo brothers and said that they're going to be doing a tetralogy which is like four movies yes so that, he didn't say anything about himself. Like, Oh yeah, I can't wait. I think, I think with the success of that movie that the studio execs at Marvel studios have fucking probably made director his directorial work in guardians of the galaxy volume two, a living hell. Oh yeah. We, we saw it with Whedon. Yeah. And we saw it with Favreau. We saw it with Favreau. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm hoping that Fox studios kind of like just has fun with this. And says, guys, you know what we did on a $58 million budget? You know what? We'll have a bigger budget this time. But, you know, it's really not going to go to special effects. It's really not going to go to this that's going to go to that. It's going to go to our actors that took a fucking pay cut. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds took a fucking pay cut for this. I honestly think the only reason that Marina Bacharin was cast in this, which I thought was fantastic, Mm -hmm. the only reason I thought is because they couldn't afford anybody else. I
4: agree. I agree. Mm. I think we can have bigger, bolder action sequences with a bigger budget, too, though. And I think that'll be fun for Deadpool. Yeah. I, they did that so well. With just the little bit of budget they had, the action sequences were really big Maybe and Maybe fighting a monster at the beginning of the movie would be fun. Yeah. Bigger bigger spectacle of a uh, car chase sequence is a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I think that could be really fun stuff. Agreed. Like, you know, like take the matrix two route. Like that's one of the few things matrix two got right
2: with their bigger budget.
4: Yeah. Is the, the, the car chase sequence. stuff
2: the, the, uh, the Ducati, uh, motorcycle scene. Yeah. In the, in the second film was like my favorite part of the second. Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole road sequence. I think I I, I, I forgive that movie just because of the Ducati race. Oh scene. yeah. 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 Ooh, that's I, a the, lot of forgiving. It is a lot of forgiveness. <laughs> It is, but, like, when you listen to that in surround sound, it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. It is a lot. Of, I, I agree totally. Like, I, I I forgive that movie just because of that Ducati race scene, because of how amazing it is.
4: That scene is amazing. It's like they wrote the whole movie around that one amazing yeah. scene and didn't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, true. that's
2: so true, dude. <laughs> dude, this movie
4: was dope as fuck, man. It was dope as fuck. I love the uh, the sex montage between yes. Deadpool
3: and oh, Vanessa. God. Very long sex montage. <laughs>
2: it was super funny, going through all the hot holidays and everything yeah. I like it when they went when they, when he was like uh happy lent.
4: Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> they're,
5: just,
2: they're just they're just sitting in chairs yeah. reading. What holiday was it where he was taking it? Oh, that was uh women's empowerment. Oh, Day. yes, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh it was the Chinese New Year where he was giving it to her doggy style. She mm. was like, "Year of the dog." Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It was funny. That was yeah. super funny. I like the Voltron
2: ring. Oh, oh yeah. the Voltron ring was
4: great.
2: <laughs> no, I'm glad that they incorporated skee ball into that cuz that's like a big joke in the comic books Yeah. I did. I I would have wished that he would have made a B. Arthur joke in the.
4: Yeah, he had a B. Arthur T-shirt. Did he yeah Ryan Reynolds had a B Arthur t-shirt okay I didn't catch that yeah it was at the beginning of the movie okay. I believe yeah he was definitely wearing a B Arthur t-shirt Deadpool does oh know, yeah he makes golden girls crack all the time <laughs> yeah he had a B Arthur t-shirt yeah so that was nice <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah I hope that like the success and you know more of a budget doesn't take away from the inventedness that they use for this because I feel like that happens a lot. You get a bigger budget. It's more popular. So like you said, the studio wants to get their hands on it and say, let's, lep- let's replicate that on a bigger scale. Yeah. I don't want them to replicate the first movie on a bigger scale. I want them to be as inventive and as funny. And I don't know if, like, more money is going to take away from how much they think about those things
2: or not. Well, okay, the thing is with, the like, the sequel is that they are bringing back uh, Ryan Reynolds, of course. And they are they have said that they're going to bring back the screenwriters and producers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Mm-hmm. No word yet on Tim Miller, though.
4: Right. Yeah. Which Hopefully he will be back. I want him to come back. Me too. Yeah. He did a great job.
2: I don't want them to think like, oh, "Okay, thank you Tim for opening this up for us." Yeah. Now now we're going to we're we're going to get whoever the fuck. I Tim Miller, I think this I think this needs to be his franchise. Yeah. I do too. I think that'd be amazing.
3: It was just all over it. Like, you could see the love from the people involved in this. And he's yeah. been
4: very vocal about like how, how great of a time he had and how, you know, proud he is of the movie and everything. Yeah. I think the bigger budget thing could be fun with the um, the um fourth wall stuff, too. I think you can have, like, extremely big budget shit happen and then Deadpool, like, kind of nod at the audience and be like, hey, look at that bigger budget, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, massive explosion. And he's like, all yeah. right. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool. <laughs> True. <laughs> what True. did you
2: think about uh, – uh I loved it when – uh he said he's is like uh, you know what's my name? And he's like I'll spell it out for you. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> did you notice? Did you notice that the eye was, uh, of course, the, the dot for the eye was uh, a decapitated head. Yes, mm-hmm. but the the rest of the eye was a guy, and he was actually mooning you. <laughs> no, and his no. ass was sticking out. I thought that was hilarious. I didn't. I didn't, that. I didn't notice that until the second time I watched it. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude! The the rest of that eye is a fucking guy mooning the camera. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, that was Um, a super funny scene. Bob, the Hydra agent. Oh, that was a great moment, too. That was awesome. That's, like, totally from the comics. Of course, they they couldn't call him Hydra, because that's owned by Marvel Studios. Yes. But it was a callback to Bob, the Hydra agent.
4: And even Bob, the Hydra agent in the comics was always in different bad guy organizations yeah yeah like and it was kind of like he'd always run into him in different <laughs> right. bad guy organizations <laughs> right so it wasn't he wasn't just bob the hydra agent yeah
2: but that was just that was a nice little uh, fucking easter egg for the fans it was nice it was nice do you think the
4: movies would ever try to bring in like other the other goofy deadpool characters like Lady Deadpool and Kidpool <laughs> and Headpool.
2: I don't know if they'd go that far. That would be ridiculous. That would be awesome. But I
4: kind of loved Headpool. Yeah, with the helicopter on his head, so he yeah. fly
2: around. <laughs> <laughs> Dogpool. Oh, I've seen Dogpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I for the sequel, it's like that's I am. I'm kind of like on N.J.'s camp. Like I'm worried, like if they get a bigger budget, that it could hurt it. I think yeah. it's one way or the other. I'm not saying
4: that I think it'll for sure be better. Yeah. But I think it either has a chance of being extraordinarily better. Yeah. Or they fuck up. Like I see like Spider-Man Two and Deadpool Two. Where now that we're, we're past all the stuff we have to say, we can just have the most rollicking fucking good time you've ever fucking had in your
2: life. That's one of the things like, that's like, like my, maybe my only complaint was the, with the movie is like, I understand like how the origin was necessary. We mm-hmm. had to have it. But I feel like, like, I was, I had such a smile on my face at the beginning action sequence. I just didn't want that to end. Yeah. I agree. I loved it. Just high octane, ultra violence you know w-, w witty quips, I just loved it. I just wanted to keep the movie going like that, but I understood like I, it accomplished so much though it accomplished that it- it accomplished like an amazing romance story. I love like him and marina backer and their their chemistry on screen where they she was talking about like you know like um like oh you had a dishwasher yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> yeah. you had a house one upping each yeah other. i yeah. love that that was like their way of telling each other that they loved each other yeah and i love that i thought that was great the body horror was absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. um the torture scenes like you couldn't get away with these torture scenes in a pg-13 movie no no i agree and i felt like they really did that they, they did that well they yeah. showed you like what this guy went through um I loved how they gave him the name, even though it was different than the comic. Mm-hmm. Because in the comic, he like uh, he had to he once they gave him the the mutant serum or whatever, yeah. he had to fight in battles and like win the battles, and that was what was called the Deadpool. Yes, and in this one, it's like they had a Deadpool for the what was it, Sister Margaret's? Yeah, people who mm-hmm. were gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah for the, for <laughs> his the, friend. Yeah, Sister Margaret's also from Joe Kelly creation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I the I'm saying that the the sequel is. I I think what they should do is they should keep the budget maybe at around seventy five million because you're making a huge profit on these movies when you keep the budget low. I agree. I don't think it needs to be an over a hundred million budget by any means. Yeah. I just
4: really think we can have such a great time with the sequel. We had we had a great time with this. Yeah. But I feel like it's like. The fucking roller coaster of a life with the sequel. If mm-hmm. you do it right, right. Like, I really think the sequel can be gangbusters. Yeah. Like I, I, see the potential for Deadpool to to be the best comic book movie of all time. Uh,
2: the, uh, how, how do you rank this uh, as far as like the like the comic book movies that have come out since like two uh, thousand? Where would you rank this? That's one? a
4: good question. Uh, probably in the top five. Mm-hmm. Just right off the top of my head, yeah. Almost everything that I'm coming to. I mean, I like Guardians more than this still. But God, that's like the only thing I can think of. What about Avengers? I like this more than Avengers. Did you? Yeah, yeah.
3: Avengers is still above this for me. But this is like number two for me. This yeah. was the f- most fun I've had at a movie since Avengers, like a, a comic book property since Avengers. Yeah. So it's it's number two for me.
4: I like this more than
2: Winter Soldier. I would say, I would for me, I'm gonna say number one, Man of Steel. Mm. Number two, whew, man. Number two, probably go with, uh, Avengers. Number three, Dread. Ah, yeah, Dread's great. And then number four, I'd go with Deadpool, Hmm. and then number five, Guardians. And then, no, 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 I'd actually put, no, Captain America Civil War above Guardians. Civil Hmm. War? Uh, uh, Captain, excuse me, Winter, Winter Soldier. I've just got Civil War on the mind. Yeah, You're totally. kind of holding out on that screener copy, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, guys. I don't want to give anything. Oh, to wow, that. It's in your top five. It's, it's there. I've seen it. So.
4: I think Deadpool might be my number two.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah.
4: I really do. I really loved this movie. It's great. It was so much fun. I can't wait to own it on Blu-ray. And they see did justice
2: to the character and Ryan Reynolds and Tim Miller and uh, Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese. They this is a this was a passion project you could totally yeah. tell
4: oh, yeah i forgot about the x-men franchise though i think i like days of future past more than this really mm-hmm. yeah no I, mean, I like both the x-men this is i guess those are above this still yeah i love those movies mm. uh, on
3: replay value alone though for me yeah i'm gonna watch this way more than that
4: yeah i mean i've watched the theatrical cut of days of future past like a dozen times yeah yeah it's
2: it really was good. good it was good, good. it's really good
3: But yeah, I don't want to see them like change. I don't want Marvel to change what they're doing based on this necessarily. I don't want them to like sugarcoat. Deadpool by incorporating more. Oh man, I love know?
2: the fact that like, this has got to get Marvel's attention. I, I, I love that, but I want him to be separate still. I Mar- want- Marvel's been king of the fucking hill for a little too long, in my opinion. It's been
3: exhausted, and I yeah. feel
2: like I feel like a movie like this. They need to take look. They need to take a look at this. I'm glad that it's doing as well as it is, as it is, and Marvel's thinking like, oh my god, people want this. Mm, yeah, I mean, there, it- there, 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 there's an audience for this.
4: Yeah. I mean their comics know that. Yeah. But their their movies haven't figured that out yet. Right. True. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Deadpool has a shot of being the biggest opening weekend for a comic book movie. In again. February. Yeah, yeah. It was
3: huge. It's a shitty month to February. open a movie. Yeah. yeah.
4: I mean it opened bigger than like I said, it opened Guardians. bigger than Guardians, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Man of Steel. Yeah. I mean, those weren't February movies. Right. Yeah, it blew the February record out of the fucking water. Yeah. Like it demolished it. Like I think 50 Shades was the previous owner of that. 50 Shades.
2: Yeah, let's see here. Uh, this movie, weeks ago they were saying that it was gonna track 50 to 55 million on the opening week when, uh, opening weekend. Uh, Thursday night hits... When it opens, it does $12.7 million, the biggest ever for an R-rated film, and the biggest of all time for the month of February. The IMAX portion of that $12.7 million was $2.3 million, mm. uh, the sixth largest. Uh, Friday's total was $47.5 million. Uh, it is on track, guys. I estimated that it was going to make in between 60 to $65 million. Let's double that. This movie could do. They're saying it's, it could do 130 million dollars
4: over the weekend. I read an, an article like three hours ago that said it's at 135 million
2: right now. Uh, it's at 100. Yeah, 120. F- hmm. I don't know if it's 130 ma- million right now. Oh, I swear. I think I even saved that link. Too. It might be. Um, I know it did 125 million internationally. So uh, it's done a quarter of a billion dollars. Yes. Globally? That's fucking crazy. Yeah.
4: Let me find
2: this fucker. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> I know, I know. Can I take a piss while you're doing that? Go
4: for it. Go for it.
2: I'll pause. You looking up. I got it. I got it. You got it? Yeah. Deadpool...
4: Is is at 135 million as of this weekend, becoming the wow. first R-rated movie ever to break 100 million in its opening weekend. Nice. Already more than making back its 58 million production budget. Um, it could earn up to as much as 150 million for the weekend.
2: Oh, are they are they talking about the four day weekend? Yeah, with, of Monday? with the
4: Monday, it could
2: be yeah, 150. Of, what, President's Day. Yeah. So holy well, shit. Well, yeah, that's a perfect time for it to come out because everybody's going to be off on Monday. Yeah. Um, that way, people will be able to catch Deadpool, and I think, like with the fact that it's an eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, the fact that people are saying like this is a great <laughs> movie to watch, um, yeah. I think it could. Uh, thank God, thank God for this movie. It's, yeah, thank. I, I'm glad it's doing as well as it did because R-rated superhero movies. I think this needs to be something. I think there needs to be more. Uh, maybe this. Maybe this will. Maybe we'll get a Spawn movie, R-rated Spawn movie. Now oh, they've been talking That'd about be that great. forever. Well, do you guys remember like the short film that came out that we yeah. saw? Oh yeah, like that, that was, was cool. Fucking no, it's fucking amazing, yeah. is what it was. Yeah, it was cool. And that's, I mean, you know, maybe we'll get the R-rated Spawn movie now. Hopefully, yeah. You You
3: should at this point. I mean, Jesus, this was crazy timing, though, on their part. Just have you have oversaturation. A lot of people felt the oversaturation of your typical, you know, superhero film. Yeah. And now, like, it's like you don't have to do it that way. You can do it this way, and people are still going to go fucking see it. So it, it was crazy timing on their part.
2: Um, when the, when, when Deadpool, when there were the early, early, uh, screenings for it, there was only one post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Rob Liefeld said, uh, when the official release comes out on Thursday, uh, crowds that go see the movie, stick around, don't leave, because you're gonna get two credit scenes. So even the people that saw the early screenings didn't get to see the second okay. scene. What was the first scene? The first scene was the Ferris Bueller scene, the second scene was when, like, they cut, they came back, mm-hmm. and then he talked about the sequel, and he talked about Mel Gibson or Kira Knightley or Dolph Lundgren yes. playing Cable. So, guys, it looks like we're going to be getting. It looks like we're going to be getting like maybe an X Force film.
3: Yeah, so, I hope so.
2: Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys? Okay, that's my question for you. Yeah, he mentioned Mel Gibson, Dolph Lundgren, Kira Knightley playing Cable. Who would you like to see playing uh, uh, Cable?
3: well my my fucking dream has always been Clint Eastwood. I don't think he's going to do a cable He's too old. I know he's too old, but God damn it, he looks the part he he all like his voice was always cable to me was always clint Eastwood mm. um <laughs> I guess like I, I I like the fucking Baron from Into the Badlands. I think he'd be a cool Cable. Even the fucking cowboy from Turbo You're Kid. <laughs> Baron
2: from the Badlands. I, I was actually thinking the other guy from the Badlands, Stephen Lang. Okay, yeah. yeah and apparently yeah. he's petitioning for it, like <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. Well, Stephen Lang looks the part. I mean, look <laughs> at him, look at him in Avatar. He looks like Cable.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jake, who do you have? I, you know what? Uh, I would put Bruce Campbell in this role. That's not a bad choice. To fit the tone, I think that could be a lot of fun. I honestly think he kind of does look the part. Mm. You gray his hair out and everything. I mean, Cable's not a young guy. Can Mm. I pick my guy? Let's hear it. Ron Perlman. Oh, Uh, fuck yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good.
3: Yeah, for sure.
4: That's my Cable. Needs to be a bit taller, but they can fix that. Yeah, they can do that. He'd be a
3: badass Cable. Would he be funny, though, or would he be, like, the serious Cable? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how are they He's going? He's the
4: straight man, I think,
2: to Dead Fool's wackiness. Okay, okay. Yeah.
3: That makes sense.
2: He's the straight man.
3: Uber serious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that would make sense.
2: Yeah. Do, I mean, do you think that they would ever uh, have Hugh Jackman play that role? Man. Yeah. Play Cable?
3: He could do it, too. He could definitely do it.
4: Uh, you mean Ron Perlman?
2: No, Hugh Jackman.
3: That would be interesting. Hugh
2: Jackman as Cable? Yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy.
3: He was Cable, or Wolverine was Cable
2: in right in the uh, Ultimate Ultimate. Universe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? They've yeah. taken a lot from the Ultimate Universe. I'm just saying, like, could like once 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 he retires, Wolverine? Do you mm. think that that as kind of like in the as a joke they could have him in there as Cable?
3: That'd be a fun just give him joke. silver
2: hair. I don't think I like that. I like that. I'm just I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just throwing it out there as a suggestion.
3: That'd be cool. I'd like to fucking see that. Yeah, I, I'm anti that.
2: Really I like it. It I, makes sense with, with the humor with all the with all the with all the Hugh Jackman jokes yeah. throughout the movie. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense, but right. I, I just don't like it.
3: Right, because right. you can't bring Wolverine into that and make him like a jokey kind of guy. No, 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 know?
2: no. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's done with Wolverine. Right, but you could.
3: You could make it like funny in the fact that he's not. Yeah, yeah. that would that would be cool. <laughs> he could look the part. I'm
2: not saying I'm for it or against it personally. If I could choose anybody, I would say I'd go with Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. That would be my guy.
3: Yeah, Ron but Perlman's good. He could pull it off.
2: Yeah, for sure. So.
3: Lots of rumors about John Hamm too, which would John. be
4: would I, be kind
3: of weird. I think I like that. It'd be kind of odd. odd. I don't see him as cable necessarily though. You know,
2: he'd be a great straight man though to a wackiness. He he is a good straight man. There are so many John Ham Green Lantern rumors. That's true. That's true too. Oh. Don Draper is Cable. I kind of like it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but I'm so. not the biggest John Ham guy either. So yeah. I never watched Mad Men. So
3: yeah, no, I like Hugh Jackman though. That'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. You haven't you know. seen any Mad Men? Never seen an episode <laughs> of Mad Men. No, I just know they smoke a lot and oh, they do smoke a lot. They're sexist and true, misogynistic. So yeah, we could relate. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we live, y'all. Happy, happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna. That's our Deadpool review. Do you guys want to wrap it up at anything else with Deadpool? Is there any last, any last Deadpool thoughts? Fuck, 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 fucky, fucky, fuck, fuck, fucking, fucking shit and fuck. Chimmy, fuck. chimmy, fucking chongas.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: totally chimmy chongas, dude. <laughs> Stan Lee is a fucking DJ. Yes. That was fucking great. That was great. That was fucking great. I liked it. Yeah. It was
3: his best to me, like in my opinion. That was I've always imagined
4: Stanley is kind of pervy. Anyway, he is
3: a
2: fucking perv. You oh, know I'm it. sure he. is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he likes comedy. I just wish he would have fucking said excelsior yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or splendid. W- <laughs> splendid. No, that's, that's that's a PC. That I'll vagina call. is splendid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break. We're actually gonna come back. We're gonna do a little bit of good pop, bad pop, and then read your bullshit emails. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was a great laugh. You <laughs> like exasperated yourself <laughs> with that laugh. It hurt a little bit.
2: <laughs> 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 hurt so good. Yeah. Come on, baby, make it hurt
0: so good. Sometimes, Sometimes love, don't love don't feel like it should. Make it <laughs> hurt so good.
4: to go uh, you're ready to leave <laughs> no, no, no i didn't mean that maybe me
2: subconsciously uh, uh, i'm, re- I'm kind of ready to leave <laughs> all right cheers uh, over yeah all right hey guys just like all good leftovers <laughs> say on their doggy band. we were retiring that crap god i don't know i need to find another one right <laughs> new contest <laughs> all right hey you know what if uh if this is your first time listening we do have a uh, segment uh, called good pop bad pop we usually start with good pop bad pop yeah we do we this do. week we're going to end with it uh that in emails but we have a section called good pop bad pop uh and uh yeah, yeah we got a bumper from that fucking stupid ass shit <laughs> there we go it's time for more leftover reviews with good pop Pop Yeah, Deadpool got a Tupperware party. It did, yes. it did. I'm happy. Yeah I'm me happy too. too. Were you afraid I was gonna not Tupperware? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it, I thought Deadpool was gonna get a
4: mm, I'm gonna give it a high taste of- A high taste. I didn't even consider <laughs> it.
0: I'm gonna give it a high
4: taste of- <laughs> I didn't I didn't even consider it. Good. Wasn't even wasn't even under consideration. <laughs> One of the easiest movies to rank that we've done the entire time on the show. Yeah, it was it was it was phenomenal. Yes, big, yeah. big fan of the old Deadpool. Oh, I'd
2: yeah. have been a giant fucking jerk. Yeah, he would. <laughs> if I, if I tasted that movie. Yeah. I'm glad I got a Tupperware party. It did, definitely deserved it. Yes, it did deserve yes. it. Yeah, it did. All right, let's uh, let's let's jump into uh, good pop, bad pop. Like uh, we're, we're gonna jump into it just like Wade Wilson jumped into Vanessa. Oh, <laughs> like, <shit. laughs> I'll bend I'll bend over. What? We we didn't talk about how how good Marina Bakhrin was in this movie. She was good. She was fantastic, wasn't she? Yeah, she was fantastic. Looked good too. God, when she made that empire joke, empire joke, I wanted to fuck her. (laughs) I I mean, seriously, like that's like my dream woman. Yeah, like just just a script, Brian. Yeah, I know. I know it's just a script. She's
4: never really seen it. But if,
2: but if she could jump off the page, yeah, <laughs> yes. oh
4: my gosh,
2: into your heart,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, into your something. All
2: right, last week we talked about last week. What did you just say?
3: I said, I said <laughs> <laughs> what's that joke you just made?
4: I said into your something. Whoa! <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, hey wow. now. Hey.
4: You're a wacky <laughs> fuck, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, a <little>
2: bit. Um, <laughs> yeah uh, Did you guys watch uh, People versus O.J. Simpson last week? I did not. No. Not I did not watch time. the Bronco episode oh, yet. Oh, I have. I have. I Was have. it good? I loved it thought it was great. Yeah. The funniest part of it though is like they, they brought up like how like, uh, you know, like everybody's watching like the Bronco chase on TV. Mm-hmm. One of the parts that, that they brought up in this thing that I thought was, it was just hilarious that they threw it in there is how Pizza Hut ran out of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wanted, nobody wanted, okay, basically, they basically, they're, they're throwing it out there how like, first off, they showed like, like the, it, it, it actually interrupted the NBA finals with Michael Jordan. Oh, I, I remember, yeah. So like it interrupted the NBA finals, but they also had to throw it in there that people were obsessed with watching this, that nobody wanted to leave their house to get food. Oh wow, it's crazy. So they Pizza Hut ran out of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> they, that was a scene in the fucking in the show. That's hilarious. They what showed, a great sponsorship. Yeah, they showed they showed some fucking uh, the minimum wage Pizza Hut employee saying. Cheese. <laughs> Acne <on his> face <laughs> and shit. I love how it's
4: like they don't even consider calling dominoes that fucking crap. <laughs> Garbagey pizza. <laughs> yeah, SNL was live and, and they're like recording live and that yeah. shit wasn't even on. They were wow. showing fucking the Bronco Chase. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy time. How was it fucking I was it when the Bronco Chase went on, mm. I was not I was at fucking church camp. Mm.
3: No, so yeah. I had
2: to hear about that shit. I didn't even get to watch it. I watched that shit live. I, I remember. Pissed off. <laughs> I was out. pissed
4: off because it was interrupting shit I wanted to watch.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I was young. And Jake's like, ah, fuck, fuck this part of history. <laughs> I mean, how old was I when that happened? <laughs> uh, it came out in 94. You would have been, uh, what were we? 94. Mm,
4: 78. Like 16? 16, 14,
2: right? No, 16. Okay, I'm doing math
4: wrong. Yeah, you are. Not a first time. Yeah, 16. Yeah, okay. 16. Yeah, I was annoyed. You're annoyed. I
5: was. not yeah. so That's all I yeah, was s- fucking watching.
2: Speaking of dominoes, they had annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: they Avo- did.
2: You, avoid the noid. <laughs> avoid the noid. Love the annoyed. I did. I was a big fan of the old noid. Yeah. Me too. I had, a, I had a figure and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's all I was watching. I don't remember watching anything else. Remember
2: the uh, remember the Nintendo video game? Oh, I do. It had a fucking the Noid had its own fucking game. Oh yeah, that's you right. know what else had its own fucking game? Those little remember the remember the fucking Seven Up the spot the spot, game. The spot from fucking Seven oh, Up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it, it played out. a lot like Othello. Yeah. 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 You who, know what, who
3: the fuck played Othello? I, oh, had, I love Othello. I had the I had the board game. Did you? Yeah. I never fucking played that. Yeah, I love Othello. I think
2: it's still in the plastic. <laughs> it's a
4: great game. <laughs> yeah, great game. How did the uh, How did the Bronco episode end? Uh, uh, Go out right to the end for me.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. He gets out of the Bronco. <laughs> that's
2: that's where <what> they ended. <laughs> the whole episode's Bronco. There's a lot of Bronco. There's really not a lot of him in the Bronco. It's like how people are reacting to him in the Bronco. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are scenes of him in the Bronco, but it's more it's more of like you know how the world is reacting and, and mm-hmm. like how people that are close to the whole situation are reacting. More hammy Travolta. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Hmm. I love it. Oh, Jay. Doctor Evil. Fucking Doctor Evil. <laughs> One million dollars. Hey, um, Jay, I want to thank you mm. because last week you reviewed a show on Sci-Fi called The Magicians. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I fucking watched all four episodes. Oh, what did you think? I fucking love this show. Cool, cool, yeah. I'm going a Tupperware fucking magician, awesome. The Magicians. Yeah. I, thank you so much. Such a great show. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, after the third episode, uh, one of the reasons that I started watching it is because it got greenlit for a second season oh, already cool. after three episodes. So that's one of those things with sci-fi fucking shows is like... Scary. <laughs> yeah, it is very scary. <laughs> Anytime you watch a sci-fi show, it's already on the fucking chopping block. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I'm lucky that I fucking got three seasons of one of my favorite shows. Defiance from those motherfuckers mm. over at Sci-Fi, um, but now the Magicians—it's been greenlit for a second season, so I'm on it, and I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. I think it's really good. Um, it is if, good, huh? If you like Harry Potter and you want something maybe a little bit darker, um, definitely watch this. Yeah, I—I I, I had a lot of fun watching this uh, fucking the first. Four episodes.
3: Yeah, it's the characters. I mean, it's it's good writing. It's good characters, and it's good mythology. There's a lot yeah. of cool stuff,
2: dude. That first episode where they introduce the dude and he's got like the fucking like uh, the locust and the shit. beast, dude. That freaked me the fuck out. Where nobody, Jake. There's a scene where fucking like no, in this classroom, it's like a magician classroom, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden this fucking dark, creepy fucking character walks out of a mirror, and everybody cannot move. They are fucking like frozen and. This character comes out and like his whole form is like these flying like locusts. Like like swarm. swarm. It's fucking (laughs) creepy as fuck, and he rips dude's eyeballs out and puts them on the fucking desk and shit, and I'm just like, Holy fuck, dude, this is fucking crazy. Is he the main bad guy? Uh, I think so. So far it's the main bad guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nobody really knows a whole lot about him and shit. But like, they fucking called him out, and it's not Charlie, her brother, right? It's, right. No, yeah, they yeah.
3: were trying to summon her dead brother, Charlie. They yeah. don't know how he died, and they're mm-hmm. trying to summon him. Instead, they summon this the beast, and, is what dude, they call
2: him. And I'll be honest with you, like, not a lot of shit freaks me out. You know what I mean? Like, there's some shit that freaks me out. Like, I won't watch fucking Human Centipede. Yeah, oh, me neither. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same boat. That shit will freak me out if I watched it. I won't, there's certain shit like. Like fucking, like, uh, Eli Roth movies freak me out. Yeah, we're the same here. But, like, this was not, like, fucking, like, torture porn shit. This was just fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude? I know it was
3: even like his hand gestures were just creepy as fuck. Yeah, he was doing this magic with his hand gestures, yeah. and he just fucking destroys people in this classroom. Yeah, so. and it's like you don't expect that because the show is isn't necessarily something that you take seriously up right. until that point, right? And then it's like, oh fuck,
2: yeah. Like the first, honestly, like the first twenty minutes of the show were pretty rough. I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, once I got past that point and they started moving the story along. And uh, I really, really got invested in it. And I really enjoy this show. Now, I hate the fucking, uh, the Indian guy that fucking picks on him. Yeah, yeah. He's that kind guy, of a bully. Dude, I fucking, it's like, I want him to just use his magic to kick that guy's ass. Because I fucking can't stand that character sometimes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's a real jerk. He's a total. And they haven't really tort- revealed like who's like, is he out for his best interest or not or right. anything. So it's like, yeah, why don't you just fucking take him out?
2: It's 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 good. If if you like Harry Potter, I mean I'm not saying like this is this is like um as imaginative as Harry Potter. Yeah. But um it takes a lot from it and it takes it to a different darker level. Yeah. This is sure. like, you know, where Harry Potter started off in like, you know, in like, you know, year one. Yeah. This already takes it to, like, you know, year one for this is already year seven of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah it's like, jumps right to book six, basically. Exactly, exactly. That's and, interesting. And I
4: love, like, the
3: outcast mentality of the mm-hmm. of the main character. Like, he he believes that without this school at this point that he yeah. might as well kill himself. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love that. I can, you know, I think people can relate to that shit. It's just like, yeah, I found something really great, and I don't want to lose it, mm-hmm. regardless of, like, you know, how scary or Well, and then you've
2: got, like, the different group with uh, the girl that uh, they tried to wipe her memory. The Hedge Witches. Yeah, the very, very cool storyline going on with the yeah. Hedge Witches. And we don't
3: really know what they're about yet either, yeah, but it's
2: if, a different faction. And if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, that means that you should probably get on sci com or go On Demand and watch The Magicians on Sci-Fi. It's worth checking. It was all on On Demand? I'm hoping it's on On Demand. Yeah. I yeah. think it is. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, speaking of Harry Potter... They're coming out with another book, aren't they? Kind of, sort of. Talk to me about this because I, I saw like you posted something on Facebook about it.
4: Yeah, it's uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, I believe it's called. Mm. And it's, um, it's actually a play that J.K. Rowling uh, co-wrote with a couple other writers. And okay. Scholastic got the rights to publish the screenplay of the play. So it's not it's not a new novel. It is a new story that was mm. co co-written by J. K. Rowling, right. but what we're getting is the actual screenplay in a book mm-hmm. So I'm still excited, yeah, for further adventures, and it's kind of a jump in ahead. I believe it's like fifteen, 20 years after the first ending of Book Seven. yeah so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on there. I'm not as excited anymore. It's not as exciting as like a whole new novel. That's what I want, yeah, but and I'd rather see the play. Yeah, but since I have no ability to see the play,
2: you got to go to like London, right?
4: Yeah, yeah. Then I guess this is as good as we're gonna get.
3: Yeah, right. yeah. That's kind of unfortunate.
4: I'm sad now.
3: Yeah. I will. <laughs> I
4: will still read it. I'll read it. When but... I posted it, I was I was under the um, assumption that this was a novelization of the play, and I was excited for that. Yeah. But upon further review, it is l- literally going to be the screenplay. the book. You,
2: I th- I'm pissed off at you because you. <laughs> you posted it prematurely because I, yeah. I I was excited because I was like holy shit a fucking an eighth fucking book yeah and now I'm- and they're advertising it as that yeah
4: like it's not just me you should be pissed off at you it's should be like- pissed off at scholastic too it's like you just slapped the dick out of my mouth <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I will slide the dick back in.
2: I, no, you can't. The only person that can slide that cock back in my mouth is fucking J.K. Rowling.
4: I know, I know.
2: You just, you basically, you're shitting, my, you're shitting in my mouth and calling it a chocolate sundae. <laughs> I feel this, I feel your pain, man. It's bullshit, dude. I, I was, I'm not as excited either. I know.
4: So yeah, I low taste it. <laughs> <laughs> jake got that little bit of a nudge nudge wink wink there
2: yeah. <laughs> i did i uh you know me i'm not the x-files guy mm-hmm. yes we've been talking about x-files you guys have been talking about x-files until your fucking dicks fall off <laughs> last couple literally of yeah <laughs> i still have a little bit of my wang left if you want to talk about it some more a little bit little bit so, you know what? I've been watching X-Files. I started watching this X-Files fucking, this yeah. new X-Files shit. I watched, uh, there's four episodes that have come out. Mm-hmm. I watched all four of these bad boys.
4: Nice. What'd you think?
2: All right. Let me talk about this, okay? Yeah. Uh, I absolutely I uh, I uh absolutely loved the first episode cool nice I thought it was great I love the Roswell shit I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big I'm a big I, back in the day I was obsessed with like the whole Roswell shit man yeah like back in the day I was totally obsessed what the with,
3: fuck's up with that what's shit what's up with
2: Roswell yeah yeah like uh, what's up with that shit that's what I would always say <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like I'm like you Jay yeah I'm like that's what I would always say is like what's up with that yeah. shit
4: what's yeah. up with that shit you know what I mean I'm not surprised by that I think the first episode is more accessible to a you yeah T- to someone jumping a in Brian well just to, to, to the person <laughs> jumping in that's yeah. like it's like their first exposure to the series yeah I think it's not as um, off-putting yeah. to you as it is to the people that have plugged through all nine seasons yeah no
2: they, i i'm gonna i'm gonna totally agree with you here um i felt like it was like new viewer friendly yeah mm. super new viewer friendly modern times second episode uh, i'm gonna give the first episode of tupperware i'm nice. gonna give the second episode a uh, taste it mm-hmm. uh your dean morgan episode darren darren morgan yeah Dude, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I think you have to be an X-Files fan to appreciate that. I think it's, I think his style is, for me, mm-hmm. it's dated. I, 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 I could not get into that episode. It was, I felt like I was watching, like, it was like uh, an episode of like Monty Python mm-hmm. mixed in with like a, uh, like a Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt weird. And I, I tossed that episode. And that's not. That's. It's probably most people's favorite episode this season. I toss it because I don't get The X Files. That doesn't. it. Those Darren Morgan episodes mm-hmm. aren't nostalgic to me. I don't get those Darren Morgan episodes. I can see that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, like, I felt like while I was watching this, I felt like this is something like if you had followed the X files, you're going to love this. Like this is, this is X files. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was actually missing out. I felt like me not being like an X files guy. I felt like I was not in on that episode. Yeah. I can feel that. That's why I, that's why I tossed it because I couldn't get into the humor. I felt like the humor was out of place for me Mm -hmm. just for me. But I felt like if you've been watching the X files for like nine plus seasons, yes, this this episode is like everything you wanted. It's like the humor payoff for nine nine plus seasons. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But for me, I toss it because I just felt it was just so bizarre and weird. And I got what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a very cool approach. Kind of, it was. It wasn't like your traditional wear monster.
4: Yeah, it was like an inverted wear monster. It was an
2: inverted wear monster, and I got that but I didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like had I been watching the X files from like 20 years ago up until now that I would have been one of the people that watched that episode and had like a different appreciation for it. I don't toss that episode, um, based on uh, this, like it's content. Yeah, I understand. It's that. so weird for me because I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like, the people that watched that episode and loved it are wrong. I am not saying that. I am saying that I think I am – as a viewer, as a new viewer, I am at a disadvantage watching that episode. I can see that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, and for the people that watched that episode and loved it and tupperware it, I totally understand why they did because they have so much – um invested in the series I feel like new new um new x I think like what I expect out of the X files is something different yeah. because I've only seen a handful of episodes. So that's why I love that first episode. Mm -hmm. But this one, I felt like this was kind of like uh that was kind of like an, like an inside joke or like, like like you're part of the X files club. You get it. You've been here. This is for you. This is like a a love letter to X files fans from, from Darren Morgan.
4: And it was excited, exciting to see that they were still going to do that kind of stuff, especially after how much of the, mythology they buried in episode one.
2: Right. Like it was like, all right, we're still going to do this X-Files stuff. Yeah. For me, it's just like, I was never kind of in on the joke. I I never kind of, I never kind of got it. I felt like I said, it was, it felt like very, like very much like a Scooby-Doo episode with a little bit of Monty Python humor. And I just felt like, Brian, had you have maybe watched like other episodes of the X-Files from the 90s and the early 2000s that maybe that you would have viewed this a little bit differently. Yeah. And so I'm not blaming like Darren Morgan at oh, all. Yeah. I, I'm actually I'm actually I'm blaming myself for tossing this episode. If does that make sense? Yeah, It does, at does all? make sense. It does make sense. I'm not trying to shit on this and and, and for people that loved it. I understand why they love it because, like, they have the history with, like, those kind of stories. I just felt like, for me, not watching it before, I expected something different from the series. Yeah. And what I expected was what I got in episode one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when they gave me what I got in episode three, I was like, this is not what I expect from X-Files. But people that have been with the series that whole time, like – yeah, you get episodes like that.
4: Even during the original run, episodes like that had its detractors, mm. where you'd get like five, six fucking crazy ass mythology, scary Deep. fucked up shit episodes, yeah. Yeah. and then that even, even back in the original run, episodes like that would be off putting to some critics, right? Where they, it, it was kind of like, wow, you know, what's what? What happened to the voice of this show or whatever? Yeah, And that's just something I really appreciated that they were willing to do a wacky one every now and again, right? Love the wacky ones. Yeah. Episode
2: four, though. I'm not gonna. Episode four. Um, I'm not gonna give it a Tupperware. Yeah. I'm actually going to just give that one. It's dangling in between a low taste it and a taste it for me. Yeah. The Scully stuff was what really, really drew me in. Yeah, I loved
4: episode four.
2: Um, I, I, it's, it's in between a low taste it and a taste it for me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the Scully stuff. And I really haven't really connected with her character. I've been more of kind of like, I've been kind of more gravitating towards Mulder. Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes her lines, I'm feeling she's very dry. Yeah. And I've just really, it feels like for me, like sometimes that Jillian Anderson is just reading lines. I, I really don't feel like she's. And I don't know if that's, that's interesting. I've actually, I feel the exact opposite of uh, X files. God damn. I Mulder for me in this, in this, I've really connected with his character. Like I love this guy. I think that Mulder is awesome. And I think like right now it's like David Duchovny. It's like, I feel like he is like on another level as far as like acting, mm-hmm. but like there are times where I see like flashes of brilliance out of, uh, Jillian Anderson. But like, For the most part, I feel like when I'm when I'm listening to her, it just feels like she's just like she's very dry and she's just reading lines. I haven't really connected with her character yet. That's I I really need to go back and watch the original.
4: Yeah, I mean, you would have a great time. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, even if you just like watch a couple episodes a week. You just have yeah. a great time.
2: I should. I really should.
4: It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I loved episode four. I, I guess Jay hasn't seen it yet, yet. so I don't want to like shoot off anything crazy.
2: Yeah, but the, the Scully stuff was really. That's this is that that this is the episode where I kind of like kind of like connected with their character a little bit more than I had been in the previous other episodes.
4: I loved when she disarmed that guy. Like when she was ready to go back onto a case and she just was so gung ho into it. Yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I loved episode four. I think episode four was my favorite so far.
3: She's always been kind of the slow burn. I think even, like, you know, talking about the originals, I think she was always the slow burn for me, too. Mulder was always the heart and soul of that show. I agree.
4: For the first three seasons, you almost hate Scully. Yeah. Because you're like... You're
3: frustrated with her. Yeah. Come
4: on, fucking Scully. It's like, how much more fucking proof do you fucking need?
3: Yeah, but she's always super scientific and logical, Mm -hmm. and Mulder is kind of the opposite, going with Mm -hmm. emotions and, you know, his past and experience with these things. So... Yeah, I can, I can, I can agree with you. I mean, if you're going into this new, I think that'd be pretty typical, you know? Yeah. She'll be the slow burn and then maybe eventually you'll come
2: around. You no, know? I'm definitely going to watch the last two episodes of this though. It's, uh. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not saying that I hate X-Files. I think that's a little premature and mm-hmm. I feel like I don't have the background that you guys have. Mm-hmm. And so I think like I am kind of like, coming in new i feel like i'm at a disadvantage yeah i was very curious though to see like
4: i don't really know anyone else watching
2: this that's watching it
4: like that yeah where they're like fuck it i'm gonna give x-files a try on season 10 Mm -hmm. so i was kind of curious to how
2: accessible it would be to you at all that first episode i thought was absolutely fantastic it was i loved it i loved that first episode because it dealt with things that i'm kind of like familiar with like i've I've researched Roswell. I'm mm-hmm, obsessed mm-hmm. with that shit. Chemtrails. <laughs> how creepy was a uh, cigarette smoking
4: man? At the oh, end yeah. 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 oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's
3: exactly how I saw him as being, you know.
2: Yeah, even creepier I think than since we've seen him last. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, do one of you guys want to jump into? Do you have any good pop, bad pop this week? I didn't know if either one of you had it.
4: Oh, uh, I haven't really watched much this week. <laughs> I, I've actually been watching a lot of uh, stuff on Crunchyroll this week. Okay. One thing I wanted to talk about just real quickly is uh, they have an exclusive show that is only on Crunchyroll. It's called, uh, oh God, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but it's like Rokia Braves of the Six Flowers. Hmm. Hmm. And it's um, just 12 episodes, I believe. I'm trying to pull it up on my Google here. And, uh, it's, it's, I've watched the first four of the 12 so far. Mm-hmm. It's, um, completely subtitled, so you have to be okay with that. I know some people are turned off by
2: Yeah, it. you can't be an illiterate fuck. Yeah, you,
4: <laughs> you cannot be
2: an illiterate fuck for sure. Stupid people that can't read. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> but, uh, um, no, let's, let's, who the fuck are people that can't read? It happens. It happens. How do you get through? You know what I mean? I don't know. Are yeah. you listening to this podcast? If we have any illiterate listeners, um, I don't know. Send me a voice message because you can't fucking write me, you ignorant fucks. <laughs> yeah, it's 12 episodes. It's um,
4: basically the whole world. Yeah, send,
2: send me an email. <laughs> send me an e- you know what? Have Siri write me a fucking email, you fucking moron. <laughs>
4: Learn to oh. read, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you like a fucking voicemail. I mean, voice file. God. How dare you, sir?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very
4: articulate. <Yeah. laughs> How dare you, sir? Make fun of my illiteracy.
2: <laughs> Me no understand well. <laughs>
4: <laughs> fucking moron. So basically, what's going on in this uh, Braves of the Six Flowers people is can't read, man. I know, I know, <laughs> There's people I know. Out there right now, they can't read. We got to get past that think about that for. A we second. gotta get past that I don't know if yeah. we can I, I think I, I think I told you my mummy my mummy story on this podcast before but when I, I went and saw the mummy and in subtitles the mummy oh, says yeah, you did run get her and the guy turns to his girlfriend and said what'd that say <laughs> I'm like you gotta be fucking shitting me those were like four letter words at the most run and then get her the three letter words three three letter words and this guy's fucking the whole movie's gone <laughs> Ah, I'm fucking lost. I had to read fucking three three-letter words. The, the next movie he went to go
2: see was Dick and Jane. And he I'm, was like, God damn it. I'm fucking checked out. Yeah. But see, anyway. see Dick be ignorant. <laughs> Uneducated fuck. All right, move yeah. on. See Spot go to fucking school. Uh, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, yes. <laughs> What's this? Uh, some, something about... Uh, Roka Braves of the Six Flowers. Uh, it's, I don't know. It sounds like a coming-of-age story. Where it, it sounds chick, way... The title gets, sounds way lamer some, than it really is. Some chick is. gets her period. No, no, there's no. There's no period
4: stuff going on. Flowering or something. Basically, basically, they're on this world, and there's
2: this That's demon... Jay. Sorry. Jay ran into the mic. Jay just banged his head on the fucking mic. <laughs> Sorry. All right. There's this,
4: there's this world and there's this demon god that shows up like once every like hundred years or so. As they do. As they do. And when this demon god shows up, there's like a good god. I forget what her name is or whatever. But mm-hmm. she gives people the power of the braves and she picks six people's. They get a t- peoples. <laughs> God. You're talking about a, no, little, a little Yeah, way. look at this guy. It's she, fucking spreading. It's yeah, like fucking she hepatitis.
2: <laughs> she picks six peoples? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know. Thank God I pointed it
2: out myself. Right. I I I was, no, I was thinking it. I was like, fuck, am I going to call him out on this shit or it not? Save
4: me a little face. But it's the goddess of fate. And she picks six people to be the six braves. The they goddess get, of uh, inaccurate plurals. <laughs> the goddesses of fate. <laughs> <You know> peoples. <laughs> the goddess of peoples. Yeah. The, the goddess of peoples pick six braves. They get a tattoo, mm-hmm. and they're given powers to be the ones to fight the demon
2: god. Okay. They're all supposed to meet together. And this happens every, like, how many years? Every hundred or so years. Okay, like, okay so, like, a hundred years before, they didn't defeat her?
4: Right. No, it just comes back every time. Oh, and so she has to pick six new people every time. Jesus! And so what happens is, is they all have they to need get to together, find a new system. You have a system is flawed. That's for sure. <laughs> and so they all gather together, and there's seven of them yeah. instead of six. Oh, wow. and the drama in the show is that one of these seven people is an imposter and is faking being one of the braves. Mm. And it's a really it's a really cool show. The the fight sequences are really well done. It's a real action-centric anime yeah. which I like quite a lot. I like the humor ones too. Yeah. But this one is really action-centric, really dramatic. Really great show. If anyone out there likes anime, I recommend it on Crunchyroll.
2: Okay. Uh, could you repeat the title? Because I know it's so easy to fucking remember. It's only like fucking a paragraph. It's called Roka
4: Braves of the Six Flowers. And Roka, <laughs> Roka is spelled R-O-K-K-A. If you search
2: that, you'll find the rest Why of it. Why can't it <laughs> just be called like Six Flowers or
5: something?
2: <laughs> yeah. Roka Brave of the Six Flowers. The title is a little cumbersome. Dot, dot, dot. And the fucking like, it just goes
4: on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a taste it for me, though. It's not the best anime I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll become a Tupperware in the last... But I'm... You're four episodes I'm in. four episodes of the 12
2: in. You're still going to keep on with it. I'm going to watch the whole it thing. It says something.
4: Yeah, it does say something. It's yeah. a taste it.
2: Okay. So, highly recommend it. Hey, uh, Jay. <laughs> what do you, you got, you son of a bitch? Um, well, all I've been watching this week is The Flash. You know what? Yeah, uh, let me talk about this. The Flash. Uh, hold on. La- <laughs> la- hold on. Last week, last week, I fucking I, I berated you guys for not watching Flash. Yeah. Yes. What's What's hilarious about this is I fucking shame both of you. You did. Mm-hmm. I shame both of you. Yep. I felt on- so much. Flash shame. And, o- and only yeah, I flash shame. <laughs> and only one of you fucking takes it to heart. I love that. I love that. That's what I love about Jay. Like I like like Jay doesn't realize. Like, Jay, it's funny, like, when I text him, like, when I text, him, like, hey, you know, like, when are we gonna, when are we gonna meet to record, like, what time and shit like that? Jay will send a text back and say, hey guys, yeah, it's been a long week, I've only watched this, 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 and this. <laughs> oh, I was laughing my ass off at that text. I love those texts be- with, with Jay. It's funny, he feels like he never does enough. Yeah. And like, he's rattling off, like, ten things that he's fucking watched that week, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my god. <laughs> Jay. You fucking you murdered it this week. <laughs> you are fucking you're the OJ of this podcast. Yeah, I love you, that text. You you have fucking you have fucking killed it this week. You have watched so much shit this week and yet you were still at the end of the text you say, "I'm sorry, I just haven't had a lot of time." was <laughs> very soft. I watched 20 things. I'm sorry, Brian. I watched 20 things. I'm sorry. And like I shamed you last week. Yes, you did. Yeah. But the thing is it's like I didn't do... Like, I don't... I'm not really shaming you. Like, I'm just doing that for the podcast. Like, I'm being an ass (laughs) just to be an ass. I know. And, like, Jay actually takes it to fucking heart, and that's what I love about you. (laughs) No, I'm serious. It's like, holy shit, like... I actually made this guy feel like shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, seriously, like, if you had a fucking vagina, we'd be dating. I know, I <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> we would be. Because it's like, you wanna please me, you wanna make me so happy. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, Brian, holy shit, Jay, how many fucking episodes away are you from fucking finishing season one of Flash? One. One fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. I, it, took, it, it took me just to fucking, like, basically just fucking, like, uh, braid him one fucking episode, yeah. and he fucking, he gets on it, and he's fucking watching Flash. <laughs> this It blows my fucking mind, Jay. And it's like you think you do nothing, and you do so much. I do, yeah. That's the fucking crazy thing about this. You don't have to fucking try to impress me. (laughs) You don't have to fucking try to impress me.
3: <laughs> I know, but when you bring up something so like you really were into that fucking show, yeah. and I was like, God damn it, why am I not watching? Yeah, this? You
2: could, you know what? Honestly, you could basically taken my whole fucking spiel, my whole berating fucking speech last week, yeah. and you could turn it into a six, six six second Vine video of you pissing on a flash blue roll. <laughs> <laughs> And it was still I wouldn't care. At least he pissed st- on I'd it. still have you on the fucking show every week. <laughs> yeah. you six seconds of you just pissing on a flash fucking Blu-ray. Jay's coming back. And Jay's coming back. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. But you take it the fucking heart. And I you, did. Uh, you actually fucking watch Yeah almost every episode of the first season of I Flash. Did.
3: Man, if you're excited right. about something, I know I'm gonna be excited. You were selling about that it. shit good last yeah, week. Yeah, you did. Yeah,
2: was I? Yeah, you the did. whole
3: the
4: whole line about uh I just want someone else to talk with about this show. Yeah, I,
2: I, I did. I mean, I felt bad, too. I mean, I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're sitting there watching some tasted Crunchyroll bullshit. <laughs> Something about some fucking flowers and shit. <laughs> I was like, Brian needs me. He needs me right now. I <laughs> got a fucking botanist over here watching some bullshit anime. I'm going to watch manga. Uh, you know what? You know how I'm going to re- I'm gonna repay Brian is I'm going to watch this fucking anime. <laughs> I'm okay. not even going to watch American television. Hey, Brian. Check out my Vine video, you fuck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you wouldn't get upset about that or I'd have tagged you. <laughs> hey, does anybody
2: do Vine anymore? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. people oh, yeah. vine. People yeah. vine. I've never vined. Yeah. Me either. I don't know.
3: But goddamn, Flash, yeah. yeah season one, me. almost done. I'm like halfway through the last episode. So actually, it's like a half an episode away yeah. from being done with season one. And goddamn it, I love it. Yeah. I fucking love it. I i I'm just amazed, like I Grant Gustin was out of my radar. I've seen glee, you know, stuff like that, but i yeah. I didn't think like he was gonna be the perfect flash, right. He is a great flash, isn't he? He's a fucking great flash. Harrison Wells, as the reverse flash, is intriguing as fuck. you're looking for a good villain, God damn, yeah, I love his thread like oh
2: this this show nails villains, right?
3: oh, it nails it, like all the villains are great. All the rogues gallery is always, every time they appear. Except for Weather Wizard. Yeah, Weather (laughs) Wizard's kind
4: of weak. Yeah. He's kind of weak. By name, it sounds like he should be kind of weak, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This guy's name's Weather Wizard.
3: I I am just like, I'm hooked. I have to see the next episode. I've been staying up till like 3 a.m., to make sure yeah, I watch the only the next reason episode. you've been watching
2: it is because I've been
3: bitching. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. Yeah. I mean, it, it helped. It <laughs> helped. It helped me get on it because I was like, yeah. I mean, he's got a point. I right. need to watch this, and yeah, everybody should be watching this. I'm excited yeah. as fuck to finish this and get on to Get caught up with what's going on with season two.
2: Season two. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Tom Cavanaugh. is. Uh, oh fantastic. God, it's very good. Harrison the Reverse Lynch.
3: Flash, Harrison Wells. Tom Cavanaugh is amazing. Yeah. This show, of course, has its hokey CWS moments, soap opera
2: i poppery. I'm so sick of people saying that shit. It
3: has moments, but I it's, love it. I it, love it. It's part of
2: the show, and I fucking love yeah. it.
3: And I love Smallville, and I yeah. love Buffy. So, like, why the fuck would I not like this? Right. I fucking like it. Yeah. And Harrison Wells- brings home that fucking seriousness. Yeah. Because he is such a goddamn good villain. Yeah, he's great. I can't imagine him not being on the show. So, yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting to see where he goes.
2: All right. Jake and I, so you're you're, you're loving the series. You going to rate it? Uh, it's a Tupperware. Jake and I, we both watched the uh, Earth 2 episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I jumped right in that shit. <laughs> yeah, so Jake, you jumped into it. Um, what did you think about the Earth 2 episode? I want to know what you thought. I liked
4: it. Did you? It was good. I, um... I thought it was gonna be a self contained like one shot episode. Yeah. And was kinda of, like excited yet disappointed that I wanted to watch <laughs> the next
2: episode. Why were uh, you a disappointed?
4: I don't know. I just I just didn't wanna like jump right in on the second season and keep going yeah. from there. But right. but I think you were right that it is like I don't know, I'm O C D about shit. You know this. Yeah. And it's like if I watch something I want to watch it from the beginning. And I, didn't know, I didn't know I didn't know that they
2: were gonna plan on doing like at least two episodes in Earth Two. I thought it was going to be, like, one episode of Earth 2 and then, like, Barry's back at uh, regular Earth 1. But I,
4: I still think you you were right, though, last week when you were saying that this is a good jumping-on point. Yeah. Like, I really felt like having just seen episode 1 of this show, right? I really felt like this was a good jumping-on point. Yeah. Like, it did make me I, – I knew enough of what was going on, and it did make me want to watch the next episode. Like, yeah. the cliffhanger was a solid cliffhanger. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I want to I see what happens. I was surprised by the special effects. Mm -hmm. They were a lot better than, I mean, I've only seen episode one. But stuff in this episode was – I don't
2: know if they were going all out. They're they fucking good. Episode. The yeah.
3: effects are fucking amazing yeah. for a TV series. Uh, Gorilla Grodd I thought was great. Oh, yeah.
2: Wait until you see fucking uh, King Shark in season two. Oh,
3: I'm looking forward to that. But yeah. I thought
4: even like not special effects characters, just like special effect usage of like powers had really gone a mm-hmm. long way since I'd seen. I thought Killer Frost was really cool. Yeah. And I thought like her power usage looked really good. Yeah, it um,
2: was nice to see uh, Jay Garrick uh, use what was that 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 uh, they gave him the Serum Synth Seven. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he he did the the shield the the helmet blast. I was gonna
4: talk about that. that too. That was so
2: dope, dude. It was mm. fucking dope as that fuck. That was
4: cool. He like rocket punches yeah. the fucking helmet and sends the guy back. And yeah. they're like, "Wow, I didn't know you could do that."
2: I mean, uh, I love Earth Two. The aesthetic of Earth Two. It kind of looked like a uh, like a. I don't know. Like, uh what was it? that movie? uh Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. fun. That's kind of like what Earth 2 reminded me of. It, like, the cars looked like they were from the 50s, and there was a monorail, but everything looked futuristic at the same time. Mm-hmm. Earth 2 is just aesthetically just amazing. Um, I
4: was a little miffed that Jay
2: Garrick lost his
4: power so quickly. That kind of bothered me. He, like... Barely did anything, and the shit was wearing off.
2: Already. They, yeah, that, that that's been a problem. Uh, when Jay Garrick came through from Earth Two to Earth One, he lost his powers, uh, so they gave him a shot of the Synth Six. And he got his powers back temporarily, but they found out that it was actually killing him. Yes. And so she uh Caitlin tried to uh devise a synth seven and that gave him his powers back, but they went back. So they've gotta keep working on that. And so I don't know. Um I was just surprised by that. I was too. I was too. I, I was actually hoping to see like more of a showdown between you know.
4: He did like the move you're talking about, like one other
2: move, and then he was like, oh shit, my powers are gone. Yeah, I was like, well, that was fucking quick. I thought that Caitlyn, uh, I'm not a big fan of her character, mm-hmm. but I loved her as Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. And then it was phenomenal to see Robbie Amell come back as Deathstorm mm. because we saw him die as Firestorm. Um, at the the season finale last year, and they confirmed his death at the season premiere. So to see him, Robbie and Mel come back as Deathstorm was was absolutely phenomenal, and that was so cool to see him. Yeah, see, I didn't, that that didn't
4: really give me anything. I didn't really know the genesis of that character. Uh, I loved the traveling to Earth, too. Yeah. And the special effect used for that, and all the glimpses of all the different stuff that we were seeing from different realities. Yeah, we saw Jonah Hex,
2: we saw Supergirl. Yeah. Wow. Um, Shit. Yeah. Uh, original
4: flash i think at one point yeah there.
2: we saw uh john wesley ship as the flash from the 90s awesome man <laughs> that shit was really cool i need to own that series too shit yeah
4: you can get all that in one set i think
2: now. yeah i need that yeah yeah you can get you can get i i have it and
4: do, do you dvd awesome yeah. yeah it was fun well how does this episode rank as far as overall is it in the top half of episodes? this
2: was my favorite episode of the whole series wow mm-hmm. wow damn yeah it was really good It was so much fun, and I can't wait to see. I'm glad that they didn't leave Earth Two. I'm I'm glad that the next episode is still set in Earth Two. I love that world. It just makes me wonder, like how how um, Barry's going to meet Supergirl. Yeah, I did watch the last episode of Supergirl. She had to. um, It it was great too. You know, Barry's off doing his thing in Earth Two. Uh, Supergirl was was attacked uh, at the beginning of the last episode by this uh, kind of like an organism, an alien organism called Black Mercy, Mm. and it strapped itself to her chest. And what it did was it put her in like a dreamlike state, and it took her to like the place where she wanted to be the most – and of course it, in her mind, while she's asleep and this thing is like connected to her, like this organism's connected to her, she's back on Krypton and ah. she's hanging out with her family and her mother and stuff like that. And I thought it was kind of cool that, you know, the flash is in Earth too and then she's kind of like back on Krypton. Yeah. And it was just a great episode. It was one of my favorite episodes of Supergirl. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's so gotta I, be nearing the end of the first season, right? Supergirl, uh, I know they're going at least until the end of March because they're going to have the crossover mm. with Grant Gustin. So they're filming yeah. that now. So like, I think March 29th, around there, they're going to have the fucking Supergirl-Grant Gustin flash team
3: up oh, gonna be
2: awesome. that'll be cool that'll be cool
4: so. yeah i actually i watched that flash on hulu mm-hmm. and when it was over i went to my dvr and <laughs> set up the next episode of my dvr
2: awesome because i wanted to see it and i didn't want to deal with fucking hulu commercials dude when fucking uh when grant gustin flash when he was talking to his mom on the phone
4: yeah dude that was emotional for me i there. got emotional too and i didn't even really have the um like backlog to really yeah. fall back on but i know enough about flash to know about like him and his mom and like mm-hmm. what happened there
2: I, the uh, Earth Two Joe, how he, how he hates fucking Barry, mm-hmm. just blew my mind because yeah. they're so close on Earth One. I, I got to see Cisco for the first time. Uh,
4: uh, <laughs> I couldn't help but instantly laugh the minute I figured out who he was. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's <laughs> this
2: guy. Uh, yeah. What did you think of Reverb? Oh, uh, the other Cisco? Yeah, so Cisco is becoming vibe in Earth 1. Yes. And then on Earth 2, it's reverb. What did you think about reverb? It was. It reverb was, was better than Cisco.
4: Yeah, I thought that reveal was kind of ham fisted a little bit. Yeah. Like, I thought the foreshadowing was a little bit, like, too heavy. Like, when you had the scene where he was, back, he was with Wells right. in the hotel, and he's like, I can't find me. I wonder what I'm up to. And I was like, I haven't seen a single fucking episode. And I'm like, you're a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's what you're up to. Yeah.
2: It, it's it's weird how like all the uh, most of the characters on Earth 2 are evil. It is weird. Except for like Iris, mhm, you know, and then like like Joe wasn't evil, but like they, 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 they it was kind of like a role... Like he was a jazz singer, mm-hmm. and then she, or a blues singer, and then she was like uh instead of like her being a reporter, now she was like Joe West in Earth One. She was a detective.
4: Mm. I thought the Joe stuff was really emotional. The Joe and Irish stuff. Yeah, I, I was a little bit finding out that he always brings her up before he sings a song. Right. What he says before he sings a song.
2: Do you remember the guy? There's a guy that was in. Um, Zoom at the end of the episode captures Barry. Mm -hmm. Do you remember uh, the other cell? They showed a guy with like a metal iron mask on. Yeah, who is that? Do you do you have any clue? No. See, that's the thing I've been wondering is like who is who is the other one? And I'm thinking like okay, number one, they're covering the face for a reason. Yeah, Mm because it's a character that we know. So I'm thinking that it's it might be Earth Two Wally West, Mm. or it might be. It might be Earth 2 Wally West. Have we
4: seen Earth 1 Wally
2: West in the show? Yes, Earth 1 Wally West has been revealed in the last few episodes. Uh, He doesn't have any kind of like uh, speed force flash powers yet. Mm. Uh, I think that's all going to happen somehow. He'll be a speedster later. That's cool. It could be Earth 2 Wally West, or it also could be a lot of people are saying that uh, Zoom – went back to Earth-1 and ca- uh, captured his doppelganger as leverage, so it could be Henry Allen from Earth-1. Mm-hmm.
3: Damn.
4: So. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. It was a lot more accessible than I thought it would be.
2: Yeah, I was thinking it would be a good jumping point on for some people that haven't been watching. Yeah,
3: where so. you could go back or forward with it. Yeah, yeah. Man, you- it's, such a, it's such a, like, the time travel stuff and everything else, it's a very deep, fucking rich... Story.
2: I'm glad you're watching season. one, Ah, dude. man, I, yeah, yeah, I'm hooked.
3: Hooked line. Yeah, and sink. I
2: think when Netflix gets
4: season two of this, and I can watch everything, I, I might jump on this. Good.
3: You should. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. really
4: good. It may, I'm so OCD though. Like I feel like, oh, if I'm gonna watch this, shouldn't I be watching Arrow?
2: No, I, I I watched like the first season and the the first half of the second season of Arrow, and I dropped off and. I'm just watching Flash, and um, I think the only times where it's, like, necessary is, like, when they have the crossovers. So you watch Arrow then? I do watch the Arrow crossovers when they have the Flash crossover. Mm, okay. Um, but um, um, DC's Legends of Tomorrow has continued to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, how's that been? Four episodes of that show, and I'm still loving it. Um it uh, it rivals Flash. I, I really do love this show. I love Captain Cold. I love Heat Wave. Yeah, um, I think it's so fantastic. This last episode, really, they went back. They went to 1986. There was no Vandal Savage, mm. um, but it was it was great, man. Um, the kid that plays um, there's um, Firestorm, which yeah. is like the older guy. What I can't Stein Doctor Dr. Stein, Stein. Dr. Stein <clears throat> and then the young African American kid. Dude, he is such a great actor. Yeah. Dr. Stein and the kid. Oh, my God. And when those two, when they interact in episode three and they're fucking bantering back and forth, I was just like, holy shit, this kid is such a damn good actor. Yeah. He's holding his fucking own against, like, this great character actor, this guy that played Doc- that plays Dr. Stein. I was just just so impressed with his acting ability.
4: Yeah. I, I was planning on watching all of these before we did our next Good Pop, Bad Pop. I thought we were just Deadpooling it so i'll watch them all by next week i thought we'd do some good pop because I, I i
2: don't know no, no.
4: S- yeah I thought i'm not be- blaming you yeah. i'm just saying i still plan on watching all of these yeah but yeah. I, I feel bad because i swore i'd watch them before we
2: did our next day nah, fuck it whatever what's right,
3: what's shit. awesome about legends is the the team ups like there's so many cool possibilities yes. with this team they and,
2: aren't always together no they're not always together are yeah. they a team
0: yeah,
3: they're, they're a team. They're a
2: team, but like certain missions only call for certain characters. Yeah, mm. so it's like sometimes That's it's always like fun. Yeah, most of them, most of them do call for Captain Cold, though. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's amazing <laughs> He's always how much Wentworth Miller's character of Captain Cold is like integrated into like each mission. Like they need him. Yeah, and um, he comes from Flash. He does come from Flash. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, it, it's really interesting. Uh, this, this last episode I thought was great as far as like, you saw, um, White Canary, um, with, uh, Hawk Girl, a mm-hmm. uh, little bit of training that's been going on between those two. Um oh my god it, it it's it 's just been great. I loved it. I loved this last episode great
3: character building and mm-hmm. great I mean, like you said firestorm in in himself is two separate characters yeah. so he 's always fucking fun. He was like the highlight for me from yeah. number one episode so and then you have on top of that all these different team ups and how these people interact and then you have Heatwave and Captain Cold. On kind of the cusp, doing their
2: own thing. Yeah, they're totally doing, which their own is also thing. interesting. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So it's really fucking fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about the final uh, Batman v Superman trailer? Yeah. This is like the final trailer. Jay, what are your thoughts on it, man? Um, it was
3: the best trailer I've seen so far. But I'm still very uh, actually, I'm I'm way more ho hum than I was from the very get go. Every trailer I've seen as like. Deflated my enthusiasm for this. So I'm, I'm very worried. I, I don't, you know, there's nothing about this that I thought was unexpected or super cool. Um, it was definitely like some cool scenes that we haven't seen before, but yeah, nothing is, uh, mm. nothing is making this better for me. Everything is making it worse. So that's, that's unfortunate. I, I wanted to love this.
4: I, d- I don't right now. So I'm worried. I disagree with Jay. I, um, I thought it was better than the second trailer. That's what Jay said. Yeah, but I don't think it was the best trailer. I think mm. the first trailer was still the best trailer. I think at that point, the movie was still mysterious, still seemed interesting what they were going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think trailer two and trailer three both kind Well, had you
2: not seen the second trailer, would this trailer be better?
4: Better than trailer one? Yeah.
2: No. I still think it...
4: Even as much, I still it showed the Wonder Woman stuff. I think it's still kind of insinuated
2: that they were going to team up. Parts of this, I, I'm going to agree with you. The reason being is because like once I heard Ben Affleck talking in this last trailer, yeah, yeah didn't he? In, like he enunciated, yeah. L- l- go back and listen to it. And just I actually t- saw your remarks. I think on Twitter, and then I watched it again. And how he enunciates yeah. to be serious, and it's like it really stands out, like in his lines. I'll agree with you. Like, the action sequence was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Zack Snyder's never had a problem with action. Looked no. good. I think the fight choreography didn't look that great, though. Yeah. Like, with the Batman
4: fight
3: sequence. Very dark. You couldn't really even see. Like, I couldn't see what he was doing.
4: Yeah, and it was know? kind of that silly stuff you get in superhero movies where it's like, why don't all the guys just attack him at the same time? You should it's be like blunt. Everyone, like, Every, one stands at a time. in a line yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, it's my
2: turn to get yeah. beat by Batman. Now it's my turn to get beat by Batman. Yeah, it's kind it, of it, silly shit. Let's just rack them and stack them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like everybody just attack him at once.
3: And you, you should like you could see how they set it up for you to be like super impressed by Batman's fighting prowess, yeah. but you're not. I, I was more impressed by the shitty fight choreography by the Nolan movies which I thought were not that great. Yeah, so, I
4: agree with that. Jim. So this
3: one was even like more over the top, but nothing impressed me about it at
4: all. And maybe think of the Dick Tracy scene where he punches like six guys at once and shit. Like, yeah. It was just like, and at least that was trying to be campy and goofy, where it's like, wow, this is trying to be like, they're for trying real. to, they're
3: trying to make it humorous. Like yeah. even after that fight scene, you get the Alfred comment to Bruce about how maybe he's too old or, or maybe Bruce says it. I can't Bruce remember. Bruce says it. But it's like, it's not funny. Bruce it's like,
2: says like, I'm too old for
3: this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, why, I mean, why are you guys trying to be funny with this shit? It doesn't have to be that way, but obviously they're trying to go that route for some reason or another. Every trailer I've seen has tried to introduce this fucking stupid humor into this. That's not funny. Because, like, that's not those characters.
4: Yeah. I was I was being a space cadet while I was working today and just kind of thinking of random stuff. Mm. And one of the thoughts that came to my mind was, you know what? If this movie isn't the highest grossing comic book movie of 2016, in some ways, isn't it a failure? Mm. I mean, it's like Batman and Superman together for the first time on screen. Yeah. This should be the hot ticket of 2016. Right. And if it doesn't if it doesn't make more than Deadpool, if it doesn't make more than Civil War, especially if it doesn't make more than Suicide Squad, yeah. isn't that somewhat of a failure? Yeah. Yes, I it mean, is. I know financially it won't be a failure. No. But like expectations and it's like you only get one shot at bringing
2: Batman and Superman on the screen for the first time well, together. I, and you'll disagree with me, but Avengers 2 should have made more than Avengers 1. I yeah. don't disagree with that. No, but like you still you'll disagree with me as far as like the quality of the movie. Yeah. Like I didn't like it. I thought it was absolute awful. And I I understand the movie weight made 1.4 billion dollars. But like, even Marvel thought that it was kind of like a financial failure. Because I don't disagree with you on this point. Marvel was thinking that this was gonna be like a two billion dollar movie. Like, you guys have like, you know, it came out last year, and you, you know, we've, people have like, since 2008, people have had like, you know, seven years invested in the Marvel universe. That's
4: how it's supposed to fucking work. I mean, yeah. every
2: Raimi Spider
4: Man movie made more than the last one. Right. Every Pirates of the Caribbean movie made more than the fucking last one. That's that's how the sequel business is supposed to work. It it's a, it's a yeah. lag in your franchise if yeah. the next movie isn't making more than the one before it.
2: It is, because it's like, you know, yeah, if you didn't catch it in the theater the first time, well, you've caught it on video on demand or Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, Mm -hmm. Redbox, whatever. You've caught it since then, so, like, more people have been brought into this, you know, phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, Avengers did not, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron did not outdo Avengers. And so in Marvel's eyes, even though it did $1.4 billion, it was a failure. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I I think you've made good points. I think a lot
4: of fatigue comes in by the time you get to Age of Ultron. I think this is a little bit of the double-edged sword of having an all-inclusive Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: Well, I think, honestly, Avengers Age of Ultron, when you walked out of Avengers, everybody was talking about like Oh my God, the fucking, the Hulk scene where he fucking picks up Loki and like tosses him and shit like that. Oh my God, that was so great. When fucking, you know, the Hulk tries to pick up Thor's hammer and Mm -hmm. when, like when Hulk and Thor get in a fight, when I left Avengers Age of Ultron... I didn't have any. I personally, there was not one moment in that movie where I left it and I was like, "Oh my god, Avengers: Age of Ultron!" When this character did that, right? You yeah. were searching I wasn't, for it. Yeah, uh, like, I don't disagree the, with that either. The closest thing that I could ever think of that happened in that movie was when, like, when the Vision did when he created his cape because he saw Thor. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And that, did, that didn't even blow me away.
4: No, right. that, it's a great point. I mean, the first movie was a pop culture phenomenon yeah. in many ways. I mean, fucking Shawarma became a household name yes. because of Avengers <laughs> Very 1. Very true. <laughs>
5: yep.
4: and, and I think Avengers 2 really tried to force those kind of moments and those kind of pop culture relevant moments. And it, it, like, it tried to tell you what those were. Mm-hmm. Like Avengers 1 never tried to tell you what was just going to fucking knock pop culture out of its socks. Like, it didn't telegraph the Hulk-Thor stuff. Right. Where Avengers 2, like, the Hulkbuster scene, we are telling you it's going to be what fucking you're going to be talking about. Like, it it tried to tell you too much right. what you were going to walk out, like, yeah. enjoying the most. And I, yeah. I feel like Avengers 1 just kind of hit you with that left hook that you weren't expecting on, in many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't disagree with that. I really do think it's a little bit of the fatigue, too. I think it's like we're on movie 13 or whatever. I, I don't know if that's correct, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're, you're close. And I think a lot of people have fatigue. I think it's not as big of a draw. It's, you know, it's like Avengers 1. It's like the first time we're seeing, like, a, a cinematic universe fucking realized and work. And it's, that's something everyone wants to see. And then by the time you get to Avengers 2... It's like oh geez, you know. Yeah. Here we go yeah. again. You know, everything's yeah. trying to connect. Everything's a sequel to a sequel. I mean, Iron Man three is a sequel to fucking Winter Soldier is a sequel to Avengers two. Right. And I think the general audiences get fatigued by that. Yeah. I think that's why Guardians did so much better than like a lot of this stuff because it wasn't
2: connected to that whole world. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. So, but, but 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 I don't feel honestly I don't feel that fatigue from watching the trailers for Civil War like. I am so pumped for Civil War. Yeah, and I agree. And I think
4: Civil War has a draw that nothing since the Avengers has had. Mm -hmm. And I know it's cliche for comic book readers and comic book fans, but it's not cliche for the movies. And it's seen a hero fight another fucking hero. Right? Like we haven't. We're seeing Captain America and Iron Man fucking beating the shit out of each other yes. in a fucking trailer. Yeah. And as fatigued as comic book readers are by that kind of premise or notion, I think the general audiences, which is more of the people than the comic book fanatics, right. are kind of like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I think that's a draw. I hear yeah. when I, when they play that trailer in movie audiences full once for the last few movies I've seen, mm-hmm. people, you can tell people are like,
2: oh, shit. I'm still one of those people. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, seeing it cinematically... Yeah, I've seen fucking, like... I've seen, like, my heroes turn evil. I've seen, you know, Scott Summers turn into a fucking evil douchebag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen it all, and it's like... But even in cinematic, it's like... like with uh with civil war it's like you i still think you get to feel like feel free to choose a side yeah you you can you can still choose team cap or you know team iron man that's one of my
4: big worries about the movie is i really hope it does a good job of striking the balance between the two sides yeah i really hope it's not like you're a bigot asshole if you side with iron man right Right or you're a fucking genuine fucking stand up dude. If you side with Cap, like I hope the movie does a good job of drawing that line, right, and making it an actual decision, like a moral decision on which character is right.
2: Even even if you're watching a movie where sometimes you do root for the villain, even if he is the fucking villain, right. I mean, yeah,
4: but that I mean that Iron Man line it hits you in the gut.
2: It does when he tells. Cap that they used to be friends. It's a to. great trailer. Yeah, it's okay. a great trailer. It Hits you in
4: the fucking gut. You're like, oh my god.
2: It is like I. And that's what I'm not getting from the Batman v Superman trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a shame. Even where, even where Superman, you know, uh, goes to punch Bruce, and yeah. Bruce blocks it, and the look on Superman's face, I'm still not getting. He turns his head, looks at his wrist. I'm not getting yeah. it. I'm not. I, I, it, I'm not. I'm not man alive. And the reason – I think no other movie has been affected by the previous trailer as much as this last trailer. I agree. I agree
4: with your point that this trailer is a direct response to the second trailer. It is. Mm -hmm. It is a
2: direct response to the last trailer. It's like, okay, we put the last trailer. We gave you the focus was – uh we gave you we gave you Lex we gave you Wonder Woman and then we gave you Doomsday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doomsday being the punctuation on the last trailer and this last trailer had nothing to do with Doomsday and this last trailer was all about what is the first part of the title of this movie Batman v Superman right, yes. That's all this last trailer was was yep. Batman v Superman and like had this trailer been we had our first trailer And then we would have gotten this trailer, and that's it. I'd be way more excited. I think... It, I can't I, I can't I can't tell you another movie where a previous trailer had ruined that movie so much for me I know me. yeah you i cannot, right. because and, and, and you you know what and I think it's so funny it's it's funny how fickle audiences are where you can like give them a shitty trailer and then show them what they want to see the mm-hmm. next time and it's like they forget about the previous uh, one they're like wrestling fans yeah they just don't. <laughs> I mean, guys I'm sorry but you know what if you shit in my mouth and give me scope, there's still going to be a little bit of shit yeah. Yeah. hanging around in mm-hmm. my mouth. I'm still going to taste a little bit of shit. It doesn't matter. I'm still going to have that li- a little hint of shit in my mouth. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and, like I said, it that, looks that, like a wrestling that, fans. That, yeah. I was
4: booing this guy last week, but now right.
2: he's waving an American flag. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't remember anything. I don't remember him spitting in that kid's face last week. And I'm not saying that pe- the audience is stupid, but I'm just saying that it's like the it's like the flavor of the week, man. Yeah, I'm saying and they're kind of
4: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with it.
3: The I'm- masses are not correct. I'm not going
4: to argue with Yeah, them. You know what I think is really fascinating, uh, more about the Batman v Superman Civil War stuff, is that like, on this podcast, when they first broke that they were going to both come out at the same day, Yeah, even me, as diehard Marvel as I am, and anti the DC movies as I have been, right. agreed that Civil War needed to get the fuck out of the way. And that Batman v Superman would slaughter Civil War in this situation. Mm -hmm. And now, honestly, here we are like a year and a half later. I do not think that would be the case. I think if these movies came out on the same day, Civil War would fucking have Batman v Superman as its fucking bitch. Yeah, I really do.
3: Yeah. No, e- I even agree. Yeah, even me. Like, I was on board for Batman v Superman. I was, you know, fucking cheerleading that shit. Mm-hmm. But now, that's totally changed. I don't want to stand behind it at all at this point. I'm yeah,
2: worried sad. about the whole franchise. Oh, I, I, I am I am 100% uh, excited for Suicide Squad. I was nervous. That's a different thing. story. Suicide Squad is
3: exciting. Yeah. It's a gem. It's... it's you know, it's definitely like the surprise. And
2: I'll be honest with you, like everything – I mean, we only saw test footage for for Wonder Woman. But like the fact that they're making a period piece and things like that, it, it does look exciting. I think like you, you've made some great scores with cr- getting Chris Pine involved in that mm-hmm, project. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think they've got a good director uh, with Patty Jenkins. Um, I, I I do want to see – I, 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 am interested. I, I, am juries out on fucking Aquaman with James yeah, Wan. Yeah.
4: And, and the lead. I gotta tell, I still. Jason Momoa? I'm still not convinced Jason Momoa yeah. can hold his own as the lead title
2: character in the movie. yeah. He looks like a badass and I think that's what you need. Yes. From Aquaman. But, uh, like, who was my runner up for Aquaman? My runner up was Charlie Hunnam and yeah. like, looking back on that, I'm thinking like, Charlie Hunnam is not the best choice as Aquaman either. But at least we've seen movies where he spoke English before. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, People are going to tell you, Jake, oh, I've, s- I've watched Red Road. Mm. And they're going to tell you that he's great in Red Road. Okay, okay. So I-, I don't know. I haven't watched Red Road, so I can't speak to it.
4: It's crazy, though, that David Ares might possibly be coming in and saving the DC Cinematic yeah. Universe.
2: It, it looks that way. Fucking David Ayer. Yeah. yeah. Fucking David Ayer. Thank
4: God. Like, yeah. Batman v Superman could sink this whole ship. Yeah. It very possibly could. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's just as decisive with people as Man of Steel was, if it doesn't bring over some new fans, I'll I, be honest. I can't see it. I can't see them letting Snyder do Justice People League.
2: People that are forgetting that second trailer are falling for smoke and mirrors, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they are. Because... The, the, this last trailer, had I had I just seen that trailer, I'd be like, okay, that's great. You know, they're showing too much in these trailers too. Like the part where in, in that one teaser, it wasn't even a trailer; it was just a teaser that they showed, mm-hmm. where uh, Superman rips off the the mask of Batman and reveals Bruce. Yeah, I, all those. Moments. I'm like, can I not just see that in the fucking movie? That's yeah. that's that that's. Why are you showing me that now?
4: Yeah, uh, I agree. I, it's way too much stuff way in the too trailer. Much. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think the Zack Snyder thing is set in stone. And Warner Brothers, he is not under contract for Justice League. And if at the end of the day, Warner mm. Brothers isn't happy with the
2: results here, yeah. Zack Snyder will be gone. This movie is going to do a billion, at least, correct?
4: I, I think so. Okay, I mean,
2: Man of Steel did 600-something 600 million. 640 million or something like that. Like, this movie with Batman and Superman, it has to do at least a billion, correct? I yeah. agree. I agree. Yeah, I still don't. I still think... Warner
4: Brothers won't just look at the money here.
2: No, 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 no. I am in total agreement yeah. with you. They're going to look at the, the they're going to look at the Metacritic score, mm-hmm. and they're also going to be. I think they're going to be gauging audiences.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, they, Justice League has to be for the DC cinematic universe what Avengers One was. Yeah, and if they can't get that for putting Batman and Superman on screen for the first time together, yes. then they're going to look elsewhere. Right? Yeah. Especially if a movie about a bunch of D-listers comes out months later and does better critically. Oh man. Can you imagine that? I think it's a high possibility. I do too. Yeah. If, if <laughs> that's what crazy. happens, if a movie about Suicide characters Squad. that most people don't even know right does better than Batman and Superman on screen together for the first time, yeah.
2: then we're looking elsewhere. I mean, well, I mean, we we look look at what Guardians of the Galaxy did. Yeah. Yeah, agreed.
3: Yeah, good test, man. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That All could right.
2: happen. <laughs> Let's, uh so uh the, you know what? I don't know. That that last Batman v Superman trailer um better than 2. It's better than 2, but on the flip side it's like I cannot wash the shit stain out of my fucking mouth from that second No,
4: no. no. He never will. I close my eyes and I still see bad CG doomsday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Among other things. All right. Uh,
2: Let's take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll read your emails. Yeah, that's true, guys. Do we gotta?
5: You're not cooking.
3: Yeah, you.
0: Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit! Get the fuck out of here, sir! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck, we're all dead! Get the fuck out! My
3: God, did that smell good. You
0: detect it. There's no going, and you tell me do things. I done running. G.I. Joe!
2: Alright, hey hey, we're beggar. Hey, yes. Yeah, we <laughs> You know, uh I didn't talk about it in my good pop, bad pop that I wanted to talk about real quick. I was gonna review a bunch of comics this week, but I'm not going to now. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, you missed out,
4: motherfuckers.
2: So it goes. I am gonna review a uh, Deadpool related comic. Oh nice. A mini series that I did read. Uh Deadpool versus Thanos, mm. which came out you know who wrote this? Who? Tim fucking Seeley. Oh, nice. Uh, it's four issues and, uh, I want to talk about it. I'm going to give the whole series a high taste. It, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed the movie, you really enjoyed this. If you enjoy the Avengers films, you'll enjoy this as well. It's, uh, Deadpool and Thanos and they're just fucking like, basically what happens is, uh, Death is kidnapped.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: and they don't know who took her, but as soon as Death is kidnapped, that means that nobody can die. Ah. Uh. So like, the whole universe is in upheaval. Like, it's, it's crazy because like, animals cannot feed. Like, it, it just, it affects the whole ecosystem because yeah. animals cannot, like, pr- predators cannot kill. <laughs> right. And so like, animals that like eat off grass and shit are like thriving, but like, <laughs> animals that fucking like are predators that eat other animals are just like, they're, they're not dying. They're just, Fucking starving.
3: they forever. Just
2: eat them while they're alive. So it's it's fucked up. So they can't. Well, they just can't die. But they can't die, so they can't eat. <laughs> they're, they're they're just dying. It's 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 a crazy book. But you've got Deadpool and Thanos, yeah. who have both had relationships with death. Yes, uh, and they are kind of uh, uh, palling around, trying to find out who kidnapped <laughs>
4: Death. And what a whore, Death. <laughs>
2: Dude, it is, it is, it is really fun. I'm gonna give it a high tasted. I really enjoyed this. Um, Deadpool at one point s- starts talking. I love his interactions with Thanos, the Mad Titan dude, because it's like, he starts talking about how like, uh, they have both basically, they both basically tap Death's ass. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we've both slid down that mountain before Toboggan Brother. <laughs> And he keeps calling – he keeps referring to him and Thanos as toboggan bros, and it pisses Thanos off. That's hilarious. Um, Ajax from the movie comes up in this book as well, which is great. Um, The entire series is a lot of fun. Uh, You get – you get Doctor Doom in this book. You get the Guardians of the Galaxy. You get Mephisto because they end up going to hell. Oh, makes um, sense. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to give it a high taste. It definitely check it out if you can pick it up in a trade or if you can get single issues. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to high taste uh, Deadpool versus Thanos. It's just it's it's really fun to just see Deadpool. Um, talking to Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, I bet, I it's, bet. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I absolutely love this uh, this whole series. So, yeah. Moving on. High Taste It. High Taste It. I can't give it a Tupperware. That- I think I think the first two issues are great. I think the last the last two are decent.
4: Yeah, hard to stick the landing on a yeah. series like that.
2: I'll talk about some other comic books next week, possibly. I started reading the new Archie series. Continued reading Southern Bastards. Uh, read Grant Morrison's Klaus. Uh, it's claws maybe. Ah. It's uh, the the true story of Santa Claus. Oh, interesting! Uh, Guaranteed I, to be convoluted. Yeah, I read uh, Pacific Rim: uh, Tales from the Drift, number one. I'll awesome. talk about that, but I'll talk about those next week. But let's jump into uh, your uh, self righteous bullshit emails. <laughs> Can't you just talk about Archie? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'll you know what? i'll we'll talk about archie just talk there. about archie i i loved it dude it's uh mark wade and fiona staples on the first issue i think they do the first three issues together i think annie woo's doing the rest of them after that i loved it dude i had so much fun with archie so much fun that's awesome man uh like the first issue is like the lipstick incident like you know archie and uh what's her name betty yeah, yeah. they've been together forever since kindergarten they broke up over this lipstick in- incident, which hasn't been revealed yet in the comic, and uh, I don't know. The art is great, uh, the writing is great. I love it. I'm sticking with it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna by next episode. I should have read like the, at least the first four issues. So
3: who's putting that out?
2: Uh, Archie Comics.
3: Archie Comics. Archie Comics. Okay. okay.
2: Are you yeah. team Betty or Team Veronica? Oh, man, that's a tough oh, question. Oh man, that's that's like uh <laughs> that's like that's like asking me like Ginger or Marianne. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Come I'm, on, gun to your head. I'm going Veronica. I'm Veronica too. Give me the dirty girl. <laughs> yeah, the dirty rich dirty, girl. Dirty Rich Girl. I like that. Yeah, I'm Veronica too. Like your style. <laughs> well, dude, I've always been I've always been Team Ginger. Yeah. I don't know, man. The movie star. Yeah. Um, I agree with you God, Mary Ann's a little too uh, I'd fuck her so hard that mole would pop up <laughs> <face. laughs> Yeah Hopefully Moly 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 Alright first email comes from Danny Hernandez He says hi leftovers in army hi. Hey, Hey bud So he's addressing the entire army here <laughs>
3: That oh. takes
2: some balls only, only we can do that right uh, What he did yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Things you, have changed, Jake. Yeah, you're going to be peeling some potatoes, Danny.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Friendly follower here, whoosh Danny H. So yeah, Woosh Danny H from Woosh uh, from uh Twitter. Hmm. He sends hmm. us uh an email here saying, yeah, uh, hopefully writing a slightly above a uh, meh question here following my comment. Now hmm. that Deadpool absolutely broke the low estimates Fox had for the movie, it's time for them to get their shit together. Not only unpack the dozens of stories and characters not yet seen, like the Savage Land, Mm. the Mojoverse, Morlocks, and their own cosmic universe stuff like Silver Surfer, who can have a movie on his own without the Fantastic Four, uh, the Shiar, who are like, who, like in the animated series, could be used in the Phoenix Saga, and Sword, Additionally, adding more creative voices to the movie projects other than Singer. Hmm. So. Mm, interesting. I
4: don't think Deadpool proves that we can make all that work. I would love to see the Savage Land. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. But, I mean. The Silver Surfer movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> iffy. Yeah. Iffy. Let's make it R. Let's have Silver Surfer <laughs> dropping F-bombs <laughs> and fucking shooting cosmic blasts. Fuck you, Galactus. Shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> My name's Norad. Fuck you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Shalabai, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but I, I would love to see a Savage Land oh, movie. Oh, yeah. That would be cool as fuck. Would
4: you want it to be a Kazar movie? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You could
3: incorporate so much shit into that. Yeah. It'd be crazy. That would be
4: cool. Yeah. I'd like to see the Mojo verse in an extra movie. That'd be yeah. cool. Uh,
2: That'd a long cool. shot in the Mojo verse? Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. On to my question. It would appear there is an overarching unseen organization or villain in Deadpool. Whoever Ajax was giving the mutated people to. Hmm. The Russian sounding dude right at the beginning, crossing fingers, this could lead to Omega Red. If we are to semi believe the post credit that Deadpool two will have cable. These mutated people had collars on. Could those be the collars that could inhibit mutant power? In the animated series, there was a storyline involving those that made Cable come back in time. Hm. Smell, you huh? smell, you yeah, smell you later. Smell you later. Smell you later too, Danny Hernandez. Whoosh.
4: That's interesting. That's like
2: Ahab, right? I think people have been begging for Omega Red. But in a a Wolverine movie. Yes. I agree. A
3: serious Omega Red adaptation would be awesome. I
2: think
4: Ajax straight up says he's selling these people to the highest bidder, which to me... Made it seem like it wasn't just he was giving them all to one singular entity. Well, it yeah. depends
3: on who the highest bidder is. Yeah, too. but it, I
4: felt like it was like multiple people. Hmm. Like, who, yeah, here's this guy, you know? It's like they're having auctions for these fucking mutants basically. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like it's always going to the same guy. Yeah. Like one overarching supervillain that's taking all of these mutants that he's creating.
3: Yeah. Could be, could Make, be. Making
4: a mutant army from Ajax's people. But
3: whoever is the most powerful is going to be the one who can afford whoever he wants or she, you know, whatever. Yeah. So maybe it is. I don't it's
2: know. It's an
4: interesting question. Will the Deadpool 2 antagonist be like a, a carry-on from the story we've seen in Deadpool 1? Yeah. It's an interesting question.
2: Yeah. Guys, do you think, like, now that we've seen, like, I think, in my opinion, I think we've seen, a, uh, finally a proper Colossus. Yes, mm-hmm. do absolutely. You, do you think we're gonna get magic?
0: Oh,
4: fuck mm. yeah, I hope so. I hope so, too. It'd be a tough one to do right, though.
2: Oh, God, Magic with her fucking huge, like, buster sword and shit. <sighs> she's yeah. a cool fucking character. I love
4: I love the character. of like me, too. Me, too. And I like the little bit of evil in her, too. Yeah. Like, I like that, that side of her. Yeah. I, I just think she's so multifaceted that it's a hard character to pull off in the movie verse yeah there's so much history like i almost feel like you have to have a whole origin story for her
2: yeah just to have her
4: make fucking sense yeah
2: doesn't she come from like hell
4: yeah yeah so
3: it'd be fun for them to expand on colossus at this point i mean you
4: know tell more
3: about that character and about his backstory that'd be fun you know
4: do you think we'll see this iteration of colossus again
3: I hope so. I don't know why they would. not
4: <laughs> That's a good,
2: yeah. Like in a, in a regular X Men movie, or in any movie in Deadpool two. In yeah. The, oh yeah. I think Classus is coming yeah. back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: As far as like an expanded version of him, it, I like. That's what I was thinking when I was watching the movie. Like, how do they take him out of the metal form and make him? Are they going to make him a human guy? Oh at my some god! Point? But
2: his character is like seven six. I it don't would take. You could do it. Yeah.
3: Like he was perfect
2: as yeah. CGI.
4: Yeah.
3: But could they do that again with right. the – yeah, I don't know. That's a good
2: question. It I should have got Cudmore. Oh, God. <laughs> I miss Cudmore. I miss making fun of him. I miss <laughs> –
0: yeah.
2: oh, my God. Yeah, for <laughs> listeners that have never listened to the show before – we fucking uh, – we called Cudmore out on Twitter. Yeah. He picked
4: a Twitter fight with Daniel Cudmore and he responded. He totally responded. Uh, Made course. him look like a bitch, didn't we? He, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that was some funny shit. He talked
2: about like what a shitty of an actor he was and how he only had like three lines in the movie and he was like, at least I'm getting work. And I was like, oh my gosh. I would have thought Colossus would have had thicker skin. <laughs> <laughs> that was super funny. It was hilarious. He didn't think it was funny. No. <laughs> he didn't favorite that tweet? <laughs> I don't think he did. No. Uh, I don't think he did. Jeez. All right, next. Hey, thank you, Danny Hernandez. Next email comes from Jacob Harmon. I uh, hope this email finds you well, and I hope Frank Grace's with his presence on the Deadpool episode. No, that's uh, right. No. You around
3: here? No.
2: No. no. <laughs> just, a, just a few quick things. Deadpool is a Tupperware from me. And I hope it does well so we can get more R-rated movies like this.
4: No Frank, but he got that wish.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no Frank. The Turbo Kid is fucking dope, yeah. total Tupperware, and Apple is now the number one robot I want to fuck. Oh, dude. absolutely. I want to know who the previous I love robot. Apple. Ugh, I wouldn't want to fuck her. I'd fuck yeah. the shit I'll out of her. I'll
4: take Ex Machina
2: girl over, yeah. over Apple. Oh, I'll take her too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not denying that. God, Jade, you just don't have any fucking taste at all. <laughs> fucking jay's over here is like i'll fuck rosie from the jetsons (laughs) he's like you don't give a shit i'll fuck a put her in vacuum mode (laughs) fucking i'll fuck a dumpster on wheels i don't give a shit give me any fucking robot i'll fuck it jay's over there fucking his blender what the fuck are you doing jay's over there banging his fucking toaster and shit god damn it you'll fuck anything that has fucking like metal parts that's why i left my blender at home this week (laughs)
3: God damn. <laughs> I didn't touch your blender last time. <laughs> yeah, Apple's awesome. I like Apple. Yeah, I wouldn't we,
2: we fuck know. Her.
3: I'd fuck the shit out oh, of Apple. Oh,
2: God. Yeah. She's annoying as all fuck. This uh, well, yeah. I,
4: she's like, not my number one, but I'd also fuck her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, she doesn't, like, tickle my sexy bone. Oh, I, I she disagree. She would if you asked her to. I disagree. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she doesn't do anything She's for like me. that
4: quirky, like... Kind of cute
2: girl, you know? (laughs) I guess. The quirky, cute girl.
3: I don't know, man. She, Yeah, I don't know. I liked her. She was cool. Jesus Christ, what
4: the fuck is wrong with you people? (laughs) She's not my number one.
3: Oh, yeah, not my number one.
4: Dead, <laughs> dead Ray is my number
0: one. <laughs> yeah, she's not a robot. Well, she's we
3: close. Yeah. She's I, not living. I come she's over a to- Skywalker. <laughs> She'll
2: eventually have a robot something. Next, next, week, next, I week, hope. Week, next week, I come in Jay's house and he's fucking his Roomba. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so much sensation. Oh, my floor is clean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well that was incoming. <laughs> That's disturbing. Yeah. Well so is the fact that you two wanna fuck Apple. Oh, Apple's awesome. Yeah, Jesus Apple's cute. Christ, no. Fuck this shit no, out. Apple. No. Apple's cute. Harmon, there's something wrong. There. <laughs> Apple's yeah. super cute. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yes. You know, there's, uh, Annie from the fucking uh, little redhead ginger girl. No. She, she's cute, but I don't want to fuck her. No, Daddy Warbucks <laughs> can take care of her. I don't want to take care of her in the bedroom. Fuck that shit. That's gross. <laughs> so Same thing with Apple. She's like a little cute girl. Robot. Uh, I don't think, I don't I don't think, think age a, matters when they're robots. <laughs> <She's
3: not> a, <laughs> yeah, it's irrelevant. She's not a
2: sex object. What uh, the fuck?
3: I disagree. Jesus. <laughs> i'll I fuck
2: mean. i'll fuck the three tit woman from total recall before i fuck apple <laughs> i'll
3: fuck her too i'm not denying that that's There's awesome
2: plenty for everyone yeah, yeah three damn. tits <laughs>
3: more than you guys are
4: fucked up
2: <laughs> uh he goes on to say uh the <laughs> un- <laughs>
4: what i'm
2: just laughing this conversation struck me funny <laughs> talking too. about fucking robots <laughs> yeah man more than meets the eye oh Hey, I got an eye. Uh, yeah, I got one eye. Wasn't RC? <laughs> hey, hey, RC in that uh, transform. RC was hot. No, she shut the fuck up already. Right. RC was hot. My god, she was a pink robot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling this. I'm long. not either. Right, I was no. with the apple. That's, not, on board that's not where I'm going with this. Okay. <laughs> Jay's totally jumping the fucking gun. Like, like any robot. up jumping something. Jay, yeah, good. like any he's jumping her bones. Any fucking robot I'm bringing up now, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck her too. <laughs> <laughs> next, week, you next week, robot. top five robots you'd fuck. <laughs> R.C. is the top of the pops. God da- fuck that. <laughs> top of the pops. Over no. Apple? I was just going to say. No. S- yeah. <laughs> God, fuck Apple anyway. Yeah, Jeez, I, I agree. Would. No. <laughs> you guys are
0: sick. <laughs>
2: God, she's annoying. Oh, no. Oh, God. I know how to shut her up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyway, I was just going to say, like, uh, RC, she's kind of like, she's like the Smurfette of the Transformers, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You think they all are taking turns?
4: (laughs) Yeah, fuck yeah, I
3: would. (laughs) I mean, they all are. Make a fucking
2: Bukkake
4: queen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no one else. I mean, who else are they doing?
2: Yeah, she was like the only female transformer. Yeah. Bumblebee, right? maybe? He's kind of a yeah. feminine.
4: Yeah. Oh, maybe. come on. <laughs> Bumblebee takes it up the ass while, yeah. while she
2: is busy. Uh, you guys are wrong. <laughs> so wrong, we're right. Harman, what is wrong? You want to fuck Apple. What's wrong with you guys? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You don't.
3: Yeah, get with the times, Come <laughs> on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys want to fuck Rosie from the Jetsons too? I'm sure yeah.
3: she's all right. <laughs> yeah.
2: In the right light, the maybe. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He says, uh, <laughs> "The unbeatable squirrel girl." Uh, um, uh, the unbeatable squirrel girl. That's a hard thing to say. Yeah. You know, thanks a lot, Harmon, for sending that. Uh, the, the unbeatable squirrel girl is still an awesome comic. I highly recommend checking out the new book, Super Zero. It's two issues in, and it's really fun and dark at the same time. I haven't, I don't even know about that. No, uh-huh. I was just thinking. I know what fictional character Harmon wants to fuck. What Squirrel Girl?
4: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. my god, he's into that.
4: <laughs> god, Which dude. is even more weird.
2: You know, it's like 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 like, like you know, you got to worry like uh, fucking anybody. You got to worry about like catching like you know, uh, uh, hepatitis. Or, yeah, you know, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Very common with her. You got. My rabies, fucking rabies. <laughs> that's where i'm going with it <laughs> <bite> rabies. <laughs> she might take your nuts and fucking bury him <laughs> right. he says uh while you guys are recording i'll be at the movies watching pretty in pink uh, god damn it i bet if you are jacking off the apple during that fucking movie harman <laughs> apple squirrel girl what is, fuck, what is wrong with you guys in this fucking Apple shit? I'm not into Squirrel Girl, but Apple, man. No, when, when you mm. first saw her on screen, you were like, oh my god, I to fuck, fuck that. Her. You guys are fucked up. Absolutely. Treasure, fucked <laughs> up. It took
4: two lines of dialogue for me. No, it's, she had me at the beginning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: fuck no god damn it put no. that swing set there's to no, use there is no no she, she's she's fucking playing tag with him yeah are you guys wanting to tag that ass naked. what the fuck is wrong with you yes yeah naked tag fuck that shit <laughs> there's plenty wrong with us
0: there's something <laughs> seriously
2: there's something seriously wrong with you too absolutely to want to fuck that little robot girl yeah little robot girl she, she's a little fucking robot girl
4: <laughs> I guarantee you turbo kids fucking plugging that shit <laughs> yeah. I didn't see him do
2: it in the fucking movie. Uh, it's happening. Yeah, he wanted to. He's our hero. It's she happening. got decapitated, but you guys grabbed her fucking decapitated head and said, oh, blow me. If it was I so- wouldn't have to
4: tell her to. I'd just make her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Jake's like, ah, right, you got a half
4: a heart left. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like video
2: games. <laughs> I... make that half a heart count. <laughs> 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 so he's watching uh fucking uh what's her name? What's her name? Apple. No, pretty and pink. What's her name? Uh, Molly oh. Molly Ringwald. Oh yeah.
3: She's she's hot too. God damn it. Yeah, I like Molly.
2: You want to fuck her too, don't I you? I do want to fuck Molly. What the fuck Rima? is wrong. You're just walking, raging, fucking boners. I am. Yeah. I, I fucking I, <laughs> I podcast with two fucking raging hearts. I will admit that. That's anything true. you'll fuck anything.
3: I yeah, kinda.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty <laughs> right. It, on. It's got a hole. You'll fuck it. Yeah. Holes are Jay's good. over there banging a fucking block of Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a shit. <laughs> it's got a hole in it. He's gonna fuck it. Swiss is one of the better cheeses. Yeah. I agree. Monster good. Yeah, well, you know, tastes good. Jay's looking at fucking like footage from the pictures from the Hubble telescope. <laughs> <laughs> Wants to fuck a black hole. He's like, why not? Why not? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fuck this thing interdimensionally with my cock. Why not? What the fuck is wrong with you guys?
3: I don't know Apple's hot Apple is hot Jesus Christ Yeah
2: she's a good girl Yeah you're fucked up (laughs) Harmon you're fucked up too Yeah Harmon's got He's like Apple is now the number one robot I want to fuck Like he's got a fucking Top ten list I bet he's got a fucking You got a fucking Top ten list (laughs) Harmon Give me your fucking Top (laughs) ten
4: Top ten I want
2: your next email To be your top Your top ten robots You want to fuck That'd be
4: interesting Me and
2: Jay will weigh in Yeah Yeah I'd like to hear that All right. he goes "Uh, The man in the the high castle is a fantastic book so far i'm about halfway through what's that you that's the that
3: amazon series right now based mm-hmm. on i guess based on the book i didn't know there was a book okay but it's basically if the nazis had won and they took over you know took over the world and what it would look like
2: oh, okay. sounds interesting so, yeah. I don't know. all right he goes uh tinder gets a toss it fuck that app <laughs> Tinder fucking so blows. He's, uh, he's swiping left on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, that's... not too many robots on, on Tinder. I've never used Tinder. I did. You should. Yeah. I want to hear Ryan Tinder <laughs> stories. <laughs>
3: I do want to hear your <laughs> Tinder.
2: The only reason I haven't used Tinder is because I have an iPhone four and it doesn't support it. oh shit! Oh, shit. I, God, you I need would, to get that upgrade. Dude, I would make a clean. You would, should do it. I would clean house on Tinder.
3: You should fucking do it. I want to see you do it. <laughs> Brian do meets it. Tinder. Right? <laughs> yeah,
4: Brian. Episode one fifty. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I recently bought an Xbox three sixty. Uh-huh. Any, anyone can add me a three sixty. I know that's what I'm thinking. The no next, one's playing my Jesus. gamer tag. For he just the-
4: replaced his Atari twenty six hundred.
2: <laughs> I know. It's like yeah. I recently bought a uh, Commodore sixty four. <laughs> yeah. I just and, got that pong machine. Yeah. <laughs> How are you online? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I recently got uh, some sticks and rocks in my yard. <laughs> yeah. I got some chalk. <laughs> <laughs> got some Lincoln Logs <laughs> <laughs> they are bitching.
4: I got some <laughs> constructs.
2: <laughs> email is a comedy gold. mine damn. <laughs> Fucking. Now, his gamer tag is Jake Harms. That's uh, J-A-K-E-H-A-R-M-Z, ah. 727. Ah. So if you guys want to add him, anyone can add him, Jake Harms. 727. Preferably if you're a female robot, you he, <laughs> he might have a chance with him. He might want to mm. fuck you. He's all about playing last gen games with you. God damn. <laughs> Man, that shit came out in 2005.
4: Dreamcast. I mean, he's, he's got a PlayStation 4. Does he? Yeah, I'm friends with him on there. I might be too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just it. What the fuck is he getting a 360 for? That must be a typo. He must have got an Xbox One.
2: Yeah, uh, no. He says, I, "I recently bought an Xbox 360." I'm sure
4: it says that, but he must have it, he must have fucked up.
2: <laughs> uh, you are so retro, man. He says, "Take care and hope to hear some hammer time on this episode once again." Not happening. Um, some D- t- dick joke, dick joke, uh, fart joke, dick joke. <laughs> yeah, there's your there's your hammer time. Some Valentine X's and O's, Jake. Ah, oh nice you guys want to fuck apple
3: i do like
2: apple
3: yeah. that is fucked off she's hot I'll she watch. i'm gonna hot. watch that as soon as you fucking leave I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at
4: pictures of apple while
3: you reconnect yeah to the i'm on. gonna look at <laughs> them too
4: <laughs> <laughs> i
3: got you jay i love apple
2: <laughs> ah, she's not a sex symbol guys no, you guys see. are twisted so wrong you guys are twisted sick
3: and twisted
2: <laughs> and the next email comes from Finn Dietzkrieg. Creek Oh, that's a surprise yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you guys wondering if
3: uh, oh, yeah. oh, there, there she is. is Let me see
2: That's this. a good screenshot Oh,
4: yeah Oh, come on
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, You want to yeah. fuck that?
3: Yeah.
4: She looks like the fucking Joker <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah Oh, yeah uh, got On a Riding a unicorn bike uh, You guys are nuts set. That's romantic Oh, yeah Mm. You guys are sick.
4: <laughs> I got a gnome stick for her.
3: <laughs> she was excited about that gnome stick. Uh, oh, you, you guys are a little bloody, yeah, oh,
2: come on, a little disheveled. <laughs> you guys are nuts. I wonder what she's thinking she's thinking <laughs> she's thinking whatever I fucking tell her, Jay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. whatever i program her
2: to oh is that
4: her in real that's life, her in real life uh, I, don't like, I don't like i don't like that
2: <laughs> <laughs> she look actually she looks better in real life than she no. does well, oh disagree yeah that's gross oh uh, whatever Ugh, Ugh, i might hit that <laughs> <laughs> not gonna
3: she just that just ruined it yeah <laughs> i like the fantasy oh the helmet oh,
2: fuck off okay <laughs> Next email comes from Finn uh Dietz Creek. Yeah. He's not old enough to understand what me and, and Jerry talking you know, about. I <laughs> want to I want to thank him. I want to thank everybody that sends a last minute email on them. <laughs> you do? He, yeah, I want to thank them because it pisses me off. Mm. <laughs> Finn does I it again. I thank him, too. It makes for a great show. <laughs> Finn does it again. Sunday fucking emails. I get sick of this fucking shit. Yeah.
4: Kid his, goes to school. He doesn't have much time.
2: His uh, his email says uh, Deadpool, is a Deadpool is a Tupperware. That's his whole email. Oh, thanks, Finn. Right.
4: Thanks, Finn. Short and to the point. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. I disagree. With <laughs> Toss Deadpool. Yeah,
2: we all thought it sucked. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next email comes from uh, Dan Chester. Remember, um, remember Dan from Manchester? Yep. I do, I do. I christened him uh, Danchester. Yep. Does he accept the name? He accepts it. Nice. He yeah. accepts it just like uh, apparently Apple accepts, <laughs> it. accepts both of your fucking penises. You fucking sick. Or not? Sometimes she doesn't. <laughs> what are you talking She's about? She's her own robot. You know, she makes her own decisions. <laughs> You've really role played this, haven't yeah, you? I You're am. fucking sick. I wow. thought about it. All right, so uh, Danchester says, "Holy shit! Can't believe you read my email." Holy shit, he put that in all caps. Ah. He's blown away that we read his fucking email. It's fucking crazy. Wow, oh wow. I'm blown away you sent it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, can't believe you read my email. I, I, I stood in line at the local 7-Eleven, and I swear to God, I must have uh, screamed like a schoolgirl. Really great to hear you go off at the whole Man of Steel IHOP argument. Yes, I agree. That's what would happen in the real world. But, okay, here's his rebuttal. Oh, no. He's, got, he's oh, my name's Dan Chester, and I got a
4: rebuttal. Yeah. <laughs> Is the rebuttal that Metropolis isn't the real world? Yeah.
2: But this ain't the real world. Superman isn't real. Batman isn't real. And Optimus Prime isn't real. So when they have to throw this product placement bullshit in our faces... It feels a little bit of a sellout. Hmm. One of the reasons I love and respect your podcast so much is because you don't try to sell me a fucking... Sell- I see what he did there. Yeah, sell me an Audible subscription. Uh, it would be so easy for them to create fictional establishments and products like Tarantino. In his movie universe, we have fictionalized companies like Big Kahuna Burger or Red Apple Cigarettes, so it can be done. I realize the movie wants to make money, but if they focus on the actual quality of the film, then the product will speak for itself and it will make money and you know what my fucking rebuttal to this fucking bullshit <laughs> is the people that fucking hated the movie they point out the product placement it's nobody that loves the Man of Steel that bitches about that shit it's fucking the people that fucking hate this movie it's just another one of their fucking little nitpicks about it that they can fucking like oh I'm gonna hone in, I'm gonna hone in on this because I didn't like the movie so I'm gonna hone in on the uh, product placement throughout this
4: film. <laughs> I mean, what else was there to think about besides the IHOP in my face?
2: It, I disagree. I'm I disagree. Okay, in Home Alone, like the little fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin's little brother is holding the Pepsi and the logos right in your face. Yeah, I mean,
4: in Spider-Man, there's a Dr. Pepper can right in my fucking face that he's whipping, but I'm not focusing on that because I'm having a good
2: fucking time. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the difference because I wasn't focusing on the fucking product placement in Man of Steel. Because I was enjoying the movie. It's you fuckers that fucking hated it that are looking for other shit to just bitch and piss and gripe about. Mm-hmm. That you focus on that shit. I I totally agree. Yeah. 100% agreement. Yeah. So you fuckers that hated the fucking movie, you piss and moan all the fucking time about the product placement at Man of Steel because you fucking hate it. And he's talking, he's in the real world. Yeah. They tried to make this the most real world fucking Superman possible. They tried to show you how people would really react to aliens had they invaded the planet or threatened the planet. Well... They didn't show us that in the fucking Donner films. They yeah. really didn't. It's just like, you know, all of a sudden like uh Lois Lane's hanging out of a fucking airplane. He saves her and he's a big fucking hero. That Everybody was like, to a giant Coke sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's product placement there. I re- oh yeah, and when they're looking at the TVs, when they every time they watch, every time they watch fucking TVs <laughs> through a fucking uh window in, Man- in in Superman. Yeah. All the TVs are JVC. Yeah. JBC had their fucking cock all over that fucking, uh, the Donner films. Oh, yeah. So you, you want to talk about product placement? There, there's product placement in those movies too. Yeah. It's just crazy some of the shots though. Like the whole thing is like blurry and exploding, but the
4: like one thing that's in focus is the fucking business that they're selling. It's just yeah. fucked up.
2: Uh, those are things that I would notice had I ma- hated the film, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention to them as you like the film. They're still there. I'm sure they are. And there's uh, it's still in other films as well. Yeah. And not so obnoxiously.
3: I would say if you notice that shit, then
2: it was geared towards you. So, you know, know maybe maybe fucking think about that. I'm not saying that. You know what? Maybe you should just go eat some fucking pancakes (laughs) at IHOP and shut the fuck (laughs) up.
3: I'm just saying I didn't notice it. But maybe the people that did notice it. I
2: did visit Sears, you I guess, what? a few times after her. <laughs> I, I, I want to fucking pour some fucking pancake <laughs> boysenberry syrup down your fucking gullet. Oh, I hate boysenberry. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make you eat it, you son of a no. bitch. I'd rather do that than watch fucking Man of Steel again, though. Straight to your gullet. Dude, I fucking, I love boysenberry. Yeah, that was tasty. I'm all about boysenberry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, yeah, that, that sounds dirty, <laughs> I get the classic maple when I go and get pancakes. Oh, man. I, I like maple, but yeah, hook me up with some boysenberry. The hot, yeah. I like the butter pecan, too. Mm. Uh, and, and everything, I, every you know, just you just got to disagree with me. He's like the opposite. We said boysenberry yeah. you're, like, you're like my fucking bizarro. Yeah! <laughs>
3: I like fruit
4: I like nuts yeah. <laughs> yeah I do like nuts better than fruit I think you both are nuts <laughs> I like that Danchester came back there good on you Danchester
2: Chester. he says uh, in his movie universe we have fictionalized companies yeah blah 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 whatever and like, you still think of the real company uh, he goes uh, last week's episode you talked about Will Smith uh, now I just finished watching Focus and honestly he sucked in it totally tossed his performance and I love Big Will who doesn't but lately it seems like he's been stuck in some kind of charisma vacuum. Uh, he was non-existent in After Earth and looks to be totally sleepwalking through the suicide trailer, uh, Suicide Squad trailer. I really feel like actors are at their most watchable when they're playing extensions of themselves. Actors like Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington never really stray from playing on-screen versions of themselves. <laughs> and they have some of the they and they have some of the best on-screen charisma i have ever seen. Hopefully i'm wrong about suicide squad and he delivers, but i really hope to see a will smith performance soon where he's just cutting loose and is enjoying the role instead of chasing oscars. I disagree with the statement that actors are always
4: at their best when they're playing an extension of themselves. I mean like look at good villain roles. I mean those people obviously like look at fucking Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I don't think Hannibal the Cannibal is an extension of himself. Oh, he was eating people. <laughs> with fava beads. Yeah. A
2: nice canty. Yeah, Why not?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I think a good actor can be a good actor and what makes them a good actor is they can play roles that are completely unlike who they are in real life. Mm-hmm. So, I disagree with that point.
2: Yeah, I do too. I agree with all the Man of Steel hate, though. Yeah, but, like, uh, fuck off. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, but okay. like, can Will Smith really go outside of like his uh, comfort zone? No. Big Willie style. I mean, he has in some movies, right? Like mm. you know, Bagger Vance, uh, Six Degrees of Separation, and yeah. maybe even Ali. Yeah, yeah,
4: it's happened before.
2: Yeah, it's happened before. Uh, P.S. Uh, as I'm stuck here in Thailand, it's been pretty tough to find an English language cinema. So if you guys could really do me a solid and not talk about Deadpool this week until I find somewhere to watch it, then yeah, that'd be great. Eh, what? No, oh. no, problem. why didn't you fucking read this email first? <laughs> It doesn't what the matter. Fuck. It doesn't fucking matter. I was going to talk about Deadpool anyway. Like, like I'm going to fucking tailor our fucking episodes because of Dan Chester. You inconsiderate bastard. <laughs> Whatever. This guy doesn't like fucking Man of Steel in the product placement. I'm going to fucking spoil the fuck out of it. There you go. Let's hear what else you hate about Man of Steel besides the product placement. No, Danchester. come on. Like this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy already got a fucking hard on just hearing us read his fucking first email. So he had to send us another email telling us how much he enjoyed hearing us read his. First fucking email. So now that he's heard this one, he's going to be like, oh, my God, I can fun- I can send him an email every fucking week and they'll read it. Yeah. He's going to be another fucking Chris Ahola and send us a fucking guy or Eric Marable and send us a fucking email every fucking week. <laughs> take advantage of the fucking system. You know what I mean? Yeah. People do that. People do that. Like, oh, these guys, they read every fucking email. So they take advantage of it. Yep. True story. And I get fucking I get bullshit emails every fucking week.
4: <laughs>
2: goddamn right.
4: I give the email of the week award to Dan Chester.
0: <laughs> this
3: guy.
2: This guy. Anyway. can <laughs> <laughs> get the email the
4: <laughs> 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 Must have had some bad eye hop there.
2: Like, oh yeah, kind of too too much, too much fucking boysenberry. <laughs> too much fucking boysenberry here. It goes right through you. It goes right through you. It gives me it gets me all gassy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boysenberry. Anyway, thoughts. <laughs> Uh, and next email comes from Chris Hohola. Now speaking of. Yeah. Last week's episode was fucking splendid. Oh, you mm, shit. I see what he did there. Yeah. keep it up fuckers, we love you, Chris Hohola. That's his only. Email. Ah. Wow. That's not bad. We have scared yeah. him.
3: Good. <laughs> he should be yeah. fucking we scared him. Yeah.
4: I think he gets more than 12 words into an email and he starts shaking.
2: I hope he does, man. We've scared this guy. God damn it, man. He's fucking, like his fucking iTunes review. I love it. It's a great iTunes review and mm-hmm. he like sucks our dick in it, like mm-hmm. ridiculously. Uh, but on the flip side, it's long as hell. It's yeah. like, I, I can't subject our listeners to like, you know, 10 minutes of me reading this shit. <laughs> go on iTunes. Read it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to listen, if you want to read it, you can go to iTunes and read it. Uh, next email comes from Joe McEarlane. Hmm. McCurlain 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 yeah McCurlain so I I don't know have you guys have we ever read a Joe McCurlain that no, does not sound familiar to me it doesn't either no. it, it sounds like a new emailer so he says hey guys so I've been wanting to email you guys about a couple things Star Wars related that haven't been quite uh hit been hit on on the show uh as soon as I saw the movie I was so mesmerized and blown away I needed to know more about all the characters So I got the novelization of The Force Awakens, thinking there might be more info on all the characters and answers to some of the questions. And as much as it clarified some questions, it gave me so much more. The first thing I want to mention is the difference in dialogue between the film and novel. The novel uh, definitely expands on some key areas that I... He'll explain a lot of Kylo and uh, Snoke's backstory. He spells it wrong. He just spells Snoke's wrong. He spells it S N O O K E S. I thought he was trying to spell Snooky. Yeah, that's. Snooki. I thought he's been watching like a lot of Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah.
4: Good assumption.
2: Take her to the Smush Room. <laughs> <laughs> the situation. <laughs> When Kylo and Snoke originally first speak, Snoke goes into detail on why he has Ren there. As Snoke explains, Kylo was created with half dark, half light force power. As the son of Han and Leia, light side, and grandchild of Darth Vader, dark side, he is the best of both worlds. I want the best of both worlds. Come on, guys! I didn't even know that
4: song. <laughs>
3: What's the rest of the lyrics?
2: Come on, it's fucking, uh, that's, uh, Sammy Hagar. Oh, uh,
3: the Hague.
2: I want the best hey. of both worlds, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fuck just like, Just like I'm Sammy. a Diamond
4: Dave guy. Mm, you guys suck. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, we're... Hagar-Halen sucks. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> and uh, and with Kylo being the best of both, he is able to overcome the failings of both the Jedi and the Sith. That didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Snoke's got quite a mouth on him in the book, it sounds like. Hmm. Saying all this shit. Uh, Sith uh, Vader fell because of sentiment, and Jedi Yoda, with their arrogance, Kylo knew why Vader failed... Because of his sentiment with Luke, that is uh, that is why it was so important for Kylo to kill his father and prove that he was not weak like Vader, and purge all sentiment from himself. When I read the dialogue, I was blown away. The next thing is how Maz in the book did not use force powers. I know there were rumors of a scene being deleted from the movie, which involved Maz using force powers to crush some stormtroopers with rubble. But in the novel, they gave no mention to her having any powers and just being Force-sensitive. Why would they put a scene in the movie, which isn't in the novelization as well, even if their intention was to give her Force powers, it wouldn't make sense with everyone knowing that Luke is the last Jedi?
4: Hmm. I mean, if they cut her from the movie, they could cut her from the novel.
2: Yeah. An editor can easily just go
4: on on fucking Microsoft Word and fucking... Yeah, take that part out of the. They're
2: they're not going to. I mean, they're they're going to work closely with the novelization before they put that out. The novelization was put out after the movie.
4: Yeah, long after. There's not going to be any accidents there. Yeah, yeah, believe me. They're working, like you said, they're working very closely. Oh shit! We left
2: that part in where Moz has force powers, and Mm -hmm. we cut that from the movie. Well, the thing is, uh, though. Okay, they're working very closely with the novelization, but like on the flip side. Me and you, we've gotten into arguments about how closely like, like Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams work together on mm. these films. And the fact is that Ryan Johnson has actually, that he actually, I found out that Ryan Johnson had asked JJ Abrams to take certain things out mm. of The Force Awakens and JJ said no.
5: Mm.
2: And JJ kept them in. Mm. So even though those two work together closely, JJ mm-hmm. didn't always go with what Ryan wanted him to do. Hmm. So that's, that's, that's the whole reason in me thinking that like this whole universe, it's like Ryan can take it where he wants to go. It's like a relay stick. Yeah. I mean, they did work together, but on the flip side, like there, I found out that Ryan Johnson said that there are certain things that he wanted him to take out of the force awakens Mm -hmm. that JJ didn't. Yeah.
4: I could see that. Hmm.
2: And they asked like, uh, JJ, in the past, like, how far ahead have you thought about, like, the Star Trek series? Mm-hmm. And J.J. says, you know what? He's like, I don't think too far ahead. I um, I can't quote him, but he said something like, you know, like, um, I like to let a movie come out first, mm-hmm. and then I like to let the story breathe for a little bit, and I like to let people, like, kind of speculate... Before I go too much further down the road with it, I think that's the way to
4: do it. To be honest, yeah, I think you pigeonhole yourself when you've already decided on things have to how things have to be.
2: That's that was my whole point with like, does JJ know who Ray is? Like, mm. they might have like thought like, okay, Ray is going to be Luke's daughter, mm. but like, what if the movie came out and like people hated Ray? Well, they could change it. With what we have now, she doesn't have to be Luke's daughter. She could be anybody. Yeah. So I think they were waiting for like public reaction
4: mm-hmm.
2: before they actually put anything in concrete. Like right now, I think it's safe to say that yes, she could be Luke's daughter because people love Ray. 85% of people love Ray, maybe 15% hate her, but the majority of people love Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Except the toy companies. Yeah. Like, Cuz they actually they they make her look like a like a male ray <laughs> yeah. when they re- when they release anything with her in it. Yeah, they make her look like RAY. Yeah. They, they make her look like Ray.
4: Yeah, she looks more like Sugar Ray. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: the band. Yeah. 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 What's his name? What's his fucking Mark name? Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath. Yeah, you know? he was awesome. She kind of looks like Mark McGrath.
4: <laughs> she does, she does. I hear what you're saying. Well, I still think Castin and JJ though like had an idea of who she was, like a pretty solid cement idea.
2: Well, I, I, well, and I think Kathleen Kennedy had an idea of who they want her to be, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think that like the way they set it up mm-hmm. it could be it's pretty ambiguous. yeah, she could be anybody. Um, But I think now with with the reaction of people, I think it's kind of like leaning towards the way that they wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. But they left it kind of open to where it could like – like if people didn't like Ray, she could have been anybody.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree.
2: So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Yeah, I feel
4: you though. I think it's a a lot like Jar Jar in episode one. I mean obviously if – the whole yes. fucking world yes. has Jar Jar fucking fever. He
2: would have been fucking like silly as fuck in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> he
4: wouldn't have been in just one scene where he's hushed by Queen Amidala in the first ten minutes. So true. I, so, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh... Jar Jar
2: fever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, there were a few other things that I didn't write down and I can't recall, but still, would be cool to hear you guys talk on the show about some things that you noticed in the book that answered questions raised by the movie. Anyway, sorry for the confusing essay I just wrote. It's difficult converting nonsensical shit in my brain to make sense on paper. Keep on rocking and the show is fucking great. Thanks for the time. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Keep on rocking. The show's fucking great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep on rocking. Keep on rocking in the free world.
4: Oh, nice. Little Neil young. young. That was nice. At least you know that fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a fucking tool bag like you, Sammy Hagar. You didn't know the
3: best of both worlds,
4: though, so, did you?
3: No. I do now. I do now. I, I still I want don't.
0: The best. Yeah. I want both worlds. I like it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's catchy. <Yeah. laughs>
0: If we going to have the
3: come on <laughs> both, <laughs> both worlds. I like it. I like yeah. it. Jake's
4: not on board though. Fuck now. off. <laughs> yeah, you sell out. You're supposed to hate
2: Sammy Hagar.
3: Hey, man, look at the passion he has.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you can't deny the passion. The passion of the Brian. The passion of the Brian. <laughs> yeah. All right, next. Uh, ne- uh Yeah, I read the novelization, too. Jake, Jake, you, you're, you're going through it. Yeah, 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 slowly but surely. Yeah. All right, Tom West, Dan West's brother. He mm. sends us an email. Hey, leftovers and drunkard, if you're there this week, he's not. No. I think he's referring to Frank. Frank that's that's not right? Jay? No. No. Uh, he takes the cake. Uh, well, <laughs> Jay is a leftover. Yeah. Frank is not. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> <laughs> nice laugh, today evil. <laughs> I swear like, like Tom West his fucking like uh his vocabulary. This guy knows words. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna fuck all these words up. He's okay. like he's like he's like putting me to the test here. And mm-hmm. that pisses me off. Yeah, that's annoying. Jesus Christ, you fucking educated fuck. <laughs> anyway, he says first of all, obligatory insult in the style of my compatriots. Fuck the lot of you. You catamites of the gong scour, you sallow-faced night men, leprous, and porson in the ablutions, unfor- unfortunate in your countenances, swollen with bad humors and riven by poxes, venereal and other, <laughs> sucking eagerly at the crusted dugs of penury. You, my good sirs, are all fucked up. Uh-huh. Well done, Brian. I like it. I, that was I, brilliant. I don't know. I think I got a couple fucking things wrong, but I uh, think that I, was pretty fucking good. Yeah, I pulled it off with confidence. I, I, I felt the confidence it. saved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, Tom! Jesus Christ, man! does it get easier? I mean, you know, get, just you know, talk to me in fucking like uh, dumb people, like layman's terms. Yeah. Just P C O good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me the fucking Tarzan Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Five star. Mm-mm. Dude, I, I may have read that, but I don't know what the fuck I just said. I, right. Like, I can go back and read it again. I don't know what the fuck it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> you were thinking about fucking Apple. I was thinking about IHOP. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, yeah. Pour some boysenberry down your gullet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before now, I've only written emails for the purpose of sending in reviews. But as I'm now a regular listener who tries to listen to every episode, even if playing catch-up, I thought I'd just hear a few thoughts, which I can't promise will be as brief as you'd like. But I'm not going to pollute the inbox every week. Just the Facebook page. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. I give my thanks to you for being perfect hosts for my brother Dan while he was staying with you guys.
3: Are <coughs> you <right. laughs> <laughs> Brian, shit!
2: He was starting thinking
4: about all the mean things we did to Dan. That time doesn't know about. <laughs> we fucked him up, buddy. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Take a drink. We, we perfectly kicked him around. Oh yeah, we beat. Uh, made ass. him promise not to tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the official story. I had
2: something go down the wrong <laughs> pipe.
4: <Yeah. laughs> <God> Bullshit.
2: <damn. laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> I want the best of both worlds, but not that world that went down the wrong pipe. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) This is a long fucking email. All right, he says, uh... He had a... (coughs) I gotta pause. I gotta pause.
3: I'm starting to feel it now. Can you see the gallery, Jake? (laughs) God damn it. Listen to that. Are you even listening? Put your headphones on. I'm going to put my headphones back on. (laughs)
0: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, God, man. He doesn't know what he's been living on. No, he
3: doesn't. He doesn't.
2: He has no fucking clue. No.
3: You don't know this guy. But
2: you know what? I know what he does want. What? The best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Shit. You better fucking believe it, you son of a bitch. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Just blew your dick off of that statement, didn't you? I, I thought he only wanted one world. No, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not a one-world man. He no. wants the best of both worlds. Wow. Dualities. Yeah, this, yeah duality. He's all about duality. goddamn deep. Yeah. Hey, you have one testicle? No. No, you got two, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want fucking one testicle bouncing around in your fucking screw. <laughs> Neither does fucking, uh, fucking uh, Sammy Hagar. Right. Hagar doesn't want that no. shit. No. He. Why wants... should I? No, you shouldn't either. Don't accept that.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Won't it would be heaven on earth.
0: <laughs> I know. If you
2: could, I
3: understand that.
2: Though, yeah, you could.
3: Why would I want one world at this
2: point? Yeah. Where we come from, no, he's speaking straight to you, Jay. I know.
3: It's like he's talking to
2: me. It's like he's talking to you. Jay. At this point.
0: <laughs> 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 Jay. I want, I want the best. No worlds, no <laughs> <Both> one <worlds. laughs> If we could have the best of <laughs> hmm. a
2: little bit of heaven right here on earth. <laughs> All right, guitar solo, thank you. This is like an hour long. Take it home. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is it. It. You know, you know what the guitar solo in this song is? It's like it's it's pre-programmed on a fucking keyboard. (laughs) He just just hit a fucking button. (laughs) Oh shit! You know, I want to I want to fuck a robot and listen to this. I know. Listen to this part. It's the best of both worlds. I get Sammy Hagar and I get a fucking uh, I get an apple (laughs) vagina. It's probably the perfect vagina. It is. Oh fuck off! (laughs) You guys are sick. Fucking Apple. Just, all right. It's probably tighter than shit. Oh, shut up! <laughs> You're disgusting.
0: <laughs> oh. <gasps> 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 all
2: right. Let's, uh, all
0: right. Yeah,
3: there she is. You. you guys are
0: sick.
3: <laughs> hey guys. Hey.
2: Hey. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh. fucking a. Whew. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, this episode should be called Drunk Pool. Dude, I am fucking drunk. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, I was reading the Tom, uh, Tom West email here. Um, he oh, that says, was a good one until you almost died. Dude, I started coughing and shit, and I couldn't stop. Yep. He says, I give my thanks to you for being the perfect host for my brother Dan. While he was staying with you guys, he had a great time and hopes to visit you again, and felt that he immediately clicked with all of you after flying out with admittedly sketchy impressions of you. I <laughs> yeah, can't fault him there. No, that's true. Apart from Frank, <laughs> what? Who he chats to on Xbox? So he was worried about the rest of us. Oh, okay. He already had a kinship with Frank. Yeah, yeah. We were the we were the sketchy individuals. We are sketchy a little bit. Uh, I am even more fond of you all as a result after listening on and off at first since Godzilla Podzilla, which I believe was Mr. Hammer's first episode as well. Okay, I admit I found the bad language a bit off-putting to my British sensibilities at first. (laughs) We can't all be as (laughs) elegant as Mr. John West. Yeah, I know. But the swearing, snarling, Brian, and ranting actually grew on me as the comedic tone became apparent, and as others continually point out, your views are really very good, and opinions are well justified, and you often go into the minutia of a film or TV show that no critic ever does, apart from Mark Kermode in the UK. Kermode? Yeah. It ah. sounds like a, a commode. <laughs> yeah, like a toilet. Yeah, like a like a toilet. Yep. Yeah, das Toiletten. You said you sounded like a toilet. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like a toilet. He, na- he toilet that he named Mark, <laughs> whose reviews and features you may like. You're the only podcast I've listened to regularly. There were a couple of others that were semi regular, but both folded. For various reasons, but yours is by far the most professionally produced. you goddamn right it is. No, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> this, you, Jay, Jay, Jay puts us on a pedestal. Yeah, I do. This podcast is garbage. Like the pussy. I, I put don't, it on a pedestal. Yep. I don't get it. Right up there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, he goes on to say, your bumpers and jingles are great. The 8-bit version of the theme is fun and is the woman who does does the DC bumper the same who gives the warning to us spoiler pussies? No, mm. those are two different women. Mm. Ah, They both sound hot.
3: Yeah. I just thought
2: <laughs> I, I'd throw out there. It's two different women. If she's not English, she has the accent nailed down. Also, am I right in assuming one of your bumpers uses a sound from the Terrahawks theme? What is, ah, is Terahawks? I have no clue. Is that a British thing? I don't know. I have no idea. Only in England. Never heard of it. The Terra Hawks. I know what Silver Hawks are.
3: I love the Silver Hawks, yeah.
2: The contrast of personalities is great. Uh, Whoever is featured that week, even when it is uh, just Brian and Dave for the Jurassic World episode, or the recent one with Brian and Frank, I like the fact that your tastes are all different and you argue so passionately, even when one of you is being a bit stubborn. Suit Brian, trying to explain the studio perspective to Jake as a classic. (laughs) (laughs) Deep down, you all seem well-rounded, reasonable guys. I had missed out on Jay's earlier spell on the podcast, and his own contributions and personality have shown through. I don't get the problem people have with his laugh. It's infectious. I can't help laughing along when he chuckles. And then Brian comes in with his unhinged guffaws. (laughs) Well... Jake sniggers through his beard and Frank has another drink. <laughs> <laughs> Snigger? <laughs> That's accurate. There's <laughs> the Terrahawks team. You want to hear it? Yeah, go for it.
4: Let's see what this shit bitch sounds like. I
0: want the best <laughs> of
4: both worlds. Well, we do use that. Yeah. This is an emergency.
3: <laughs> That's very British.
0: <laughs> hello I don't
4: think we use this do we I don't think we use <laughs> You just Mm -hmm. want to hear it. When you want something really bad, sometimes Mm -hmm. you think it's there, even when it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: you're right, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's deep, right? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't make me want to watch TerraHawks. No. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. One one last thought. I know you guys make uh, fun out of Liam Neeson's career choices, as do I, ever since the A-Team. But I think he's just throwing himself into work since his wife died, and he's probably just trying to keep busy. I've I've mentioned that. Mm Mm-hmm. I've mentioned that before, too. Oh, I agree. So uh, It must be pretty hard for the guy acting uh, the role of a father who loses his wife pre- prematurely in love actually then to suffer that in reality. This isn't a, an ad, uh, admonishment, as I wonder when we'll see him appear in something decent. And he's been my favorite actor since the mid-'90s. When I first saw him in Schindler's List and Rob Roy, and then when I found out he was to appear in Star Wars, I wept Hot salty tears of joy from my teenage Dick Hall. Oh. Wow. 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 Controversial. And he's upset about us fucking cursing and shit. And he's yeah. talking about fucking... Uh, weeping from weeping. his dickhole. Yeah, weeping from his dickhole.
4: We've hole. never said that. Dickhole bitch. I mean, I've had dickhole bitch while we podcasted <laughs>
2: lives, But
4: I'm courteous and I don't bring it up. Yeah.
2: Oh, before I finish... I thought you finished in that last sentence when you were weeping from your teenage dickhole. Oh, before I finish, one question. I quite like Star Trek. Not as much as Star Wars or Marvel, but it's something else... Uh I grew up with it that helped me through tough times. You guys don't seem too keen. But what is your favorite Star Trek film and why? Mine is The Motion Picture. I can hear you groaning, but it's a proper old school sci-fi story with an interesting concept and antagonist, great score and beautiful imagery. May the Force live long and fuck the lamb. Uh Tom West. Um, mine is of course uh The Wrath of Khan, mm. Star Trek 2. Mm, yeah. My favorite. Yeah, I yeah. hate motion picture, and I, I I I hate it. I I I absolutely. I've tried. I I want to like that movie, but I don't. Yeah, I don't like Christopher Lloyd as the fucking Klingon. I don't like Kirstie Alley. I don't like anything about that movie. I'm sorry. Oh,
4: it's so slow. We were talking about this earlier. It really feels like a 70s m- movie. Yeah, like when fucking Spock is like, just like going forever like taking forever to get to vegar it's like just hurry the fuck up <laughs> yeah mine is mine is star trek 2 mine is star trek 6 i i'm a huge fan of um the undiscovered country i i love that movie Ugh. oh i love it really? it's like a yeah it's like a, almost like a murder mystery I, it's really good I, I i was just like really surprised by how good it was after star trek five i love it star trek six is awesome
2: Oh, Star Trek V is the one that I hate the most. Yeah, that's the that's one where they're right. searching
4: for God. Yes. Yeah.
2: That's that's my least favorite. My
4: yeah. favorite Star Trek anything is Deep Space Nine, to be honest Deep with you. Deep Space
2: Nine was fucking great. Uh, I'm going to go with Next
3: Generation.
4: Yeah. I liked how Deep Space Nine like got away from the one and dones and had like a big overarching story mm. throughout the whole run.
3: felt more expansive than the rest of them, too. Yeah. Yeah all right thank you
2: tom
4: i'm sorry, i'm just drunk yeah. i love the i love the ferengi too oh yeah the fringi. oh yeah he's great I mean, yeah quark quark yeah. yeah i love all of them yeah uh odo yeah oh odo's good odo's great
2: all right luther shaver sends us an email oh, fuck this
4: guy
3: <laughs> whoa
2: <laughs> he likes it jay oh okay you know what? This is gonna be our last email this week. <laughs> Fucking Luther Shaver. We're gonna we're gonna finish it on Luther Shaver, and then I'll read the the rest of them next week. Because I am, uh yeah. I it is. It, it's snowing heavily, and uh, I want to get home. The roads are pissed. The roads are shit. Yeah. And Jake's Jake's tired. And yeah, uh, he, tired bear. He he wants. I got the, another couple hours. In oh me. shut it, Jake. No, you want the best of both. <laughs> both. <laughs> Let's
4: do this shit.
2: No, I don't think I can do it. Uh, The last email is Luther Shaver. He says, hey, fellas, I know I've been on the Facebook page and messaging you guys in an altered state, being my dickish self, but I'm just listening to the latest episode and had to push pause after your discussion on racial slash gender gender gender. General. Hmm. Hi, I'm a fucking idiot. My name's Brian, and I say <laughs> I say words like general. <laughs> I
4: say people. So don't feel I combine
2: bad. I combine the word gender and gender general, <laughs> and say the general. Genitrals. Generals. <laughs> what? A, I'm a fucking idiot. And he says I had to pause after your discussion on uh, racial slash gender diversity in comics. Spot on, fucking point. As a black man who feels the same way, I can come across as, quote, the angry black guy or Mr. Race Card when I express my thoughts and opinions. And to hear three white guys from Peoria, Illinois, drop fucking knowledge like that was amazing. For anyone who wants to say that this podcast is juvenile, toilet humor, peppered with swearing, can honestly and sincerely suck a big bag of maritime dicks awesome for you guys to do a social commentary like that just shows the depth of not only the podcast but also as you guys as great socially conscious individuals sorry for the gummer i just wanted to thank (laughs) you i just wanted to thank you for another enlightened pop culture leftovers moment Hashtag fuck you, Luther. Yeah, <laughs> I told you, Jay. Yeah, there you go. He likes it. Yeah,
4: he does like it. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. fuck you, Luther. <laughs> Get your gummer away from me.
2: Gummer, fucking gummer. <laughs> fucking gummer. I never really okay. What's interesting about that is like I I, I always kind of thought like 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 if you were African American. Mm-hmm. Or you were a Latino that like you expressing your thoughts on this would be more, would be taken more seriously. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like like three white guys talking about diversity in comics or diversity in comic book movies would kind of be taken as like bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, but like, Luthier, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, who, oh, oh, these fucking guys are represented. In, they're represented in every fucking movie, comic book out there. They don't have any voice when it comes to this fucking shit. They don't know what it's like. They, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's like, I'll be honest with you, like we don't, and I get. I'll be honest with you, like I do get sick of hearing fucking white people say shit like, "Oh, racism doesn't exist today." Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't see racism today, and it's because I'll just say it. It's because you're fucking white. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why you don't see it, um, or don't ever watch the news. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I I have friends that 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 that, that are minorities that. Um, in, in, in my, you know, in, in past jobs that have been, you know, the police have talked to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I've seen how they've been treated. They've recorded themselves being, interacting with police. Um, I have friends that are African American that have been pulled over by the police. I had two friends. Okay. They're, they're African American guys, two of my best friends. Uh, and they got pulled over the pipe by the police. They're both twins. One's name's Tommy and one's name's Thomas. <laughs> and when the cops pulled him over, they gave him shit because they thought that their IDs were fake because yeah. one's name's Tommy and one's name's Thomas and the fucking, you, you just, just it just, just hearing their story about the, how the police harassed them and all this shit. I've actually seen like uh, videos of my friends, like recording themselves as the police have talked to them. And then it, it, it's crazy. It's just crazy how how uh how minorities are treated today and like um a lot of people just don't a lot of white people just don't want to admit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's true
4: shit. No.
3: It's a common sense situation and uh like you don't you don't understand it until it affects you personally.
2: So. Well, it doesn't affect us. We don't. We don't see it unless, like, yeah. we, unless we know people that have been, unless you have friends that have been, that can tell you about it, I'll tell you about the racism that they, like, white people can say, like, oh, racism doesn't exist today. Oh, we've got a black president and blah, 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 blah. Like, until you have friends that tell you stories about, like, what they encounter. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know it. You don't understand it. Yeah like i like you can act like you like like it doesn't exist today but it still fucking does yeah a lot of people were like um, I would say fooled by the fact that we elected
3: a, bra- a, a black president mm-hmm. that did not change what the fuck was going
2: on. Well, I this. think it's, it's a great step in the right direction. It's a good you
3: step, know. but it fooled a lot of people to thinking that, okay, everything's fine now. It's not fine.
2: Right. If anything, not, it made racist
4: more racist.
3: It made them way more overt than they've ever been ever. So yeah, like it's, it's definitely prevalent. And, uh, um, yeah, nothing that shit hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So people that think like, "Oh, that struggle is over." That's not over. Mm-hmm. That's not over. And you're you're fucking like, you know, just like hiding in a closet if you believe that. I'll shit. just say
2: like like in my job I was doing sales and things like that and I would have to go into different uh, towns and, and 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 do sales and things like that and like some of my coworkers were African American and they, when they were in these neighborhoods, they would get the cops called on them yeah. and the cops would harass them. And I've seen videos like my, uh, one of my buddies that I worked with, like he would record how the cops would talk to him and shit like that. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. I had the cops. He's had the cops called on him like, like, like 10 times and I had the cops called on me once Mm-hmm and I just, uh, they came to my window and I was like, yeah, this is my job. Here's my ID. Here's my whatever. And they left. Right. He was harassed for like fucking half an hour and shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. And it's like, as soon as, as soon as you see, see this shit happening, you, you understand how fucked up it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean,
4: obviously racism still exists. Yeah. I mean, I work in an extremely racist fucking town. Yeah, you do. And because I'm white, other fucking racists feel like they can come up to me and say their fucking racist shit to me i get yeah. it all the fucking time right they'll come tell me some fucking joke or whatever and i've yeah. told people like if it's a coworker, i'll speak bluntly to them if it's a customer i'll, I'll politely say something right but i will literally swear to a coworker. i'm like don't ever fucking come to me with shit like that again right i was like i don't need to hear your fucking jokes or anything yeah. i don't live in this fucking town right and so it's just it's crazy mm-hmm. yeah like Wow, the people in the town where I work are fucking. Oof. Yeah, it's nuts. It's
3: a Midwest thing. I mean, I'm sure it's like more than a Midwest thing, but there's definitely a Midwest mentality, um, you know. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's it's like medieval times sometimes when you're talking to people. I'll
2: tell you, I'll be honest with you. Like uh, the the one thing I love about science fiction is when like aliens fucking invade planet Earth. And then everyone's yeah. like, oh, shit, it doesn't
3: matter. Yeah, exactly. no fucking shit.
2: We're all, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, uh, that's what I love about movies like Independence Day yeah. and shit like that. It's because it's like, okay, now we can all band together. It doesn't matter if you're Latino. It doesn't matter if you're African American. It doesn't matter if you're Caucasian. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. We're all together and we're fighting the same thing. Yeah. That's what I love about those movies. It's like it's like bringing everybody together. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Sports kind of works that way, too. Like some of the most racist motherfuckers I know. Mm-hmm. Like if if the person's
2: on their sports team, fucking winning games for them, it's yeah. all out
4: the fucking window. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I hate it like like when when it's boxing when it's like black versus white. Oh yeah, I hate it when they turn it like that. Mm-hmm. I hate it when they turn it like that. So um, <sighs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. a
3: fucking color, you fucking idiots. It's a color. Who gives a shit?
2: Yeah, we're yeah.
3: all. Human beings. Mm-hmm. We are all fucking born human beings. We're the same species, you stupid shits. It's so ridiculous this, mm-hmm. this even continues in this day and age. Yes. We're trying to progress. Like, we will not move forward as a species. We will probably fucking detonate you know, and wipe each other out if we don't fix this.
4: So it's it's ridiculous. People are so racist. I mean, Mm -hmm. color of the skin. I mean, it's the fucking
2: Jews we got to worry about, right? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, you being half Jewish. (laughs) God
4: damn
2: it. You're so
4: right. They're the ones you got to keep keep an eye on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're sheisty.
4: Taking over the fucking entertainment industry. <laughs> and the media,
2: <laughs> fucking Jew-run media, yeah, bankers. He people. Jake is half Jewish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, you're a son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> uh,
4: Look what so you've done to Jake. I couldn't help myself. I'm he even sorry. hates
3: himself. <laughs> I,
4: I know. Oh, God, I'm trying to take over the media right now.
2: I know. Stalk-
3: <laughs> we gotta watch him all the time.
2: No, I, I, I oh, think. Shit. Whoa. I, I think people. <laughs> Like like Jay saying and like Jake saying, I, I like what you said, Jake. Like when when people say shit like that to you, you call them out on it. Yeah, you have
4: to. I I feel like if you don't, it's like you're like you're like giving the okay to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it just it just really bothers me, and I'm not gonna like I want to make sure. And any person coworker I've ever said that to, I mean, they won't tell me another joke. They may mm-hmm. not, may not ever be friendly with me again after that. But it's like I don't really give a fuck, dude. I don't want a friend like that anyway. Right?
2: I'm going to judge people on who they are as a person. Yes. It doesn't matter like who you are, what color you are. If you're awesome, you're cool. I'm down with you. If you're a fucking asshole, it doesn't matter. You're a fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking idiot to fucking idiot. But I'm not going to just like fucking prejudge somebody just based on like their color, gender, uh, you know, uh, beliefs, whatever it is. Like I, I don't care. I don't care what religion you are. I mean, dude, if we can get down and talk and shit and have a conversation, I'm down for whatever, man. It doesn't matter what. You know what I mean?
4: It's ridiculous. You should. My, my store is so fucking crazy. Like an African American walks into my store, uh-huh. and it's like they're like, fucking, we're like surrounding, drowning the motherfucker. Like it's just instantly assuming that he's in there to shoplift. Wow. And it's fucking crazy from the top to the bottom. It's like fucking, that's wrong. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's like oh my god. What's he in here for? What's he doing? Keep an eye on him. Let's go look out the windows and see
2: what he's doing. One of the funniest stories that I ever heard, and th- th- this is a true story as far as I know, um, is uh, a, guy, a guy that I knew t- knew this girl that went to this hotel in California. So she's staying in Los Angeles. And so she goes to this hotel. She gets on an elevator, and um, she's going up uh, to whatever floor. Okay, the elevator door opens and somebody else is getting on. And it's a, it's a cup, it's a, an African American dude walks in and he's got glasses on. And then two like, uh, bigger guys that are African American walk in right behind this guy and they're standing next to him. And, uh, this, the woman that's in the elevator is a white chick Mm -hmm. and she like holds her purse like really tight and like acts all freaked out and shit. And so what happens is, like, um, she gets off the elevator. Like, they notice what she did, Mm -hmm. you know? And they could totally tell what she did. And so, like, she goes to her room. She gets off at her fucking floor, gets off the fucking elevator, goes to her room. About, I don't know, 20 minutes pass. She gets a knock at the door. She opens the door, and it's one of the guys from the elevator. And they hand her a bouquet of roses, and around each rose is a hundred dollar bill. Oh, wow. Dozen roses, a hundred dollar bill, so twelve hundred dollars. And there's a note on it and it says, Thank you for the best laugh I've had in ages. <laughs> <laughs> Signed Eddie Murphy. That's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> that yeah. is funny. Yeah. And then he proceeded to rape her. <laughs> Of course! <laughs> this is not Bill Cotton. <laughs> this is not Bill Cotton. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Well, we got, we've got more emails this week. but <laughs> She I'm not, was a woman, not a man, too. Yeah, that's true. we got more emails this week, but I'm not going to read them this week. We're going to save those uh, for next week. Uh, I'm sure we'll get more fucking emails. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're punch drunk. Yeah, I'm we, fucking, I'm out. I'm we need done. to stop before we get in more trouble. I'm done. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this this episode. This is this is where this is the worst episode ever. Absolutely. Right? No, oh,
4: any episode where I get to talk about the Jew run media is not is not the
2: worst episode. <laughs> Alex <ever>. Jones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's amazing. All right, all right, we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it. And just like, just like, all got I'm. Oh. Yeah, I'm definitely ending it. <laughs> and just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, "Thank you for your patronage and thanks for listening." Yeah, you just- none of them say that. I know they don't. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say at this point. I got nothing. They say like, "Please throw away your
4: trash" or something. Yeah. <laughs> What, what, leftovers? Leftover bags. On the dog? On the I don't know. Bag?
2: It's more likely they say that than whatever. Uh, no, it probably says like, something like, uh, I hope you visit us again.
4: Yeah. Recycle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Recycle. Reuse. Uh, reduce. Reduce. <laughs> made in China. Made yeah. in China. Awesome. And just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, made in China. <laughs> we'll see you next week. I like week. it. I like it. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Later.
3: One of them is homeless. But I didn't say that.
1: There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a warm rat But it's all been done before we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it,
4: it, It's a trap! Do
1: to we toss it, good to taste it? Do we love it? Hey, let's make it cleaner. It lets embrace the Tupperware party Subculture over like a vulture Carryover, counterculture pushovers Pop culture, leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say has already been said? Yeah. Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture, leftovers Podcasts that are originally good Have already been done so we should separate the wheat from the chaff, and we're the chaff, the crap even though we the shit Woo! we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it,
0: it, it's a
4: trap
1: toss it good and, and taste it do we love it hey let's race it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture push over pop culture left over and with the uncool kids what's to say has already been said Leftover. pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture left over it gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said? leftovers sure the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture
5: leftovers.